It's time to get your checking account to zero with free checking from PenFed. That's zero ATM fees, zero balance requirements, and zero time spent waiting for your paycheck to direct deposit because you can receive it up to two days early. Open your account with just $25 and see how big zero can be. Apply online today at PenFed.org slash free checking. Early direct deposit eligibility may vary between pay periods and timing of payers' funding. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed, insured by NCUA. New on Curiosity Stream. How do you connect a 16th century potato to limitless energy production? Could Napoleon's toothpick have a direct link to a machine that predicts the future? And how can a 1700s conch shell chart a course to humans connecting their brains to the internet? James Burke's visionary series Connections returns for a new generation. Experience all new Connections. With monthly, annual, and bundled plans, find the one that works for you at curiositystream.com. You hearing bang, bang, click, click, boom, you done dinner. I'm the one winner, one shot, zoom, my pump triggers, pew, pew. Gunslinger better run, run. You do, do, getting put down one by one. Bang, banger, coming with the ringer. Call me unethical, I'll tell you where to hang a baby. Call me major pain, cause I'm coming with a hammer, baby. Coming for your brain, you so pretty that I bang a baby. I'm the sneaker, the Air Force 3 with the heater. Pump air, hit the bass, I'm locking down your diameter. If you run, then I chase you.
and we don't need an act cool. This ain't no act shit. My ex is the first to tell you that I'm bad shit. Don't need society bullshit. Acknowledge generation. Ain't fucking with no job, no high school education. I thrive in all the hate and I die for motivation. These lazy motherfuckers keep dying in anticipation. And if we want it, we get it. We never need it though. I wish I wasn't fat. I wish I wasn't gay. I wish I wasn't black. I wish that I was brave. I wish, I wish, I wish with every candle on the cake that I could quit doing these drugs, but I can't and I'm afraid. I wish that I was smart. I wish that I was rich. I wish it wasn't hard for me to grow up and forgive. I wish that I could help. I wish I wasn't sick. I wish I was Tom McDonald. I'd be just like him. I wish I wasn't sober. I miss it when the party wasn't over. 
happiness was right around the corner Every single night was like the best one of our lives Now we're older, the good old days are out of reach I wish that they were closer I wish I wasn't anxious and I wish I could fast forward And I wish that I could rewind but they don't make that controller I wish the nights were longer and I wish the days were shorter And I wish that I could sleep enough to maintain my composure I feel crazy, I wish that I was normal I wish that I could kill myself but also be immortal Take me to the oracle, I heard that time is borrowed Can you give me back my yesterdays? I'll give you my tomorrows Forget all of my morals and just live like I cannot remember sorrow Before all of the tattoos and the cornrows I was different, I was happy, I was calmer I was young and full of hormones Now I'm wishing for a time machine I'd step into that portal and be gone I wish on shooting stars Or were they satellites? Maybe I didn't care about the day that I'd be buried Used to live like I was ready for it Always in a hurry, now I'm worried All my memories are blurry I'm just barely turning 30 And the voices in my head are trying to hurt me The choices that I made make me feel dirty I was 25 or 13 I was smoking with the seniors Drinking beer and getting flirty Now the Ativan ain't working I need something even stronger Give me childhood, my mother and my father And my sister and a Christmas To make up for all the recent ones I'm missing While I'm touring the country for a living Give me a hug and a Nintendo And a toy box in the closet Give me everything I wish I had Oh wait, I think I got it I'm a rapper like I always I always promised them I would accomplish, this is awesome man I wish I had a friend to tell I'd call him man I wonder if I'd jump from here, if I'd survive the bottom And would everyone believe me if I told them I had fallen, I'm a jump Finding body pots hidden in my damn 
sofa They your shit talking ass Come and stand closer You better be another great for me The day it's over Chugging blood It's like I needed to function I lock your ass away And throw away the key to the dungeon I'm like a nuclear weapon Cause I'm a fiend for destruction I got Michael, Jason, and Freddy Steady screaming and running Cause I don't wait That seems to be the way That they betray him I'll murder anytime Bright day or the AM I pull the skeleton out of your mouth That's how I fillet him Then hang the meat suit up on the wall That's how I display him Now I have a home that nobody would dare to pass alone Stack of bones in every corner Looking like the catacombs We've all committed sins And now it's time you shall atone Call my kid, we're going to hell Call me the chaperone Keep it ill Being on the same team You don't keep it ill You live in a daydream Yeah, I keep it ill Death to the mainstream Gotta keep it ill Keep it what? I said all we ever do is keep it ill Fuck whatever you say Bitch, we keep it ill Love the old school way Yeah, we keep it ill Fuck you in the new way Keep it ill, keep it white. I said all we ever do is keep it ill. Try to kill me, I guarantee you'll regret it. I'm immune to the panic. I'm on a hundred anesthetics. The hunger is manifest, and I'm eager to cut your curtains. One punch will collapse your chest, and no leak in the blood of squirting. Try to run away, yeah, and give me something to chase. But when I catch you, I'ma hack your body up in the pace. Hack it up or cut you up in the space. You mug out of place, and now your eyes are popping at the front of your face. I'm always on the edge. I recommend you keeping that in mind. Fantasizing my murder will never satisfy. Wake up and the first thing I'm thinking is someone has to die. Run out with the sick on the side or another random guy. Kill me growling when I'm under your bed. I grab a knife in the pillow when I'ma cover your head. And yeah, yeah, now you laying in the puddle of red. I rub the blade along your face like I'm buttering bread. I keep it ill. We ain't on the same team. You don't keep it ill. You live in a daydream. Yeah, I keep it ill. Death to the mainstream. Gotta keep it ill. Keep it white. I said all we ever do is keep it ill. Whatever you say, bitch, we keep it ill. Bloody old school way, yeah, we keep it ill. Fuck you in the new way, gotta keep it ill. Keep it what? I said all we ever do is keep it ill. It's another motherfucking Monday and we are back on Replicon Radio. Hey. Hell yeah. Hell. Any of y'all check out that, that little mini episode that we popped up right before we went on? No. No. Hey, they might have. They might have. They might have popped they didn't that even have, It's longer than the time frame from from when we dropped until now. Yeah, but they could have flipped over when it, when we went live on here. They may have. Because, I mean, there was like a 20-minute session you know, gap, so... Go check out that little mini interview after we're done here. That's right. We just uploaded it. Taja J. Simpson, uh, super cool actress. Her movie just came out in theaters on uh, on Friday, and it's it's there all week. So go out there and get it. Go out there and check it out this week. Um, Speaking all week, I got yeah. two days of work. That's all I got work this week. Oh, yep. Yeah, buddy. What you still have to work this week? Yeah, I got to work two days. Really? I go in tomorrow on Wednesday, and I'm out. But you were um, off today for some reason. Yeah, it was Super He's Bowl, a, man. That's my holiday, bro. I thought you, uh, you're not off on. Yeah, you're not off on Mondays. No, it's no. Fridays. You're off. Yes, sir. Yeah, I thought you was on some sort of vacation already. I mean, I could have been, but I was like, "Fuck that!" Because I took off Monday and Tuesday next week, so I ain't got to go to work right away when we get back. I gotcha. I gotcha. I gotcha. So I only work two days next yeah, week. Yeah, I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm off uh, Thursday to Monday. Thursday till Monday, yeah. So you got the same time. I'm off. Well, I, you go back what Tuesday? Yeah, I'm off Tuesday. Yeah, better so double check that. I'm not. I'm not burning through my uh, my vacation days though. I've oh, only got ten. 
Oh, see, I got what up, everybody so in the motherfucking well. chat? Jenny, yeah, Dana, I got Heather? three weeks. Yeah. Well, you've also been in your company for 37 years, so. <laughs> That's true. That is true. But, yeah, go peep that interview we dropped. Uh, it was supposed to come out. Uh, it was supposed to come out that day or the next day, but uh, it didn't go down like that because uh, Replicon technical issues behind the scenes. Yep. Fancy stuff. Yeah. Yeah, I got Thursday, Monday, Tuesday. Which, technical and financial issues. There you go. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Hopefully they'll, hopefully they'll be eliminated next week. Yeah. We'll it see. will be. You probably know the feeling. Sweaty, fast breathing, quick heart rate. That's a cortisol spike. It feels awful. And its imbalance is the cause of your anxiety. Rebalance Health's three-part anxiety system helps address it at the root. Rebalance Health lozenges are natural and designed for optimal absorption, providing 24-hour relief. Live life fully without feeling like you're fighting for it. Get 50% off your first month with code CALM23 at rebalancehealth.com. New on CuriosityStream, how do you connect a 16th century potato to limitless energy production? Could Napoleon's toothpick have a direct link to a machine that predicts the future? And how can a 1700s conch shell chart a course to humans connecting their brains to the internet? James Burke's visionary series, Connections, returns for a new generation. Experience all new Connections. With monthly, annual, and bundled plans, find the one that works for you at curiositystream.com. I don't know. We'll we'll see. We'll see how that goes. Down. Yeah, we're yeah we're uh, we're moving studios, guys. Again, again. Because I kind of had the same situation happen to us again. Actually, actually, no, fellas. What we're doing is we're actually moving into our our permanent new home. A permanent property home. Permanent property. Permanent property home. Hell yeah! Until I go, Rue, you have to work. We have to go do a show. Well, yeah. You can't go to my fucking house when I'm not fucking there. Well, we have to do a show, bro. You want the show? To yeah, that is one thing we have to we have to discuss. That we like, I get, I will be at your house at like four. <laughs> That's fine. I'll be. I get off work at four. Okay, because I, I just I'm actually I'm home at four. Because usually okay. I get off at like. And 3, if I'm 30. not, and if I'm not there, you guys can wait three minutes for me to get home. No, no, no. We we're gonna need to get. You're gonna need one of those keypads, <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, then right. you're gonna have to have let the batteries mysteriously die in three weeks. Yeah, that was boop, boop, boop. Yeah, for anybody that's like, a, I mean, we, we're not going to tell you all of our personal details. We're going to be moving into for the anyone Replicon that's a, a new listener, doesn't know the the history of Replicon. Uh, we started a studio. They were fucked. They tried to fucking steal from us and fuck us over. Yada yada yada. Long story short, they threw us. They locked the door. We said, "Fuck you." We're not coming back anyway. They tried to call us back. The ho- the, yeah, the <laughs> we home, said, "Fuck off." Along with another jackass along the way, um, the homie hooked us up. Basically hooked us up financially, brought us here, let us use his uh, humble abode and equipment and whatnot. And uh, he's been now he's, overly helpful. Yeah, uh, shout out to that dude. Hooked us up, and now he's over it. He's got a life. He wants us to move the fuck on. And uh, we're yeah. gonna make it work. Yeah, well, as we always do. If you anybody guys, that was a listener a year ago, or probably saw us shoot a video in. Yeah, we did like a whole tour of like this is gonna be it. Oh, yeah. And it was like under construction and shit, which it still kind of it is. still looks it's the still same. Oh no, no, actually everything's <laughs> fucking cleaned out of it. Nice. And all I'm waiting is fucking dude to get some time to come over and wire it up. So yeah, but it was yeah, I was and then I got to throw up drywall. Shit, but I'm gonna but yeah. get some uh, some some sound shit. At least our as we progress and we get kicked out, it's getting less yeah. like painful. 
Yeah, it's like okay, we knew this one was coming. We were trying to get to facilitate it. Well, we kind of didn't know this. Well, it, it was sprung. It did not go. He, <laughs> yeah. It kind of didn't go about the, in the right way that it should have been. But, but we've right. been trying to facilitate it for a while, we'll and then he just you know, bow. But we're gonna make it work, and you know, no hard feelings to anybody. You know, we you know, we so still that, got mad love. So for as that soon as dude. that Patreon pops up, make sure y'all sign up for that bitch because we that need is some motherfucking that money is a time. true <laughs> statement. Please, God, because now we have to come out of pocket with all of this fucking equipment mm-hmm. that is very expensive. That well, we just spent all of our money to get our Patreon going. So. <laughs> We'll yes. make it work. We oh, need you. We need it back. We sliced way too much off the cheese. Sliced a little bit off the cheese. We, but anyway. sl- we just broke the block in half. That's what I'm getting ready to fuck. I'm test printing a couple Ooh, of these right now. Ooh, fancy, fancy. Ooh, is he, is he making neon signs? No, some stickers. We though. should. We should get neon signs. I, my, the guy that did our plating. Ooh, I like that. What car is that on? That's his. Oh, shit. Put it on there. That's why I needed the words for him because from him, he didn't do that yet. And I was going to have, I was going to send that to him and have him put it all on that. And that's actually, you could see through that. Oh, that's dope. So it's like a little mesh one? Yeah, it's like, it's vinyl. The dude bought a vinyl company. So I'm trying, I'm talking with him and I told him we'd give him some advertisement. Maybe he can hook us up with some stickers or we'll just buy the material and he could pay us for his time. And we'll give him advertisement or something. Yeah, We're gonna, we'll figure something out. Put it on, yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. He did try to look through that. He said it is a little darker, but but if it's, if we do like corners one, it's okay. You know, right, absolutely, yeah. He said, but it looks pretty. As long as you good. get them affordable enough to resell them, that's really the concern. Yeah, that, we gotta get we gotta get well, the once price. He has, right? Once he yeah, that's already on file. So all he has to do is fucking feed it, feed it in the printer, hit fucking click, print, hit print, and there you go. You got we got it. some shit coming, yo. We we do. We're getting there. It's taking a lot longer than we needed to. I'm really bad at keeping secrets from the public because I really get, I guess I get excited about shit, but the other shit's still a secret. Yeah. Like, because they're going to take forever to get here. So oh, like, yeah. I, I got what you're talking yeah, about. Yeah, like, that's still a secret. Yeah, the one oh, I Oh, the things you, that we just started. We yeah, just uh-huh. got. Oh, I okay. asked you, I said, well, when we get now, you're like, oh, it's going to be a while. We ain't yeah. got them yet. It's going to be a minute. Right. Yeah, I haven't even got. I'm waiting. On, I got the packaging, but I haven't even gotten the actual prototype yet. So yeah. Once that comes. We need just we just need like to get a weeks. 3D printer. And you know, I've been looking at them. They're actually. expensive. Donate oh, one. They're expensive. Um, actually, I might just try to go and like lease, like lease the own one. Maybe might as well look into it. I feel like that's also expensive. <laughs> yeah, but it'll be mine, so it won't cost you. We guys can make nothing. we I'll can make uh, like pendants. Uh, we can make rings. We can make a little action figures. Oh, well, this shit printers. here, this yeah, some things are like thousands of dollars. It's all right. It's fine. Is it? We'll make it work. Oh God, we'll make it work. You can't make stuff work if you can't afford it. Like <laughs> well, that's what oh, I'm saying. I'm gonna try you, to if you go about it the right way. Gonna go to fucking, I'm gonna try to go like the like a rent own and just yeah. like make a fucking payment on it. Why not? Let's <laughs> go buy a fucking t-shirt press for Aaron's. Does not bucks. have a fucking 3D printer for rent. They might. Who knows? <laughs> hey, I'll find uh, one, man. Oh, jeez. You talking? Where they go? Uh, let's see. Anyway, if you didn't know, this is Replicon Radio. We do this live every Monday night, 6 to 10 when Central. When are we getting that? Um, you have that already. Replicanradio.com. Make sure you follow He's us on Instagram, us, Twitter, at Replicon underscore radio. Make sure you fucking subscribe to our motherfucking YouTube channel. Just like I said, we just dropped an interview. Um, there's going to be more little interviews like that popping up, popping up, popping up as we prepare for the launch of the Patreon. So we're going to start, because that's where those are going to go. So... 
in the future, you'll get you'll get a month, at least one monthly episode. You're gonna get extra interviews. We're working on all kinds of different merchandise packages. Yeah. Just, uh, we got to get all shit all together. So. This shit's affordable, man. Like, you can get 3D printers for like two, 300 bucks. Yeah, I understand. But they ain't high quality, though. No, and they're little baby tiny ones. But I'm just saying, like, you know, like, you could do it. I was looking up on that. Uh, I think this Facebook one this one has a, a dinosaur on it already. <laughs> it's old. It's dope. That's two hundred nineteen bucks. Already got a dinosaur. Look at it. Look at it. It's got a little stegosaurus on it. Yeah, yeah. How much? Two. I'll go buy it tomorrow if it oh. does everything we need. Go buy that. I don't know how big it is. Though. It says two hundred twenty <coughs> by two hundred twenty by two hundred fifty millimeters. I don't know. Well, what that's that means. I showed um, you. Hopefully, with. Heather. Eventually, yeah. Hopefully, that's the plan. We're working. We're seeing what we can do and trying to get the right price point. We don't have any records coming out, yeah, Heather. Not yet. <laughs> <laughs> um, with that picture I showed you, mm-hmm. I said, hey, man. I said, so, like, if we want, like, a five-foot fucking sticker, we could do it. He goes, yeah, you I'd have to get a roll, though. But, yeah, it just feeds through and prints. So, I'm like, fucking right. All right, bet. Because we're going to be needing a couple, like, maybe, like, a 12-foot motherfucker if we oh, can do good it. good Lord. Yeah. Oh, like for the wall? Uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to start. Was that what yeah. you're saying? Like for the wall? Yeah. I I'm going to start fucking. Bye, Jenny. I'm going to start clowning on some shit, man, if he can do it. All right, well, just listen. You can you, know, you can listen in on your phone while you're at work. Yeah. Just so everybody knows. Yeah, you can put your but yeah, if you guys didn't, If you guys didn't realize, we essentially do not see each other except for once a week. So the whole beginning of the show, we just talk about business that we're not supposed to talk about on air. Yeah, that's kind of how it goes. <laughs> so you guys really get you know behind the scenes. I mean, there's, yeah, so. But I that's because like that. we're, we're all so busy. <laughs> we're all so busy during the week that we and we all live. Far, well, you two live like right down the street from each other. Make, I live on the. I don't mean shit. <laughs> you yeah. know like, oh, I know, but like I live fucking. If we had can phones or something, maybe it would mean something. But we don't. Well, maybe we ought to get some can phones, we man. Should, we ought to make some. Yeah, it's only like it's only like a mile, right? But I live up on the hill, so the, it probably wouldn't yeah. interfere with too much. Yeah, it would be good. Fuck a cell phone. I got a can phone, fam. <laughs> right. uh, but we got we got a packed house tonight, man. We got uh, we got director and actor Adam William Ward. Uh, we're gonna learn a, l- l- a lot about him. Yeah, he's coming up here in just a few minutes. Like that's why we're on this we're early as we early. are. Um, if you guys don't know, check out the movie Wall Got Wasted. You'll probably hear me say that a hundred times tonight. But Wall Got funny. Wasted. You, you I watched, watched it. Yeah, yeah. I paid for that bitch. Yeah, Paulie got wasted at Astro. It's like <laughs> we're gonna shoot. I'm a sure. Movie. Yeah, we should. <laughs> um, it's literally like a mix. Um, I shared it on our little. If you're, if you're, if you uh, subscribe to our YouTube, there's like a little chat box on there that some people are added to. Um, add yourself if you're not. But I shared the trailer in there. But essentially, it's like a. If you can imagine a mix between Weekend at Birdies and The Hangover. Oh, nice. Yeah. Like that's, yeah, it's funny. So there's like dead people? Yeah. Oh, nice. Yeah. Wally is dead. Oh, Wally's dead. Yeah, he's not wasted. He's dead, but everybody thinks he's wasted. Because he's all... Now, does he move around to the music? No, he doesn't. He's not. <laughs> <laughs> they put sunglasses but it's on him. Similar. They do, they do definitely do that. Yeah. <laughs> nice. so, but it's funny, man. We'll learn all about that and everything else going on there. And then we got the motherfucking voice of the Crypt Keeper. John Kassir. <laughs> That's going to be pretty dope. So both of them guys are coming up tonight. And you can catch him at Astronomicon this motherfucking weekend in Sterling Heights, Michigan. And you yeah. can also catch us at Astronomicon. Hell yeah. We'll be there all motherfucking weekend hanging out, doing all kinds of dopeness. I'm going to grab me a picture. Probably, of I don't think we'll be doing dope, chain. but we'll be doing a lot of dopeness. Yeah, we're going to be doing dopeness. Um, I'm excited. They better not have that pool broken this year because I want to go fucking swim. I'm going to get drunk as fuck and go swimming. 
It's not Alan, a good combination. That is a good combination. You only slightly. I do want to get one of the Hawaiian drinks if they have them. Everybody wants to go there. Yeah. Like, like that. I'm pretty sure they'll be stocked up this year for that. You well, never know because they know everybody wanted them. They ran out and yeah, like they did. Fall. They ran out like day one last year. Yeah, so <laughs> we'll call it day two because everybody found them day no. one and mm-hmm. day two. Everybody was like, "Fuck yeah." They ain't even gonna make the first day of the Astro Out Count. They're gonna be sold out Thursday. I don't That's think they underestimated what there, was going down. We're gonna go there and get them all. Fuck yeah! Oh shit! Oh, it's calling now. Maybe hang on. Oh shit! Oh shit! Uh, Continue the show. Continue we, the show. Uh, yeah, yeah I'm, I'm gonna get one of those big drinks. I'm excited to hit the pool. And you know they got what the fuck's the deal with this uh, water park? Like what they got like one or two fucking slides or is it? Dude, like oh, legit? you didn't check it out last year? Yeah, I tried to, but the doors were locked. Oh, um, they it's like a it's like a they got a couple slides and it's a big area. It's like a like a a gradual pool that, that goes into the deeper end. I didn't get in it because the water was like fucking fifty degrees last year. Oh, and, that's perfect. Uh, fuck that. I'll jump in that shit. No, no, I did get in the jacuzzi though. They got a big old fucking like fifteen person jacuzzi, yeah. and uh, um, no, last year like the day one or like 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 two days before Astronomicon last year, their fucking heaters broke. Yeah. So like they were they were trying to heat up the pool like while we were there, and it just didn't work because I mean that's a lot of water to heat up. Yeah, but it, like over one night should be heated up though. It don't take that long. It's about twenty four hours. I don't know how long. I don't know when their heaters. They well, they, you Especially know, they were telling fit, us like they were trying degree. to heat it up. They they their heaters were probably still broken. Yeah. So, but yeah, they, I only went down there like once or twice, and uh, I, by the end of it, I mean the, the pool was still ice cold. I was like, fuck that. I just uh, I, I I jumped in the jacuzzi though, which I'm gonna be doing that. I wish that man the hotel had like late night pool hours. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. They closed like I, I like think, ten. Oh, something fucked up my headphones. Oh Jesus! Yeah, I think they I'll they closed at like with. like ten or so. Look at look at look at Mister Hollywood's fucking phone case that I just broke. Why you fuck on my that's phone a, case, dog? That's a chick. That's look at this phone case, case bro. bro. That's a big real jealous phone case, fam. No, that's a chick. That's a chick's cover, dog. I like this little little thing on the back. So I know. I just yeah, I got it. one. That, it might be in there. It might be at home. I don't know. Although it looks a little chintzy, but but yeah. Anyway, we got like I said, we, we got we got a packed house tonight. We got all kinds of fucking guests. There's all kinds of fucking news that happened in the motherfucking underground world. I even talked Ooh, to Violent J for a little bit. We got all kinds of shit to talk about. It's flimsy, huh? huh? It, it's it's like jelly. Right. It's jelly like you. All right, let's stop playing with the phone. And uh, <laughs> what the fuck's that supposed to be? <laughs> no, we got a we got a nice guy on the phone. We gotta go talk to him. Yeah, yo. Yeah. Anyway, let's, who we uh, got? Tell me who we got, P. Let's get to that shit right there for sure, man. Absolutely. So, very first special guest of the evening, actor and director, Mr. Adam William Ward. What's up, man? Are you there? Hey, I'm here, man. Yeah, glad what's to be up? here. Hey, what's going on, man? Awesome, awesome. Yeah, we appreciate you calling in, hanging out with us. I know you're uh, you're out there doing you're out there on some doing some talk shows and stuff right now, right? Yeah, I'm actually in Texas right now. I'm supposed to be on a talk show tomorrow morning. Awesome. So, yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, we appreciate you taking the time to call in and hang out with us. Hell yeah. Um, I'm a big fan of the new movie, Wally Got Wasted, which is, you know, the, the newest one. So I was wanting to put that out there there. Absolutely. Yeah. So you checked it out, huh? Yeah. I got it on, uh, 
It's actually a funny story. It's how I how I found the movie. We uh, we do a lot of underground music and stuff here, and uh, a friend of ours, Nova Rockefeller, was actually sharing it out because she's featured on the soundtrack. And yeah, so I was like, oh, definitely heavily featured. Yeah, like three, I think yeah. three or four times. So yeah, I went and checked it out on Amazon Prime. It's fucking hilarious. We were just talking about it a minute ago. Oh, thanks so much, man. I appreciate you checking it out. Yeah, um, we just went live on Amazon Prime last week, so yeah, it's available for now for rent and to purchase on Amazon Prime. So hopefully, everybody checks it out. Absolutely, yeah. Go out there and get it. Um, I will talk more about that. Essentially, what we do um, on Replicon, we like to go back, way back in time. We take our little DeLorean, if you will, and go back to how it all began, man. I know you. Uh, I guess you were born in Pennsylvania and ended up in Oregon. How does how does a kid from you know, Pennsylvania and Oregon end up being, you know, a, a, essentially a Hollywood director. Like, how did it all get started for you with, with acting and directing? And Oh, gosh. It's a, it's a, it's a long story. Um, <laughs> in Pennsylvania, actually, I didn't have I didn't have the guts to get on stage. I, uh, I think I auditioned for a play when I was, like, 13 years old. And uh, my sister ended up getting a part in the play, and I did it. Oh, no. <laughs> so... so uh, Eventually, I got the guts. I kept saying I wanted to be an actor. My dad kept saying, well, you better go do it. And uh, <laughs> finally, <laughs> finally, I had the guts to to try again when I was, I think, what did I try again when I was a 14 or 15 in high school? Um, and I didn't get in then either. <laughs> and then eventually, finally, my third try uh, when I was a junior in high school, I auditioned for the play. And- Want a holiday gift your employees or clients will actually love? Send them gourmet peanuts from Hubbard Peanut Company. Hubs Peanuts is a family-owned company that's been making high-quality, delicious peanuts and sending them to every corner of the globe since 1954. Order some of Hubs plain, salted, or chocolate-covered peanuts in a special gift tin for the perfect gift for your friends, employees, clients, or even yourself. Visit HubsPeanuts.com. That's H-U-B-S-Peanuts.com. It's time to get your checking account to zero with free checking from PenFed. That's zero ATM fees, zero balance requirements, and zero time spent waiting for your paycheck to direct deposit because you can receive it up to two days early. Open your account with just $25 and see how big zero can be. Apply online today at penfed.org slash free checking. Early direct deposit eligibility may vary between pay periods and timing of payers' funding. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed, insured by NCUA. Is like reluctantly took a chance on me, <laughs> and uh, and it paid her. off big. Yeah, absolutely, and it paid off big for her because we sold out every night, and people just absolutely loved me. So um, they ended up my high school ended up naming an award after me, oh, uh, wow. and they still hand it out in my high school every year. That's so, awesome. Yeah, so it's called the A Ward Award. Uh, and it's at Glide High School. <laughs> <laughs> Glide, Glide, Award Award. Hell yeah. That's awesome. So, That's... yeah, Mrs. Carson, her name was. She took a shot on me, and uh, it was great because that, that builded my confidence to really to really go on and keep going with it, you know, and, and the build, beginning so important with that. So so you, you finally got the courage to do it. Shout out to Miss Carson for that. And I guess <laughs> yeah. I guess it just, it just hit you. You just loved it, and you ended up. Just going on, like, did you just take off to Hollywood just on a chance? Like, how did? No, no. <laughs> That's the funny part about high school plays is everyone's just like, well, they just go up there and say their lines. Like, I was like so into it. I was doing like a character piece and like doing like a whole voice and changing my walk and all this crazy stuff. That's awesome. <laughs> and, 
and everybody in the in the town was like, "You got to go see this kid. He's so dedicated. He's so dedicated to acting. You know, like they would just come watch me just because I was so uh, so dedicated to it. You know, so different from everyone else on stage. So <laughs> that's awesome, man. Yeah, that's how it worked out. And then from there, I went to. Um, I, I kind of gave that a break for a while, and I went to Hawaii Pacific University um, for visual communications, and that's when I started getting behind the camera a lot more. Um, and mostly because there was no real opportunities in Oregon to act in anything, so it wasn't like, and I didn't have the chutzpah at uh, eighteen to run Hollywood. Yeah. So I started trying to make my own stuff. I mean, that was the only answer to try to do anything. So when I went to Hawaii, they actually have uh, Olelo which is the biggest public television TV station in the country. So you can go and get certified as a producer and then they'll give you all the cameras and editing bays and all these things that uh, you can start making films with. So oh, that, wow. that's what I started doing. Oh, wow. That's and crazy. at the same time, going to HPU, Hawaii Pacific University. Awesome. Well, that's a that sounds like a great deal for someone who's uh, aspiring to, to get into production or directing or anything. If right. They, they yeah, provide you with all that stuff as well. Absolutely. And then from there, so I graduated college at HBU, and then I took off to Hollywood. There you go. <laughs> and, uh, See, I he had a plan. He wasn't just yeah. a kid. Yeah, dreamy. He, he didn't just go there with a fucking dollar in his pocket. He had a plan. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it, was, it was slow and steady. I honestly wish I, I did take off to Hollywood at HBU, but I didn't do that, so... I, I kind of took a different route. And then I eventually did get there. I think I was like 23 when I moved there. Um, and immediately my brother went to AFI, American Film Institution. And um, he he had connections at that point. He was, um, he was working for Ben Stiller at the moment. And he hooked me up with uh, a meeting with Mark Graziano, who's the head of post-production at DreamWorks and That's still awesome. is actually to this day. That's awesome. Yeah. And... Um, <clears throat> I had a meeting with him. I went in uh, DreamWorks, and after about a thirty-minute meeting, he hired me on the spot. He was Damn. like, I, "I like your energy, man. You're super cool. We need some help around here. Why don't you like be a PA and run film dailies around and do whatever we can and help us in the editing base?" I was like, "Sounds great. Let's do it." That's awesome. <laughs> DreamWorks. That was my first day in Hollywood. It was kind of crazy. That's insane. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You were, so you were meant to be there essentially. Yeah, that's fucking awesome. Yeah, it was really cool. I mean, like it was literally like my sixth or seventh day in town, and Steven Spielberg's like walking past, you know, like, wow. with his dog and stuff. Of course, my brother hooked me up with a job, so I was too terrified to really say anything other than hello. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, it's so funny to look back on it now. I'm like, that was the window. Like, talk, man. Get fired. Who cares? Yeah. Tell him you got talk. a script. <laughs> you know, I got this movie. So, Come on, man! I got this script. <laughs> <laughs> I wish I knew what I know now. It's not even pitch him a script because you will get fired. Oh, like, absolutely! Make him your friend. That's what I should have done. Yeah. Just talk small talk, small talk, small talk, as much as possible every time I saw him. But I was just terrified. I was 23 years old, you know, and, and my brother hooked me up with a job, and he's like, "Don't get fired." So I was like, <laughs> <laughs> don't talk to Spielberg. Don't talk to Spielberg. Don't talk to Spielberg. You had one job to not do. <laughs> <laughs> so you know, um, so I didn't say much more than hello with him. But uh, it's kind of funny though because 
they screened while he got wasted at DreamWorks like a couple weeks ago. Oh, really? Uh, maybe a month ago. And so it was just really cool to be back there and screen the movie uh, where I started. You know, it was kind of crazy. That's so, awesome. Uh, so that was cool. Unfortunately, it was the same day as the fires and all the executives uh. <laughs> live in Calpasas. <laughs> all the executives are at home like throwing buckets of water on their houses yeah. while I'm like at DreamWorks like, hey, here's my movie. <laughs> so, I did it. The timing was, didn't turn out right, but um, but it was still a surreal kind of cool thing. That's so. awesome. So did you do it like um, editing or anything? Like were you doing on the- Say it again. On, were, you, were you doing like post-production editing on DreamWorks films? Like- um, I was in the editing phase uh, for Disturbia, which Shia LaBeouf was in. That's a good and, movie. Um, they were talking about doing uh, Crystal Skull, Indiana Jones. So there was a lot of talk. I wasn't um, edit- I wasn't doing any actual editing at all. I, you, I mean, you're the I'm a 23 year old mm-hmm. intern, basically. It's getting paid. Yeah. But you, I mean, you're in on the conversations. You're in on all this kind of stuff, and you're just I'm just soaking it up at the time and trying to learn as much as possible. Um, and yeah, I was doing all that, but I also realized at that time there were so many people around me because I went from there, I was at DreamWorks for a while, and then like I was delivering dailies for uh, Heartbreak Kid with Ben Stiller, yeah. and then I was delivering, I delivered one day Delirious, the raw footage of Delirious, um, Eddie Murphy's stand-up, oh, wow. isn't it called Delirious? Yeah, so I had like yeah. the 35 millimeter... Um, print of Delirious in the trunk of my like 1989 Ford Taurus driving around around LA delivering it where they wanted me to and I was like I would just look at it in the trunk like this is like if I lose this like no one will ever watch this again (laughs) (laughs) I was unbelievable it was unbelievable to me that some 22 year old kid could have this in their car you know to me Hollywood's like so ultimate and so I was just blown away at those moments where I was like you're trusting me with this oh my god so it was quite crazy but um, yeah I went from there and then I actually my brother hooked me up with uh, an internship a non-paid internship with Todd Phillips the guy who directed Old School Road Trip Hangover that's awesome Um, so I was working over there at the front desk and I would literally just read scripts all day for them and And that's at Warner, Warner Brothers right that's at Warner Brothers, yeah. Cool. So at Green Hat Films, awesome. um, I think it's still called Green Hat Films. I'm not even sure, but um, yeah, for for Todd and uh, Scott Budnick, who was a great guy over there, and um, yeah, I would just read scripts all day, man. And that was before Hangover was made, so I got to read the early drafts of Hangover. Ooh, oh wow! And cool. I was super stoked on Hangover. I did notes on Hangover when they were writing it, and. Um, yeah, I ended up actually changing one scene. I pushed hardcore for it to get changed. I have no idea if, you know, if it was because of me or not, but they, they walked into a gay club in the first movie, and they ended up taking it out. He ended up putting it in the second movie because they went to Thailand or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> we came yeah. to at the same yeah. we We came at the same time. It was beautiful. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's what happens yeah. in Bangkok. But it was, <laughs> they went to Bangkok, exactly. So yeah, I, I did coverage on that script and a bunch of others. And like movie stars would come in, like Angelina Jolie came in one time. She was pregnant. I like met her in the hallway. Oh my god! <laughs> I, I didn't recognize her at first. I was just like, "Wow, this woman's stunning." I have to say hello. You know, I just yeah. think maybe she's lost or something because she's standing in the hallway <laughs> outside my office. Hey, you baby, know? you need some help? 
she's by herself you know i go out there i'm like hey you okay and she's like yeah i'm fine i'm just waiting for this meeting i'm about to go and do i'm like oh okay i walk back in i'm like holy shit that was fucking laura croft (laughs) (laughs) holy shit laura croft (laughs) (laughs) so yeah it was uh, it was a it was a cool job yeah it was definitely a cool job and then that's the thing so after those two jobs i really felt I met a bunch of people that were in the industry and they were in the industry, some of them 10, 15 years, and they still were not doing what they really wanted to do. Like they wanted to direct or they wanted to act or something along those lines. And I said, I could keep trying to stick in the Hollywood system or I could go start trying to do what I really want to do. And what I always wanted to do was act and direct. So I basically left that job and um, went to acting school, went to some acting school in Los Angeles called Baron Brown. Uh, It's like a Meisner program for two years. And I started trying to act in every possible thing I could act in. So I was in like 11 student films in like 2009. Well, short films, they weren't all student films. And then I was the lead in two feature films in 2010. And uh, actually it was three. And two of them never saw the the light of day. <laughs> that's kind of yeah, how that all goes. Yeah. So one of them I played but, Jesus in, actually. <laughs> that's a, yeah, that's that's and, pretty big. And I learned Hebrew to play the role. And oh, there's a trailer on the nice. internet, um, but the movie never came out. I don't I don't know what happened, but it never came out. Damn. So um, another one was called Hollywood Percentage. <clears throat> that never came out either. And the only one that ended up getting finished was called The Last Act. It was my first feature film, and I'm like second lead in it. So, and I think that's on Amazon Prime too. It's it's very much an indie movie, and it's very much my first movie. So I I, uh, <laughs> I don't really show it off. <laughs> <laughs> that's probably that's the real good one. Everybody, <laughs> yeah, that's a good one. <laughs> oh, hi, Mark. I learned a lot. That's for sure. <laughs> That's but awesome. after those three movies, I was literally like, I need to, I need to get behind the camera more. That's how I felt after those three movies, and them not, two of them not getting finished, and one getting finished, and it wasn't as good as I hoped it would be. So I literally was like, yeah, I need to start making stuff. Yeah. So in 2011, I I, I wrote and directed and started in a in a TV pilot, but it never ended up on TV. So I guess it's a short. It's Is called it? Three Guys on a Couch. Yeah. And then in 2013, I directed another TV pilot. It was called Parole Officers. And both of them actually are going to be on Amazon Prime soon. I don't know if they are yet. And they will be free on Amazon Prime. Awesome. Nice. So I Definitely have checked those yeah. out. Yeah. So, um, yeah. And, that's, uh, and then it was time to take the leap and make a feature. I ended up directing, I think, two other shorts. Yeah, Three Guys on a Couch is right now on... Amazon Prime. I see that that's on there, but Parole Officers is not quite there yet. So um, available soon. But anyway, so uh, yeah, that, that's kind of the history of it all. And that's While awesome. He Got Wasted was written like 2014 uh, with my partner Seth Himes, who's a great writer. And you, and then, you wrote, directed, and like starred in all all of these 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 last three you're talking about right yeah yeah three guys on a couch i i wrote directed and starred parole officers i wrote directed and starred and while i got wasted i wrote directed and starred that's awesome um 
And there's a few other short films I directed in the meantime, but I didn't write them, direct them, and star in them. It was just someone wanted me to direct, so I would go and direct. Now I have a so. I have a question. As a as, as an up and coming director, like how do you get funding for like doing full fe- uh, full length feature films? Um, that's always a doozy right there. Um, we basically, what I did is I sold units to the movie Mm -hmm. so they could own a percentage of the movie for a certain amount of money. And so then I went around and talked to every person I could think of to try to buy units in the movie, dentists, doctors, lawyers, anybody (laughs) that would listen to me really. Um, and we raised some money, but we didn't raise nearly as much as I wanted to raise. And we made the movie on a shoestring budget really but it looks like a studio movie i mean you could never tell hopefully yeah so oh, it looks great i think it looks great and yeah I've, most people I've seen some independent movies, movies that don't look <laughs> good <laughs> for sure <laughs> well the cool part is i pulled like at least a half a million dollars in favors i mean we were using Ari alexa we had cranes we had jib arms we had we had all the tools that we needed to make a movie so at that point it was just a matter of of making it so we shot it in 22 days uh 38 locations in 22 days oh wow so and uh i mean we're in grocery stores we're in fast food restaurants we're you know in clubs in giant caves i mean and there's so many locations in it for being an independent film you know That's we didn't awful. cut we we didn't i didn't want to feel i didn't want it to feel like an independent film i wanted it to feel like a studio movie i wanted it to be ready to go to theaters you know and uh so that was really my goal was to prove myself it was my first feature and it was to prove myself that i i'm ready for this you know so it'll be interesting i have meetings you know lined up and uh we'll see what's next i'm not entirely sure yet you know yeah that's awesome but yeah it's funny if um for anybody that hasn't seen the movie and maybe he's on the fence there's a there's a behind the scenes featurette on amazon as well and that's that's funny in its own. Like it shows you, it shows you guys in the grocery store that just happens to be busy as hell that day. So you're like <laughs> waiting for the people to clear out. <laughs> like, <laughs> oh like, yeah, I mean, <laughs> it's awesome. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, that was just the yeah, the, there was another part where you guys are you're basically running around like gorilla shooting at these locations, and you like there was one point where you I guess you you told the cameraman like. Hey, I didn't actually get permission. I just went up and said hello. <laughs> so the so the crew thinks I'm securing everything. Like, That's awesome. Well, that was the nice part about all the things we did is we had such a big crew. New on Curiosity Stream, how do you connect a 16th century potato to limitless energy production? Could Napoleon's toothpick have a direct link to a machine that predicts the future? And how can a 1700s conch shell chart a course to humans connecting their brains to the internet? James Burke's visionary series, Connections, returns for a new generation. Experience all new Connections. With monthly, annual, and bundled plans, find the one that works for you at curiositystream.com. You probably know the feeling. Sweaty, fast breathing, quick heart rate. That's a cortisol spike. It feels awful, and its imbalance is the cause of your anxiety. Rebalance Health's three-part anxiety system helps address it at the root. Rebalance Health lozenges are natural and designed for optimal absorption, providing 24-hour relief. Live life fully without feeling like you're fighting for it. Get 50% off your first month with code CALM23 at rebalancehealth.com. People, I mean, I have 30 employees. 
and grip trucks and all these things. So when we roll up and, you know, there's a few areas we had the gorilla in the film. They just assume we're supposed to be there because there's <laughs> such a big amount of people. There's no way you would come here and just start shooting. Yeah. <laughs> but we had no choice, man. I didn't, have, I didn't have enough money to permit certain locations. So it was like, I'm not going to take no for an answer. I'm just going to go do it. You just, so, gotta, you just got to act like you're supposed to be there and nobody's going to question you. Amen. Exactly. It's an acting job on top of an acting there job. There it is. So, yeah. You know. And it's funny because my crew would literally be deer in headlights, like just sitting there like, what do we do? You know, a cop shows up or a security guard and I would just go talk to him. And like I said, sometimes I'd have to convince him, but other times I would just literally be like, hey, what's going on? How are you doing today? Good. Good to see you. You know, and then I go back to the crew. They would assume, oh, it's all legit. He just, uh, yeah. you know, he knows that guy, you know, awesome. but other times, I mean, a few times I would have to convince people, you know, like this one, the head of security at one place. I'm not going to say what place, but he was like, you got to shut down. You don't have a permit. I was like, I, I've been saving up, you know, for this YouTube video. And, uh, you know, I really need to shoot. So he, he let me he let me shoot there um, after about 20 minutes of convincing. So it's my YouTube video. Come on, man. Come on. Oh, that's awesome. Look, man, we'll be in and out. Just let us yeah, just real film quick. it real quick. Like that, like, I think that's incredible. Like, the, just those stories, later. it's funny. Especially, like, if you go and watch the movie, like, like I, I want to watch the movie again just so I can find these places and be like, I bet that. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, a lot of times when I, and it happened a few times, I was on screen, it's my close-up shot, and they're filming me. I'm doing my lines, but over like the left side of the sh- of the camera, or the right side of the camera, some guy's talking to somebody trying to like shut us down. And I'm literally <laughs> acting going, as soon as this takes over, I got to go take care of this. You know? <laughs> so, Can the director but, uh, yell cut already? I got to go take, make sure we don't get <laughs> shut down. <laughs> everything falls on me. Everything. That's the thing. It's like it, everyone turns and looks to me. That's why I wasn't sleeping. Like the whole, I slept like maybe two hours a night during the movie. And, uh, my business partner and producing partner Seth Himes, who wrote it with me, was on board as a producer, and he he had like multiple nervous breakdowns during the, <laughs> during the film. And uh, this guy is so funny, man. I love him to death. But after the movie, he, so he moves back into my apartment in L.A. to shoot the movie because he he left L.A. He's like, "Well, if we're gonna shoot it, I'll move back in, you know, an extra room, and and we'll go for it." So I was like, "Okay." Moves back in. The movie's over. He he. A week later, he goes, "I'm leaving L.A., man. I'm not coming back." He left to Thailand for six months on a meditation retreat for six months. He he was, he was done, man. (laughs) He was done. uh, LA got to him. Yeah. Yeah. He was literally like, I don't think I'm going to ever do this. I'm I'm good. That's crazy. (laughs) I don't need this kind of stress. (laughs) So, uh, but it's all worth it. He, he loves the movie and he's super happy about it. So, um, cause he tried to make a movie when he was younger and he never ended up doing it. And then he finally now kind of conquered his demons, you know, and we made one. So, that's awesome. um, yeah, I love telling that story just cause it was such a shock to me. It's like seven days after the movie. He's like, I'm leaving, man. I don't know where I'm going, but I'm leaving LA. <laughs> Done. That's crazy. Uh, Fuck this. I'm out. Yeah, just, <laughs> and most of the movie takes place all at night too. So our hours were all crazy. Oh, um, bet, yeah. Because sometimes we'd be shooting until 5 a.m. or till the sun comes up. And you're like, oh, shit, there's the sun. we got to finish this shot. Come on. <laughs> Come on, guys. Before the sun starts hitting their faces. So, 
And if, if nobody knows, I don't know if you described the film. Should I say what the film's about, basically? Yeah, I mean, I was talking about, I, uh, I, I described it earlier. We, we talked to, uh, I talked to Taja Simpson the other day, and we talked about it a little bit. Um, yeah. It's funny that you mentioned you actually read Hangover, because the way it was described was like Weekend at Bernie's meets The Hangover, which I thought was a really good explanation of the movie for... Basically, yeah, no, it totally is. I mean, it's just about three regular guys. We can have a night out on the town to cheer one of them up because he's heartbroken, and the heartbroken guy accidentally kills somebody. Nice. You know, it just happens. Yeah, I'm in so, already. And then they got to get rid of the body all in one night in L.A., so they have no choice but to try to get this body around. They they act like he's a drunk. So I mean, that's how they get it around. So. Um, <laughs> Yeah, so I mean, it's uh, it's and, supposed to be a good time, a funny it's movie. Definitely. Oh that man, I just cool. shot Marvin in the face. Because, well, yeah, that's funny because like not to give away anything in the movie, but like shit just keeps happening, you know what <laughs> what I mean? like, and then you yeah. discover more things about the character, and yeah. you're like, it's fun. Yeah, it's definitely a good time, man. I'm definitely excited that to was, check it out. It's all about the motherfucking cinnamon challenge for sure, though. So. <laughs> <laughs> Which is so funny because the cinnamon challenge in 2014 was big, but by the time the movie comes out now, people are probably like, "What the hell?" I think that made it more funny. Like that to me, that, <laughs> the fact that that was like a couple of years ago, I was like, "Oh god, that's, that's more funny." I think now it'd be like the bird box challenge or something. Yeah, oh, Jesus. Know? Well, yeah, but that yeah, but you'll have to do that in like two years from now. <laughs> like, <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, no, it's. Uh, it's interesting. That was part of the writing process was constantly trying to come up with problems or come up with things and keeping the story moving with a logical sense of like where these these characters would go with the body. So, yeah, because everything needs reasoning behind it of why they do things. Yeah. And so that was that was the challenge in the writing of it. But, um, but yeah, we pulled it off. I think we pulled it all off. Yeah, and it's I like under. Under a hundred minutes, it's like I think ninety nine minutes. Ninety nine minutes, yeah. I think that's what it said, yeah. But yeah, it's fantastic. If you guys haven't seen it, like I said, it's available on Amazon Prime right now. Go check it out. So, being an independent filmmaker, obviously, like you said this is your first feature. Everything else, how is it? First of all, how did you get linked up with Amazon? And if it does well on Amazon Prime, is there more steps for this movie to get, you know, more places or? Well, I- how- Amazon Prime is our first step. Uh, next, we're also going to go to iTunes and Voodoo and all these other things. We might end up in Redbox eventually. Um, they're all things that I need to do. We're going through um, a place called Distriber to go to the other places, other platforms, basically. But I haven't delivered the film to them yet. Um, I've been too busy running around the country with interviews and stuff. But um, I'm going to deliver to them, and they're going to be on iTunes and everything else later. Um but right now, if people do watch it, please review it on Amazon Prime. Um, the many reviews on Amazon as possible, I, I believe that helps the film. And rating it on IMDb really helps us as well. So. And if you do watch it, please let me know on Instagram, Adam William Ward, at Adam William Ward, basically. So. Yeah. Go out there and support I've been it. trying to talk to every person that, that watches it. So. That's awesome. And so... That's awesome. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's definitely funny. Go check it out. Support independent film. All kinds of, all kinds of dope independent people out there that may not get the recognition they deserve. Deserve. So, you find one that's good. You know what I mean? Like Wally got wasted. It's hilarious. Go help him. Go support it. You know what I mean? Adam could be the next Kevin Smith. You know what I mean? That's. that's <laughs> 
There you go. I could only hope. I could only hope so. <laughs> but at least your first movie was in color, so you're already you're already <laughs> a step further. You've already got my attention. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I, I I shot it in color, so I'm already a huge step up. Mm-hmm. So. <laughs> Um, um, and you're already working on another film that you wrote and directed and are starring in, The Attachment Theory. Is that correct? Um, actually, we have not started production on that yet. Um, but yeah, it's written and stuff. I think I need to do a rewrite or two on that. Um, but I don't know what's in exactly next because I need the full budget to shoot whatever is next. I, I have uh, a few different people that want to team up. Um, so I'm not exactly sure what is next yet. Awesome. But uh, hopefully something soon. Um, hopefully it's attachment theory. But attachment theory is going to take uh, a little bit more money than this one to shoot. I mean, I got some car chases. I got car wrecks, and it's an action drama, so Ooh. it's a little, it's a little different. So, and uh, yeah, I kind of want to go that direction. It's hard because I love comedy. Don't get me wrong. But when I really sit down to watch a movie that I love, I'll watch like action movies. You know, mm-hmm. so. You know, I, I kind of want to go in that direction. I would like to. Comedy was just always kind of, it came natural to me. And people always seemed to reward me for doing it. So that's kind of the direction I went. Because I was like, well, if the world's telling me I should do this, I'm going to do it for now. Yeah. And don't get me wrong, if a comedy job came up, I'd, I'd take it. But if I'm the one who's going to draw what's on the wall, I'm probably going to do like an action. So. Well, there you go. Maybe you can, you can enjoy the comedy while it's here. And maybe next thing you'll see is an action drama. So. Either way. <laughs> um, yeah, well, and three guys on the couch and parole officers are all comedy. So, I mean, it's three different things that are all comedy now. So, it's, you know, after a while, it's kind of like, well, you're, when you're an artist, you want to mix it up. You want to do as many different things as possible. So, absolutely. For sure. That's how I feel, at least. So, Perfect. Um, well, I definitely love the movie. Hopefully. Uh, it's got a great rating on IMDb right now. It's a 9.3 out of 10 yeah, that's good. Uh, on IMDb. The only the only problem is that there's like 59 people that have rated it. I need more ratings. Yeah. <laughs> I need more people to rate it. But yeah, we need no. more people to go rate it. More people. Oh yeah, yeah more people. More, more, need more. more people to watch it, review it, and rate it. So well, there you go. Everybody and go out there. I promise you, it's funny. Now I'm definitely gonna de- check it out. Uh, you got my interest. It's the first time I've ever actually bought anything off of Amazon. Like, I mean, I buy things from Amazon, but, but not, not like a movie. Yeah, no, yeah. I just watch the free shit. But I was like, oh, whatever, I'll buy it. <laughs> I appreciate <laughs> that. <laughs> I mean, that was well, before was I see it. Now I, I'm glad I did. I enjoyed yeah. it. But before I see it, I was like, oh god. <laughs> what am I getting myself? Well, you're gonna get my money because I'm gonna go buy it. Yeah, that's funny. So. The I gotta, funny part is the trolls on the internet because we're on all the big YouTube trailer sites. Yeah. So there's like tons of trolls that comment on the YouTube trailer. And <laughs> uh, most of them comment like it's a big studio movie. So I, I just look at it all as a compliment. They're like, oh, Hollywood. I'm like, that's not Hollywood. That's like me and a few <laughs> dentists. <laughs> money. Like, it's uh, it's so me out running Hollywood. a grocery store security guard. That's my dentist's money. That's not Hollywood. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome. <laughs> That's so far from Hollywood, like, you know, um, this is just a boy with a dream. So, you know, if you want to insult insult the boy with a dream, don't insult Hollywood. <laughs> there you go. But it was funny. Well, that's awesome, um, man. I mean, congratulations that you're, you know what I mean? I know you I know you got a lot more dreams and a lot further you want to go, but congratulations on your dreams coming true thus far. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Congratulations, sir. 
Thank lot, you. Thank you. Yeah, always learning, always getting better. <laughs> a lot of kids want to make uh, a movie, do. and they yeah. don't get to. They so. absolutely do. You know, and I, like I said, a lot of people reach out on Instagram, and uh, I try to tell people as much as I, I talk to them as much as I can when they ask questions and stuff. So, um, I don't always have time to answer everybody, but I try to get back to everybody that I can. So, you know. Well, but uh, if they sure give me the old Steven Spielberg line of, hey, give me a part, <laughs> I might not be able to help them out. I yeah. don't know. So. Well, yeah. Yeah, that, that's that's everybody, That's probably everybody's question usually. Well, if you ever film a movie in St. Louis and you need an extra. Is that where you guys are located? Yeah. I didn't know you where you guys were located. Yeah, we're in St. Louis. Louis okay. yep. yep. Yeah, you ever need a couple extra, we got you. Absolutely. <laughs> I was an extra in a movie once. And if you need a guy yelling at the crew with a megaphone, I am your fucking man. There you go. <laughs> That body man will yell at people for you. <laughs> I was sticking as many social media people in the movie as possible. That's what I did. So we have a lot of big social media people. That's, that's um, smart. Like <laughs> Maddie Bell has like 2 million followers on Instagram. Uh, Simi Singh's like a big YouTuber, has like 800,000 followers. Lauren Francesca has like 2 million followers on Facebook. Wow. That's, that's um, genius to, yeah. to get Hey, guys, that. I'm in a movie. Yeah, exactly. that's genius. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Daryl Granberry. Cranberry's another one. I think he goes by DMG or something. He's like supposed to be a rapper or something now. He's on YouTube and uh, <laughs> I think he's having a music uh career now I, I i don't know i kind of follow him a little bit but not much but i'm like okay you're just a youtuber now all of a sudden you're a rapper what's happening I'm everybody's a rapper everybody's a rapper everybody's a rapper <laughs> look forward to look for, look for that freaky Pete mixtape dropping soon burr, 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 burr. Not, not really maybe <laughs> not really but maybe yeah we're coming up with vinyls <laughs> next summer <laughs> um yeah that's what i was gonna ask like i like i said i i heard about the movie through nova rockefeller how did you end up uh linking up with her are you just a fan of her music or like, I am a fan of her music, but and I actually was in one of her music videos. I think I was cut out of it, but oh, um, I'm bitch. close to Nova because her uh, because Evan Bogart, who I think is still her manager, um, he's uh, Evan Bogart hooked me up with Nova, and my sister is Zizi Ward. I don't know if you know that, but uh, did not. she's a big musician. So yeah, there was John and my sister. Yeah, who Zizi and Nova? Yeah. Did they? I don't know if they did. I believe so. They probably did. I don't know. I can't keep up. <laughs> but uh, basically, I, I hooked her up through uh, Evan to get to Nova because I think he's her manager. So, and Evan is now my brother-in-law. So, wow, awesome. Yeah, small so, world. Um, it is Very a small, small world, and I'm a huge fan of Nova. Uh, Young and Defiant is in the movie, and yeah. some other songs of hers, and. They they just fit so well. They, they do. fit great. <laughs> they and do. she's a great musician. So yeah, they they um, fit perfect. I was like, yeah, like especially the, yeah. and even like the end credits. Like I'm I'm getting hype at the credits. Like what? Yeah. Like, yeah! <laughs> yeah <that's dope. laughs> but that that was key for me. Like I love those movies where the credits start running and you're just pumped. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, <laughs> I send people out to the world going, freaking Wally got wasted. Yeah. Awesome. You Hell know. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I That's like the, do, I, so. the icing on the cake, man. You, you know, you, it's a, that last bite is the best bite, you know? Absolutely. Yeah. Exactly. You hit, the last bite of brisket. You hit it on the head, man. Because that's funny because um, if, you, if you guys check out the, the Taja, we were talking about movies and she mentioned uh, A Star is Born. And I talked about how terrible I felt when I left that movie. <laughs> 
Like it was a great movie, but like the end of that movie is like fuck. <laughs> like I felt terrible. You're like crying. Yeah, literally. <laughs> I don't want to cry on my way home. The fuck. And I was like, how powerful is the Cox Network? So powerful that one day the internet will let your doctor perform miracles from thousands of miles away. Connecting to remote operating room. Giving a whole new meaning to the term house call. Operation complete. The Cox Network. With gig speeds everywhere, it's internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, bringing us closer. In Cox serviceable areas, speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms apply. Other restrictions may apply. When you save on auto insurance for driving safe with USAA SafePilot, you'll feel like a big deal. Even in a traffic jam. Save up to 30% with USAA SafePilot. Restrictions apply. Man, I mean, they made me feel so I remember it, but they didn't make me feel good, you know? Like, <laughs> But that's that's what's respected nowadays. See, I make you leave happy and stoked now. When I'm really a respected artist, I'll have to make you leave crying. Yeah, just there the way you go. That's yeah. terrible. Don't do it. Well, that's why you're going to make a drama now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah exactly. terrible. No, action drama. See, I won't bore you. Okay. We'll probably have a happy ending, so don't worry about it. All right. Well, as long as you keep that... <laughs> Uh, somebody in the chat room wants to know: um, Do you have an? Is there one actor that you'd really, really just love to work with? Uh, just a random, like I mean, like that. Dream, uh, just one to just that dream yeah. guy or girl you want to have in one of your movies someday. Or? Um, well, I'd say dream, dream male actor. I mean, Denzel's amazing. I would love to work with Denzel. Oh, that would yeah. be phenomenal. Um, Most ladies would. Female. <laughs> What'd you say? I said most ladies would. <laughs> most ladies would. And then, uh, let's see. I, I, another guy would be Nicolas Cage, just because I think he's just so funny to watch. I am a big fan of him. He's so, yeah. so intense. Um, I could see, I could see but, Nicolas Cage playing your character. Yeah. <laughs> I get that a lot sometimes. I, I get people saying yeah. that sometimes. Well, like, you're kind of like a young Nicolas Cage. Yeah. So, um,. But yeah, he gets so intense with his parts, and uh, I'm a big fan of his old work. I love Gone it. Gone in 60 Seconds yeah. is the heyday. From it's one of Nicholas my favorite Nicolas Cage yeah, movies. That'd be awesome, for sure. Mm-hmm. Hopefully you get it. And maybe, then, maybe you'll get a pregnant Angelina Jolie in a movie. Sometime. She was also in Gone in 60 Exactly, Seconds. and I, I would love to work with Angelina Jolie. Just to be able to be like, you remember that time you were standing in the hallway? And somebody came up and was like, are you good? In the hallway. <laughs> That's awesome. It was it was one, um, of, one of the times you were pregnant like fourteen times ago. <laughs> She'd be like, "Who the hell are you? Yeah, what? I was the guy that handed what? you the pencil." <laughs> it's so funny because I've met so many uh, big actors and stuff, and if you geek out at all, like, "Oh my god, you're you!" They get like really weirded out like really quickly. So, <laughs> yeah, you really. Got to act like you don't even know who they are, and then they're like so much better responsive. Oh yeah, like even even what we do, we come across like people that are like you know famous in our world, and you know it's you can't do that. You know you got to just be like, hey, what's up, man? You know, yeah, yeah. You're not being an asshole and be like, oh my god, I need you to sign my tits. You know, it's it's, it's (laughs) fucking weird. You know. <laughs> yeah, you can't really geek out at all, man. You just can't. They, they're totally like, oh, stay away. I did that a few times with a few celebrities I met. 
and they were pretty much like, all right, get me the hell away from this guy. Oh, yeah. So after that, I'm always like, hey, how you doing? Nice to meet you. I'm Adam. Like like you Nobody said, like, yeah, like you said, my thing is that, I, you know, I just want to be friends with him. I don't know. You know, I'm not trying to get a picture or an autograph or anything. Say, like, I just want to be friends. You know, you want, like, if I can hang out with you, that's cool. Like, that, that's all I want. And the next time you see me, be like, hey, that's that guy. That's all I want. You know? Exactly. Well, the thing is, then I'll probably see him again. So it's best to just kind of like act, become a friend the best you can. Exactly. So, exactly. You know, that's the funny part. That was that's good advice, by the way, for any listener. Did you meet a celebrity? Try to get them to remember your name. That should be your goal. Not to get a photo. Not to do anything. Yeah. Right. Make small talk. You know. Or your radio show. So, yeah. Or your radio show. Remember the name of your radio show. There you go. <laughs> Tell them it's all it's, it's every time Replicon Radio. Just let them know the Replicon is watching. The Replicon is watching. <laughs> <laughs> if uh, if I was to pick a female actor, I'd probably pick Emily Blunt. By the way, ooh, She's I love talented. Emily Blunt. Yeah, uh, yeah. and uh, I have met her. I met her on a Sicario uh, screening, actually, and she was super nice, super sweet. Um, Isn't she married to Jim from The Office? Uh, yeah, 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 she is. yeah, yeah. Because yeah. they just they just yeah, got that uh, a quiet place. They just did that. Uh, John Krasinski. That's him. And he directed it. Yes, he did. He directed it actually too. Yeah, mm-hmm. um, and he's such. He get, I've seen interviews with him. He's such. Uh, he's such praises her, man. Oh he yeah, really praises her a lot. So yeah. I think they're already doing like two more of those movies because it was so successful. I, <laughs> That's Hollywood. They don't. They don't know what to do. They yeah, literally like oh. That was successful. Let's do like twenty more of those films. We don't have to make any and, other. And, and it's right. funny with him because he was, you know, he's supposed in the public guy. He's supposed to be married to Pam from The Office, you know. So it's like it's always like, hey, where's Pam? And then Emily's like, hey, what happened uh, to Pam? Yeah, it's like, like it was like, what the fuck? Like, come on. <laughs> so yeah, that's funny. Oh, tell John, like, hey, John, where's Pam? Why, why did you marry Emily? What, yeah, right, what? Emily wasn't even on the show. <laughs> <laughs> What is oh happening? God. The office isn't real? What? what? <laughs> Hollywood, if, if the office was real, Michael would be in jail for sexual charges. <laughs> <laughs> yes, Tim Carell. Who knows where Steve Carell would be? Right, right. So, that's funny, man. It's, it's really funny when, when you meet certain people and they think movies are real. That's the funniest part about all this. They're like... It's like a catch-22. If you're really good at your job of being an actor, then people think that you're really that person. Are people really so it's that like, a, it's like yeah, I would imagine that to be a catch-22. It's like, oh, this is a great honor that you think I'm really that asshole in the movie, <laughs> but I'm really not that asshole in the movie. Imagine <laughs> <laughs> meeting Bordeaux from No Country with Old Men. You're like, I'm a little scared. Yeah, <laughs> right, right. It's like, scared. dude, put that pen away. Put the fucking pen away. <laughs> He's like heads or tails, heads or tails. <laughs> no, um, I actually I was intimidated a little bit. I met J.K. Simmons. Okay, do you guys know who J.K. Simmons is? It sounds familiar. From uh, Whiplash and stuff. I okay. I met J.K. Simmons like three days after I saw Whiplash, and I, I was like, I gotta admit, I'm a little intimidated because I watched <laughs> Whiplash like yesterday. You know, just don't yell at me. <laughs> He seems like he'd be like an intimidating. Oh yeah, oh yeah. I mean, he's like he's like dad or something. You know what I'm saying? Like he's like. A- well, he was riding shotgun too. Like I was, <laughs> so I had this cool job where I would test people's Teslas out. Oh, so I was testing oh, his no. Tesla out, <laughs> and so I went to his house and like inspected the Tesla, and it's so Jesus. funny. Like I, 
we don't have to take a drive at all. Like, there's nothing on this thing. I'm not even, like, they say, if you can drive it, great. It's really not a thing. I'm like, I'm like, I'm sorry, JK. We're going to have to take a drive. So uh, if you want to ride shotgun, we, like, drove around for 40 minutes. (laughs) (laughs) I just wanted to pick his brain. That's awesome. about movies in the beginning of his career. So I basically had like a 40-minute interview with J.K. Simmons <laughs> that awful. I wasn't even supposed to have. <laughs> he was um, a test drive. You want to get some burgers or fries or something? Yeah. You want to stop? You know. <laughs> See how this thing fits through yeah, a drive-thru. We, we got to fit this thing through a drive-thru just right, you know? <laughs> it was so great. And then, so I actually wrote a part in the movie for him after that meeting. Um, so I wrote, so the part in the back room, they meet this, I don't know how much I want to spoil it, but things get crazy. The Russian roulette scene, that's yeah, as much yeah. as I'll say. So that was supposed to be J.K. Simmons, actually. But he was all booked through the summer. Um, and I just befriended him as much as I could. So, uh, But he's such a busy guy, and he has huge agents. That's the problem, too. These people are nice, but they have tons of people around them that want money. That's all they want. So, sure. uh, we tried to get him in the movie, and I even we wrote the part just for him to be in the movie. But it didn't end up working out, so we got Alex Soul out of retirement to play the part, and he did a great job. I was, yeah, it was phenomenal. Great, yeah. Happy with it, but um, yeah, that was that story. That's awesome. So, That's crazy. The That's Tesla a- inspection. I, I want to know, like, I know a lot of people look for jobs on Indeed. Where the hell do you apply for jobs at, bro? Yeah. <laughs> well, my first job was DreamWorks, and I worked at Warner Brothers. At one point, I was test driving Teslas. Like, what the hell? Like, what the shit? <laughs> My life is. I'm trying to get LinkedIn, bro. (laughs) (laughs) Trying to get LinkedIn. Do they still have Google Plus? Come on. (laughs) It was was a company called WeGoLook.com, which I think is based out of Oklahoma or something, but it's all online stuff. It'd have to be out of Oklahoma. What'd you say? I said it'd have to be out of Oklahoma. (laughs) There ain't shit in Oklahoma. (laughs) There's nothing in Oklahoma. No, there's not. They found me. Because I'm a public notary, so they found me, and then they like they kept hiring me for random jobs in Los Angeles. So I became like their number one, as they call it, looker. We just glossed over. <laughs> he's a public notary too. Oh. Like it's just like the more yeah. we talk to you, the more layers. It's like holy shit, how many jobs have you had? <laughs> <laughs> well, the funny part is, we go look would hire me to do all these random jobs. <laughs> So, like, at one point, they hired me to work for Warren Buffett. So, I literally oh, wow. went up Jesus. to um, St. Louis, Los Lobisco. I can't, I can't remember how to say it. But, anyway, I went up far north in Cali, and I inspected um, a solar farm that he was building. Mm-hmm. Like, he was building the biggest solar farm, I think, in the country. It was, like, nine square miles. Nice. And he bought all these farms out, and he was literally going to tear all the farms down and just build all solar panels. And so, randomly, I'm the guy who made he wanted somebody to make a map for him of the whole property and take photos. And and so I took like 160 photos and then like a, I made a map from scratch (laughs) for Warren Buffett to be like, yeah, all right. That's my solar farm. (laughs) That's fucking crazy. Best pay I have ever been paid in my life. I paid well. I I would hope. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Hopefully he gave you some, uh, some good stock. Ideas and whatnot. <laughs> <laughs> he, he didn't give me stocks, believe it. <laughs> but but uh, the pay for the day, I was like, you know, it was great. It That's was awesome. great pay for the day. I was like, how much are you going to pay me for the day? <laughs> okay, yeah, holy I'm, shit. In. I'm in. You mean I'm I just got to walk around this tomorrow. field? <laughs> That's awesome. Well, hopefully, as a uh, as a writer extraordinaire as you are, you're you're keeping track of your own life. 
Yeah, that's a, this a, sounds like an interesting story. It's going to be a like great movie in right? fucking 30, 40 years. <laughs> that's the crazy part. When you're working your way up in the acting world, you always have side hustle. You no. just do. A lot of people wait tables. A lot of people bartend. Oh, for sure. You got to do what you got to do. I mean, it's, it's a working progress. And that's the funny part is when people come to Los Angeles and they go, I'm going to give it a year. I'm just like, well, just pack it in and go, man. <laughs> or enjoy your vacation. It, it really is a career you got to create. And uh, a career doesn't get created. It, it's funny because the people that you see, like John Malkovich and Emily Blunt, these are CEOs of companies. I mean, they have maybe 30 employees behind them, you know, mm. maybe more. And so you're literally looking at a CEO of a company. They're a brand. Their, their own name is a brand and they've been building it. So if you were going to say, hey, I'm going to I'm going to be the CEO of Apple, you know, I'm going to give it a year. If it doesn't work out. I'm going to go home. And yeah. It's a, it's the same. It's equivalent in a way. You know, it's, if you're going to build a business, you really got to work hard and start from the bottom and be realistic with your goals and, and work, you know, have a realistic timeline. That's all I'm saying. Absolutely. So. Absolutely. Wise words from the man right there. Absolutely. So, Adam <laughs> so, William Ward. Try getting an agent. Try, uh, try, try getting an agent or a commercial agent or something. But sorry to interrupt you, guys. No, you're good. This, this is your party, man. Yeah, it's your party. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it's Adam William Ward live on the phone. Follow him on Instagram at Adam William Ward. Um, you can actually check out Wally Got Wasted at WallyGotWasted.com. It's available on Amazon Prime right now. Go review it, buy it, order it, watch it, like it, love review it. Review it on IMDb. Review it. Yeah, um, review it on Amazon and review it on IMDb. Hell yeah, man. So, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do one more question with you here. We asked all of our guests. I don't know how big of a music guy you are, but uh, that's our big thing around here most of the time is music. Um, so essentially, we asked all our guests the same thing. If there's three records that just either inspired you as a person or maybe as an actor or director or just something you just can't live without, what three records would they be? Ooh. Um, I'd listen to movie soundtracks all the time. But I would say, which affected my life the most, I have to say, because I was there for its preconception. Uh, ZZ Ward's album, Till the Casket Drops. Nope. And then ZZ, War about, ZZ Ward's album, uh, The Storm. So, I mean, I've literally came in the room when she wrote it on guitar and uh, heard her sing like Till the Casket Drops the song and all the other songs and then I've been to a stadium with like thousands and thousands of people in it that are singing all the words that's gotta be a trip that's awesome that's crazy yeah like uh, so seeing from that and when I heard the songs she wasn't even signed to a record label yet so going from that all the way to the rest I mean she's signed to Hollywood Records right now I mean, it's just mind-blowing when you... It's really cool. She's my little sister, so to see her dreams come true, I mean... Is, that's awesome. Is so, I don't know. It's, it's just a feeling that's really cool because I believed in her my whole life, and to see her finally, like, do it, I'm just so proud of her. That's awesome, man. And I would say third is Nova Rockefeller, but she doesn't have an album. She has great songs. You should... You know, when I heard them first, I was like, I got to put these in a movie. She's just so phenomenal. And it makes me feel good, which is exactly what I wanted. So that's Nova Rockefeller. I'm awesome. going to plug her again. Go listen to her on YouTube and iTunes. Download her song. <clears throat> Absolutely. So. Hell yeah. And check out those past episodes of Replicon Radio when we had her and Tom McDonald on the show. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. And uh, check out ZZ Ward. It's uh, She's mostly comp- compared to like Adele and Amy Winehouse. 
so her voice is quite Ooh. amazing nice awesome man that's awesome yeah that's crazy i did not know that was your family so congratulations to her as well that's that's incredible um, thank you so much yeah check her out guys check her out for sure awesome man well we appreciate you calling in hanging out with us um hopefully everybody goes and watches while it got wasted and it gets keeps growing and growing and gets continued success and you can afford to make every movie you ever wanted to make and we get to enjoy them so yeah, <laughs> I, I sure hope so. And uh, thank you, everybody, for listening. Thanks for having me on, guys. I really appreciate it. Oh, yeah, man. Absolutely. We appreciate thank you. you. Um, welcome to the Replicon Radio family. Yeah. Um, if you ever need anything, uh, got another project, just just hit us up, man. You're, you're always welcome here, and we'll uh, we'll do our best to get the word out to everybody. Sounds good. I appreciate it. I'll, I'll be on the show for every project. Uh, awesome, man. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> awesome. Well, thank you so much. Hopefully, you have a good night, and uh, hopefully, we'll talk to you soon. All right, sounds good, guys. All right, man. Later. Later. Yeah, we're gonna hit you guys with a real quick break here. That was dope, and uh, probably be back with uh, some more shit. I always love hearing Hollywood stuff. Oh yeah, so dope. When you save on auto insurance for driving safe with USAA Safe Pilot, you'll feel like a big deal, even in a traffic jam. Save up to thirty percent with USAA Safe Pilot. Restrictions apply. Thanks for calling Discover. This is Anjali. Hi, it's Jennifer Coolidge. I just got an alert for a strange charge on my card. No problem. We make sure you're never held responsible for unauthorized purchases on your Discover card. Let's see. Did you purchase something from a t-shirt cannon store yesterday? Absolutely not. No, I already have like three. Zero dollar fraud liability guarantee. It pays to Discover. Learn more at discover.com slash credit card. Limitations apply. And we're going to bring you more after the break. Yeah. When I was younger, I didn't know what to do with myself. Freestyle to freestyle, proving myself. Started focusing on a mission more than spitting. But the feeling that I was missing was the want to kill everybody else. And I'm not violent. I just need to be protected now. My boy just got himself a little pistol. He might shoot it at you. Who am I after? Anyone I got a stick up, put in my poo-poo platter. Use the chatter, but I get way too much pussy to be a YouTube rapper. Shoot you actors, not with the way. Hoot loot captures with a G-Coop master. Doo-doo blaster block with a K-Coo-Coo clappers from a soup boot chapter. Tell me how you want to do it. Should I nuke you bastards? Or should I go and get him with a count? Doo-coo faster, do you faster. Who'd you rather go against? I can throw the web like a computer hacker. I've been abusing rappers since animal crackers and shoots and ladders. Put him in a coma close and I'm going ghost feel like I'm cool with Casper torture. Everybody put him in a group on camera like it's an Uvu gather. But I gotta choose me to try to hoot too mad. There's guess I'm the truth and a boost to Zeus who's gasser. But Buku flashers on social media say I do truths backwards. Fuck your boots loose with a Duke shoot smasher. I'm solid. I just demolished. Please tell the pilot I switched the climate. I'm way too cold. I'm two degrees. It's like I'm switching college. But ain't no need for school if guns can teach you trigonomics. Curb stomp the only way I'm kicking knowledge. I don't preach. Ladies say I love you when you're sort of popping. You take them for the word and then they take you for your wallet. How many syllables can you fit within a second with no Content. Use your own logic. No comment. <laughs> no more violence. I just kill him to enjoy the silence. I got my hand on the button still. Don't know why I'm running, but I'm running still. No more violence. I just kill him to enjoy the silence. I got my 
hand on the button still Don't know why I'm running, but I'm running still Jesus, Lord, relieve me more of stress I need some more revenge to storm your neck And force a stretch like prehistoric Rex And don't ask me to be your guest Feature more or less your new song A foreplay like a tease before the sex You need some more success I'm still a teen, of course I need endorsement checks Tech, what up? I heard you made the Forbes I need you for some bread And I don't treat my girls like queens I treat them more like kings in chess I keep the whores in check I feel like Jesus when you leave me bored to death Hey I don't know why anybody wanna come and get it from Dante. Dante. That thinking is dubious, I am Vesuvius, Papa, you're Pompeii. Calling me coward, I'm coming, this crazy calamitous Kanye. Whoa. Got a gargantuan gun, I'ma get the grown-up groping grande. Blah, blah, chicken agua after rap beef. But they pause on the Faja, ba ba black sheep. Nigga, that's weak, fucking raw in the car back seats where they take the raw, raw rap sheets. Ha, ha, ca, ca, cats keep crack peeps. Pipes, pips, and I'm glad it's night. Grammatic geist gets status wiped. Coming against me is bad advice. You don't want to lay up in the poison predicament Gonna wage us in the sort of maleficent Don't say this, I'm the opposite People say I'm a deus I've been on my rumbo Killing them off of my camo And I'm becoming equipped with the ammo Pulling them out of the bando Never your rhyming, no can handle No more violence from your symbol And a big silence of the limbo I make silence from the panel Whenever my mic is handled Ain't no match, you can't light the candle Whenever kind, I'm the prime example Talking about me, be slightly careful Coming in my city is quite the gamble Better hope that your flight is cancelled Make you scream cause I like the sample Wait, dismantle, dismantle, put your head on dismantle I see BS in your channel, get outshot by my shadow I don't battle, I do not pretend, don't even rap like this If I'm not with Tech Tech, I got your back, I'm back Architect the way I built this shit from the YouTube kid, I'm done, done No more violence I just kill him to enjoy the silence I got my hand on the button still Don't know why I'm running, but I'm One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight Look at all that hate I generate I don't feel a plus from featherweights Maybe try when you and better say Oh, you fuck that club up every day Oh, you drink that club up every day Got me thick and hold up Anyways, what the fuck you got to celebrate? How many losses do you tend to take? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven Maybe twelve a day, that's so sad But still, what better say? Cry me river like the Everglades I might swim that bitch and get away I got the whole world to penetrate No more YouTube prime goodbye <laughs> Ninjas coming straight, toe through the back, though. Check it. We kick it, 
different, keep it wicked. All they do is wonder how. We make a noise louder than a thunder pound in the underground with an utter sound. No, we won't stop. Still he kills. I mean, wow, God, he's really ill. Many team robbing Billy Bill. Psychopathic, we gon' make this milli real. Talk, white line talk. Get me mad and I turn to the hawk. Look what I brought. Fly as a hawk. Man, he sucks. Was an usher, bone crusher. What now? My ninjas will rip your guts out. Duck down, <laughs> bitch. I grew up in the nut house. I am what your kid can be. Cripple your ass, you can't stand me. I'm hearing the ticking again, sick in the head. Boom, you don't wanna fuck with the family. Where do I start? Got a beautiful heart and a disrespectful mind. So, welcome to my world as we walk into the echo. Squeeze, yo, ay, ay, I just want my paper, call it 
my brain, I'm in the vein, confident, walk in the rain, fall from the same old, it's obvious, this ain't obviously all of the problems that came all in the way, ghosted, God run the play, y'all in the way, raw with the bottle of flame, all in the name of Allah, I'ma sing y'all for the hang, y'all fall off for the train, I'm finna stay coasting, bitch.
machine. Permanent headaches, the end of the mission. For you have entered the keeper's terror vision. So everybody just make that dash. A dash to the crypt keeper's monster bash. So come along with the keeper's plan. For this is the crypt jam. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Go. All the people and your friends go. Everybody in the house go. us together quite like breakfast at McDonald's. Your morning starts here. Now get a sausage biscuit or a sausage McMuffin each for just one dollar. Let me light a cigarette and drink me a beer. It's Sunday morning. And if my baby calls, tell her I ain't here. It's Sunday morning. The bar is closing down again. Me and all my ratty friends I think the sun's coming up again It's Sunday morning Yeah, yeah, yeah It's Sunday morning Yeah, yeah 
Another Sunday morning, another weekend worth of kicking it. Now I'm sitting on the couch and mentally reliving it. Guess I'll chalk it up. It's just a part of the fast life. A stranger's in my room and she looked so much better last night. The radio's loud. Someone turn this shit down. In my living room, it looks like a fraternity house. Man, I swear to God, I regret this shit every Sunday. I'm in dire need of a Tylenol and a Gatorade. My stomach hurts, man. I know I blew a lot of cash. But I'd be lying if I said that I ain't have a blast. The weekend's gone. I can't believe it again. But I know on Friday, I'll be drinking again. So let me light a cigarette and drink me a beer. It's Sunday morning. And if my baby calls, tell her I ain't here. It's Sunday morning. The bar is closing down again. Me and all my ratty friends. I think the sun's coming up again. It's Sunday morning, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's Sunday morning, yeah, yeah. I lost my rent money. I'm about to get evicted. On top of that, my fat ass woke up next to a midget. And all that I remember was us kicking it and laughing. And then I woke up like, what the fuck happened? I swear, every Sunday morning, I feel like a bad guy. There's a dude sleeping on my floor with a black guy. I lost my wallet, man. I must have left it at the bar. I got my keys, but I still can't find my car. So I'm just sitting here staring at the ceiling, dealing with such a gut-wrenching feeling The weekend's gone I can't believe it again But I know on Friday I'll be drinking again So let me light a cigarette And drink me a beer It's Sunday morning And if my baby calls Tell her I ain't here It's Sunday morning The bar is closing down again Me and all my ratty friends I think the sun's coming up again Sunday morning, yeah, yeah, it's Sunday morning, yeah, yeah, come on everybody, come on y'all, let me light a cigarette and drink me a beer, <laughs> it's Sunday morning, and if my baby calls, tell her I ain't here, it's Sunday morning, Somebody getting pregnant We ain't came here to hurt nobody 
came here to get fucked up. When you think the night's supposed to end, notice it. We all trying to drink thoughts away, race that feeling from them awful days that your life, year, month, that your week consisted of. You know I'm feeling drunk when my speech is slipping up. Crowd dead in need to jump. Trash like I'm ruined. I be certain of myself, but have no clue. This what I'm doing. Join the cause I've been recruiting. Alcohol is absolutely the truth. About to bottle up these problems with a bottle of booze. Yeah, yeah. We all trying to have a blast, right? Pull another glass, like what? Bottoms up. Now I'm happy like last night. I won a cash prize and got my dick sucked. Nothing but a good time. We get stupid. This is how we do it. Do it. Just the other night And I was sitting at the crib Sipping on gelada Smashing on some Bud Lights Trying to get my mind right And this self-medication Isn't doing the trick The crazy bitch If she could only see How I feel inside I finally said Fuck this shit It's on tonight Called up the homies And I'm asking y'all Where the party at? Where the bottle at? Pre-gaming in the Mustang 151 strong Fighting with my boys Trying to change the song From Wu-Tang To Eminem From Tupac to Biggie We bring the fucking ruck That's why the bitch Is getting juicy Except this pretty little thing sitting next to me Well, I guess you look good, fuck, I couldn't tell Say, come on, baby girl, you coming home with me About to get some pussy, man, till I crash into a tree Damn Shit, I spit, I make my victim wanna vomit Super duper 
super laboratory spitting on the super microphone. Super stretch limo, pick me up to take me to the super dome. I'm a super villain holding on the super chrome. Fuck with me and get your brains blown home. Hey, what up, y'all? Y'all, what up? You're tuned in to Replicon Radio. We are live right now. What are you doing? You're making a bunch of. I'm plugging in my phone. Like, I said that like. I don't know when it was like. Times. Making noise. See? What was that? We're just waiting on our oh, next that's, guest. That's him popping, popping and boiling. His you should know what that sounds like. He does it like into the microphone every time we interview somebody, like every six seconds. Yeah, you should know what that sounds like. Um, We're just waiting. Yeah. Anyway. We're, uh, you didn't even hear it tonight. Yeah, you were doing pretty good at it. Yeah, I guess there's uh, he's uh, got a little bit of a time change confusion, so we're waiting. You know, yeah, might not be till eight thirty, but wait, you know what? We're sorry, right, we're still gonna keep it moving. Yeah, we got Jonkis here coming up. The boys, we're here. The That's all that matters. Yeah, we're here. That's right. You guys are here. That's what matters. But he will be coming up soon. We just had a dope ass interview with Adam William Ward. Make sure you guys go check that out. That was fucking dope. While he got wasted. I am excited to see that movie. See, genuinely, I am excited to see that movie. Not just because we had him on and we were talking to him. It's like, no. It's funny. Like, you, you have swayed me, and I will I will be checking it out. I want to talk about it. How much was it? It was like $1.99 or something? No, it's, it's too much. I can tell you that. Okay. <laughs> I, mean, it's not, it's not, I mean, it's a good movie, but it's like. Amazon Prime just charges too much. I think it's like five bucks or something. Oh, uh, I thought you were gonna say like fifteen ninety nine or something. No, you could probably buy it for that. Maybe I don't know if it's for sale. Oh, shit, I gotta plug the fucking power strip in. Duh. This is stupid. Nah. This is stupid. You big dummy. Um, but yeah, we do have the Crypt Keeper coming up. But yeah, make sure you guys go uh, check out Wall Got Wasted. It's funny. I want to talk. I want to talk more about it, but I don't want to give the movie away, so I'm not gonna do that. Uh, not even on the microphone. I don't want to talk. What? See, we, we covered it pretty good. You know, we, we covered uh, the... Yeah, but there's like so thing. much that happens and I want to talk yeah. about it, but... Yeah. It's all good. It's um, all good. That's fine. We got a little extra time. There's all kinds of shit going on. Um, again, make sure you guys go check out that other interview we dropped on the uh, spot. It's on everywhere. Same, same Taja place. Simpson. Yeah. And go check out her movie, which is in theaters this week. What's the name of that? I don't think we ever said it. My Online Valentine. Okay. So there, there's your rom Is that a comedy? It's or a rom-com. It just, it's a rom-com. Mm-hmm. And then you got your comedy, which is Wally Got Wasted. Uh-huh. So then we're just covering... And then we're going to have The Crypt Keeper, which is your scary. So we're covering all the bases here. Okay. Except for action, but that could be kind of in Tales from the Crypt too. So maybe. Sure. But he, he, yeah, he's done all kinds of shit, man. Oh, he's, he's been fucking around. He has. Wow. I was just looking at his IMDb and the dude's like... Oh, fucking, it's probably... Yeah. Okay. Oh, you're talking about Adam. No, I'm talking about John Kassir. Yeah. Yeah. Long, long list. Yeah, it is. He's had steady work. Because, I mean, he did, you know. He's in Rick and Morty. Is he? Yeah. Nice. Mm. Well, who is he in Rick and Morty? Blim Blam. Blim Blam. He huh. is a murdering space alien baby eater. I know. What to, oh, he's the, the, the fucking hitman yeah. that he sells the gun to. Oh, that's dope. I didn't know that was him. Blim Blam. That's no, a, I don't know. No, it's, no, it's not the hitman. It's a different guy. Oh, I, know, I know what you're talking about. It's a different guy. Blim. It's a big fat alien dude. Oh, the big purple, the pink purple guy that. Yeah, oh, I think that, it was when they go to rehab or whatever, like or couples counseling or something. Yeah. Oh, let's see. Yeah, yeah, and they were on a ship. Uh, let me see. Let me see. Let me see. Let me see. What up, Wiggles in the motherfucking chat room? Yo, what up? Glad I don't you can see make it, it on my chat everything. 
Yeah, you Wiggles, you particular missed everything. You missed it all. Oh no no I know Blim Blam. Yeah. Yeah, it's okay. Yeah. Okay. That's, and funny. <laughs> That's funny. That was Obviously funny. we're gonna talk more about it when he's on. You know who else he was? I will talk about it when he's on because I think that's the second biggest deal. It was Rick and Morty? No, Shim. Shimp. He was Shimp. Oh, well, Shimp from the Three Stooges? Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. In the in the two thousand six movie? Two thousand yeah, something. Three, Whenever something I saw like that, that on there, I didn't see the movie, but Yeah, he was Shimp. I was a big fan of the original you know, 1930s. Seems like it was like a documentary, but it was them. Yeah. See, I it it didn't come off as that. <clears throat> no, you didn't miss the Crip Keeper, but you missed Adam William Ward. It was dope. But it was know, a dope interview, sir. Definitely check it out. Play. Um, but you know, while we're here, we might as well talk about all kinds of shit that's going on. If you didn't know, now you do know that motherfucking 20th annual Super Gathering has been announced. Super Gathering for sure. It's going down. Uh, Four hours away from the Replicon. I'm excited about that. Uh, July 31st to August 3rd in Springville, Indiana. That's weird. That Saturday's the last night. That's what they've been. I don't know why you say we say we, it's been like that for like the last six years. I say it every year because yeah, it's been, because Sunday's always been. There's been shit on Sunday. Yeah, but there hasn't. It hasn't been that way for a while. Yeah, but it hasn't been that way until what, you three, get there years? and then you're like, God, oh, it's Saturday. Oh, <laughs> Jesus Christ, thank God. You know. Yeah. But yeah, that shit's going down. That is uh, nice other than that, that four hours nothing else has really been announced except for the big baller sites are actually big baller. They have fucking they have Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah. Oh. Sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Over 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. From my understanding... They have water, power, and fucking toilet. From my understanding, yes. all sites have no, water it's all, power. No, it's just the ball. Is it? Okay. Yeah. I saw somebody post that, a friend of ours, and she's just dumb and doesn't pay attention. <laughs> I don't know who it is, but... Uh, but yeah, no, maybe all big baller sites are... Well, come equipped with that. Because they're real sites. Um, so that's going down, and then uh, all over the country in, what, 10, 11 days, uh, Fearless Fred Fury drops. Indiana's a dry country on Sundays, I believe. I didn't even know Indiana was a country. It's fucking crazy. I know, right? No, no, dry country. Oh, you just blew my mind. It's a dry, it's a dry continent on Holy Sundays. It's a dry <laughs> continent, too? Yeah. God, dude. Holy fuck. Yeah, it's a continent that takes you two hours to drive across. Hopefully it's dope, man. I'm sure it will be. I'm trying to get in touch with Rob about uh, getting us, making us be a part of it. I would and love to host the, the band, stage. Uh, the band you mean, Rehab, like, if you guys at? are fans with fucking Rehab, Danny Boone and... 
bartender, they've been hitting me up. They want me to try to help them get on the gathering because they can't get into contact with anyone either. That'd be dope. So I'm trying. To there you go. I'm trying to help them. That's, help that's a nice little plug. Hell yeah. Everybody's MIA all of a sudden, huh? Because they, yeah, it's like, hey guys, come on, communication. Well, it's, it's all, they're, it's all getting started. They're, you know what I mean? I feel like so well, the way that they talk about it, they you know they make it seem like they're they're you know doing stuff every single day for eight hour eight to sixteen hours a day, doing for the gathering for you know three hundred sixty five days a year. Rob probably is most of the time. Well, that's what I'm talking about. Yeah, nobody else is really a part of that. We all know what somebody's mm-hmm. doing. Um, but yeah, they're doing uh, besides the gathering. Like I said, uh, feel the spread comes out February fifteenth. We all know about Juggalo Day, but all over the country on February 15th, before Juggalo Day, there's going to be uh, release parties everywhere um, with all kinds of different guests. Right here at uh, Pops, a bunch of our homies are performing, and the whole night's going to be uh, hosted by Clownvis. They're going to have a bunch of trivia and games, and all the parties all over the country are 10 bucks, and you get the CD for showing up. Yep. So essentially, you pay 10 bucks for the CD, and you get a free concert. So you can't really beat it. It's actually cheaper than ordering it. You know what I mean? Um, they've announced a bunch of them, like with the guests. Um, let's see. Texas, Austin, Texas. DJ Carlito is going to be out there. Uh, if you're at Joliet at the Forge, just a little bit up the street, Psycho Sticks going to be out there rocking out. Um, let's see here. Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. I know we got a people out there. You poor bastards have to deal with Wolfback. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Heather, my birthday is actually on the 1st. Everybody so going out to uh, Juggalo Weekend in New Orleans. They already had their pre-party planned. It just wasn't a release party. Now they've joined forces, so you get to rock out with light, gods of chaos, all kinds of dope people out there for that, so you definitely don't want to miss that one. Lakewood, Ohio, you guys get Project Born. You'll probably see Drunk drunk Big Will out there. Um, Roxy in Denver, you get motherfucking Brood Boy and some burlesque dancers, so that's fun. Um... Let's see, Soy, Soy Falls, South Dakota, uh, the homeboy Keegan the Creep Ass going to be out there hanging out with you guys, oh boy, what else we got here, uh, Big Hoodoo is going to be down there at the uh, Blind Tiger in Greensboro, North Carolina, so go hang out with the homeboy Hoodoo, there's Clownvis again at Pops, and uh, Ouija Max going to be out there in Vegas, and there's a bunch of other release parties they haven't announced who's all going to be there. But there's like special guests at each uh, each of the locations, all going down Friday the 15th. So, dope. Don't laugh at me, my Sioux Falls fam. Sioux Falls. But yeah, go out there, go check that out, support that record. I'm I'm excited for it. And for 10 bucks at a concert, you really can't beat it. I'm excited to hear it. Yeah, me it's too. It's about time. Apparently, yep. independent record stores um, are getting a bundle pack with Fearless Fred and Flip the Rat. Okay. All other versions is just Fearless Fred, and you get a code inside to order Flip the Rat. What if so Flip the Rat is doper than Fearless Fred? It might Fred. be. And it was supposed to be an EP, but it's a full album. Uh, so it's another 12 tracks, another what? full album. But you have to purchase it to purchase. So you get a code to purchase it. But I think it's going to be available at the shows, too, <clears throat> is what uh, Violent J was saying. Um, speaking of Violent J. At the release party? Violent, yeah, like you should be able to buy it there as well. So you get the free CD, then you go over to the table to buy them. You can buy Flip, flip the, rat. the Rat, yeah. Instead of having to fucking like send your code in and wait a fucking... Right. 
I'd much rather just hand somebody else another ten dollars to get. Me. <laughs> absolutely, yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Instead of fucking yeah, dealing with for I sure. Hate, I hate that shit. Um, but yeah, speaking of Violent J, I've actually been talking to him a whole lot this week, which yeah. is kind of weird. Um, but if you didn't know, his son JJ is a big Fortnite player, and he is on Twitch. Yeah, often. Um, you go follow him. His name is X Spider. S-P-I-D-A-H and uh, you can follow him on Twitch get in the chat room and uh, his dad is in there not all the time but he's in there a lot man hanging out and like answering questions and dropping news and like me and him are like talking yeah like chatting back and forth like it's pretty dope nice yeah and uh, I'm in there as Replicon so like other yeah. people are messaging me like wait till you, wait till you fill him uh, press passes out then we'll see <laughs> Yeah, we'll see. I mean, whatever, whatever. It was cool though. Like, That's I, awesome. to be honest, I haven't really even really watched JJ play, but I'm supporting. I mean, I'm in there. Yeah, so I'm supporting. Yeah, you're him. in there. Right. I'm just in the chat room. I, I watched a video. He was talking the other day. They were talking about Michael Jackson, and uh, Shaggy drew Jay a, a picture. You know, Shaggy does his art, and it was a Michael Jackson, and JJ showed it on the camera, and I was like, oh, it's so dope. Then we started talking about MJ, and I was like, I got that MJ tattoo. And Violent J's like, Replicon, no fucking way. I'm like, yeah, dog. <laughs> that's if you saw me yeah. share the random picture of my tattoo. Yeah. Like, yeah, that's why. Oh. But, uh, but yeah, it was dope, man. We, I, I pissed him off a couple times, but not really. I mean, that doesn't seem like it's hard to do. No, but it, I don't think I actually pissed him off. He just, like, um, people, people, you know, obviously people were in there talking about stuff. For some reason, there's uh, there's hate. There's a little bit of hate in there, but 98% love. Um, somebody apparently thought I was Chuck, so they wanted to just be mean to me. And I'm like, bro, I'm not Chuck. Like, I'm Freaky well, P. Well, like a year ago, I was like, he was I on am the Freaky YouTube. P. He used our channel for a minute, but we're still not him. Like, chill we're, out. We're not Chuck. He's like, why don't you ask this dude about his drug addiction since you bring it up on your show all the time, Chuck? And I was like, first of all, I ain't fucking Chuck. Second of all, whether it's true or it's false... Um, I don't think his addiction is something to bring up in his child's chat room. Nope. You know what I mean? Like, right, absolutely. I'm not trying to be like, I, I, I'll ask some questions and shit, but I'm not trying to be disrespectful, like not in front of his child. You know what I mean? Like, and even in general, you know, he's like when you ask for an interview, I was like, like three people were like, Rep- Violet J, you should be on Replicon. You should be on Replicon. I'm like, hell yeah, we would love to have you. Yeah. You know what I mean? And maybe that would be a question I might ask. Like, you know, professionally, whatever, but like, you know, rumor has it. Yeah. <coughs> okay, so yeah, he just confirmed he'll be in in uh, 30 minutes, by the way. Crypt Hell keeper. yeah, the Crypt Keeper just touched we just had We just had time issues. Yeah, that's he, he, yeah, he's in a different time zone. Sometimes it happens. He's not the only one. Yeah, it confuses people, yeah. yeah. Which I, it confuses me, too, because I'm talking to someone, even though, like, I said the right time once. Yeah. Because I looked it up, like, okay, Pacific time, you're two hours ahead of me, so it's this time there. Yeah. And I'll say it once, and then four days later, we get, like, another correspondence with each other. I'm like, yeah, you know, 7.30. Yeah. And they're like, cool, 7.30, but it's actually supposed to be 5.30 their time. I'm like, yeah. fuck. Fuck. Yeah. So it happens. There's there's sunshine out there right now. Um, but, no, anyway, we talk, he, somebody mentioned something about Lotus yeah. in the chat, and he was like, I'm so sorry, guys. Lotus is dead. Yeah, He's it, like, it's yeah. fucking dead to me. He's like, I can't get past, you know, all the shit, blah, blah, blah. And he didn't, like, he wasn't talking shit. He was just like, I can't, you know what I mean? The way things went down. He said something about he's peace feature on the new project, or ICP's on the new project Born. And he was giving them props. Like, they're the first group we signed, and they didn't fall victim of all the other groups we signed, essentially, because, yeah. like, everybody hates them now. 
<coughs> and I was like, time heals everything. And okay. he was like, no, it doesn't, Replicon, in fucking caps and shit. <laughs> no, it doesn't, Replicon. No, it doesn't. <laughs> and I was like, bro. You know what I'm saying? Like, y'all were down and rode for, you guys were ride or die and brothers way longer than you guys have hated each other. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I'm, I mean, it's been a lot of time, but it really hasn't. No, no, no. You know what no, I mean? It's been right. a few years. Ten years? You know what I mean? You never know. Yeah, in a fucking 25-year <coughs> span. Yeah, like, you know what I'm no. saying? Like, you never know. Um, we're not, it's, it's like, you didn't say, oh, you guys are recording another album together. It's like, no, y'all might, you know, say hi at the family picnic, you know? Yeah, <laughs> he's watching the Terminator. <laughs> yeah, no, that's dope that you're, you're talking to him. I wonder if he knows, you know, Replicon. Like, he, I mean, obviously because the name, but um, I'm sure he tuned in and checked it out once or twice. Well, I mean, well, because of Nova, the whole Nova Tom McDonald thing. I mean, he at least got that one. Well, they have. I mean, I, we've mentioned this before. They have. Uh, they had the Replicon Awards in the Lotus Pod. Oh, yeah, that's right. That's right. So, I mean, he's they're there. He's, so, they if, if Lotus is dead to him, why don't they change the name of the recording studio? I mean, because the Lotus Pod is dope. Never it, even that's a dope that name. Before. But, I mean, like, you know, um, maybe <clears throat> they don't correlate the two. Another thing, I actually, I wanted to, I, I should have done this more, but I didn't. Um, we we were talking about the gathering. He dropped a bunch of new, like they're like I said, they're going to be on uh, Project Born's record. Uh, there's a song on. Uh, he talked about like little tidbits about some songs and stuff that are on Fearless Fred and yeah, shit like that. Nothing super crazy. That man needs one project at a time. Well, he was just talking about the songs that are on. I'm, there, I'm right? just talking Hyping about his up. schedule needs to have oh, one sure. fucking project. Uh, at a time. We were talking about the gathering. I was like, so with the super gathering. And a super villain's performance. I was like, is Lavelle going to give up his Christian lifestyle? And he said, no. <laughs> nope. Yeah. Nope. Nope. Well, people have been asking that. Like, yeah. Is Lavelle yeah, going to show up? Because kind of not super villains without because, Lavelle. Well, well, look, I'm just going to read this shit verbatim, bro. Like, um, well, first he said, let me make sure I do this in order. Um, blah, 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 blah. Get the notes. Who's got the notes? Uh, okay. So, blah, 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 blah. Replicon. Irish bitch, did Replicon, you have another no. question? Replicon, no, he's not. But the real supervillains was just ICP and Isham anyway. Um, Lavelle right. was never a supervillain. That's not a diss to him, but come on. We're talking about old school Detroit wicked shit. The supervillains, the supervillains. Where does Lavelle fit into that? He don't. He got lucky when we let him do the supervillains album with us. But that super villains, super villains. Like, why can't I say villains? Billions, billions, billions. That was weird. Billions. Like I couldn't get out of it. Um, <laughs> he, he Donald Trump. That was weird. Billions. He got lucky when we let him do the super villains album with us. But the super villains album sucked. Everybody knows the real super villains in all the songs we did with E, like Wicked Rappers Delight, Boom Boom Boom, Pop 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 Pow, Silence of the Hams. That's super villains. I don't know what we were smoking when we recorded that album. So he's saying he thinks the album sucks, which... Hey, you know, artists hate their own shit I, all the time. I've, a lot of people love it. I can't stand it. He says, I hope that doesn't sound too conceited. I'm sure it probably does. But man, Supervillains is ICP and Esham. I'm sorry. And I was like, dude, I can appreciate that. Most people just know the Furious record. So that's why I asked. You know what I mean? But So there's your answer to anybody wondering if Lavelle is, uh, is going to be a part of the Super Gathering. Yeah. Which all those songs he listed are dope. 
Like I like those I, tracks way better than Fur- the whole Furious record. That I don't. I don't. I'm not very versed in the supervillains thing, but those songs that they mentioned, I'm you not a fan. Of. I'm You're not, not a fan. fan, or you don't know what they are. No, the thing, the songs that he mentioned, I am not a fan of. I'm like, well, I know, like, like, Silence of the Hams and all that. And that song's. I mean, that song's okay. There was a couple of them. Silence of the Hams and you looking hamish. And I'm sure, Irish bitch. I'm sure it'll come up. We're not going to lead in, it, Brew. We're not going to lead into the interview going, do the voice. <laughs> yeah, we're going to let it happen. He'll probably do it. He'll, He'll prob- probably do it. I'm a of course, he's too. probably going to. He's literally helping his neighbors. Apparently, a but tree fell on their house. Right I now. already told you I was going to tell him before we even get Don't started. Don't do that. That is unprofessional. Don't do that. No, it's a fan. It, it is unprofessional. You, you, somebody goes out of the way to come on and get interviewed. Do that, the voice. That's oh, what we do. We are that, very unprofessional. Not, not when it comes to talking so to I these people. We are. It's just when we're running things. Still going to ask him. You can ask him at the end of this fucking I'm going to ask him before. Don't you do that. I'm going to. Nope. It's already I'm happening. i think of what the fuck else. We talked about all kinds of shit, man. Like we Let it happen naturally. But organically. No, oh, we talked about a lot about Color Me Bad because I'm still trying to get Color Me Bad together. Yeah. Ever since we talked about it before. like yeah. We talked about it in person with, when Rue was there. We were in the back. It was just me, Rue, and Jay. Behind a tent at the gathering at like 3 in the morning just bullshitting. Yeah. Talking about Color Me Bad for some fucking reason. And then they did that Sugar Slam show and they talked about it with me. And they're like, me, Ron Jay's like, me, Freaky P, and Michelle are all gonna be the only ones watching that shit. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, but we're going to have a damn good time watching that shit. Fuck yeah. And they started singing it. And they talked about how the lead singer performed at their wedding. Like, I didn't know any of that shit. And they, it was cool. Nice. So I was like, so now it's like a thing. I'm like, I this needs to happen. Like, it's yeah. like a... It's a prophecy or something. Um, but, yeah, you guys should all go follow uh, JJ, man. It's dope. It's fun. The chat room is fun. A lot of people are in there. I actually ended up. I don't, I'm not going to tell you. I'm not going to tell you his screen name. But uh, the homeboy from back in the day was in there and hit me up on a private message. Cousin Cletus. Oh, nice. Yeah, he's like, what's up, bro? Is this really Replicon? I'm like, yeah. And he's like, oh, dope. Because he has a name that you would never know. It was him, yeah. you know. And I was like, I was like, really? And I called him by his real name. Yeah. And he's like, He's like, yeah. I'm like, holy shit. I'm like, it's Freaky P. He's like, holy fuck. Because like he went back in the day when we see the party animal bullshit. Yeah. He went on that Boondocks tour with us. He was Boondocks. High, yeah, I remember. Yeah, yeah, he got mad at me because I called him a vampire from uh, Skyrim <laughs> at the bar. And he yeah, was like, yeah. fuck you. And he walked away. <laughs> he's dope, man. So he might be uh, coming back soon. Rumor has it. You never know. Um, so that's dope. So go follow JJ, man. What did the fuck did I say his name was? Spider. Uh, X X Spider X Spider. Yeah. Spider. So go follow. I literally joined Twitch just to do it. Yeah, it's cool. We should get a Twitch. Should I? I game. I'm about to get a PSVR after this whole Astronomicon thing. I save up. Lo- Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered ChumbaCasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh baby, Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire. Huh? Ah. Oh. Sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. 
Chumba. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Full work prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Can you afford, you can't afford a guy to What the hell? How are you doing these things? Dude, I'm working 24-7. I got you pay, four jobs. Why don't you pay your car off first and then get a VR? Uh, No. Because <laughs> the car's not going to be paid off until a year from now, actually. Oh, well, you Yeah. Then um, it's all like Donkey Kong. What the fuck? There's so much shit going on, bro. It's like overwhelming. Um, Obviously, Astronomicon is in a couple days. We'll see you guys out there. I don't know if we're going to have a meet and greet, but we're going to be everywhere. So if you want to meet us, just walk up and greet us. That yeah. is our meet and greet. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, um, if you guys see us out in public, just come up and be like, hey. But we got, uh, I got some dope little posters. Yeah. I'm saying you guys can buy from us for fucking five bucks. Sign them. Shit, I don't even have that. No, I mean, I, I'm not. just saying that it's exclusive. I don't yeah. even have that shit. Five bucks. Got you. Um, but we'll be out there. We're going to have those. And uh, we're going to have our black and white t shirts. We'll be out there, man. It's going to be a good time. Come hang out with us out there for sure. Um, prayer. Blah. Pa-pa-pa-pa-pa-pa-pa-pa-pa-pa-pa-pa-pa-pa-pa-pa-pa-pa-pa-pa-pa-pa-pa-pa-pa-pa-pa-pa-pa-pa-pa-pa-pa-
Well, I don't album. know. They got the Abominations uh, Deluxe Edition coming out, which has features the uh, both of the bonus tracks. And uh, I guess we'll go ahead and talk about that, too, in a second. But anyway, Generation Nightmare, available for pre-order now, like out of fucking nowhere, comes out April 26th, as well as the brand new record from Alazulilu entitled Church of Zul that nobody knew was even fucking coming. Which that jersey looks dope as fuck. <laughs> comes out the exact same day. That's available for pre-order as well. And the brand new Twisted Haunted High on The Darkness Rises, which will be available for the first time at Astronomicon, yeah. comes to retail April 24th. So two days before the, both of these records. I, b- I bought the Haunted High on the first version, and I had it all signed by, you know, uh, Dirk Manning and Maria and uh, Mariana. Uh, yeah, Mariana. I can never say her name. Mariana. Mariana. And uh, I still haven't read it. That's <laughs> good. I, I just, I just it's short, so it's good. Yeah, I'll have to, um, I'll have to dig it out. And but so they got, they got the. Uh, so I'll, I'll go backwards here. So Haunted Highlands comes out. The original version comes out at Astronomicon for all the people attending. There is a VIP edition of the cover. Uh, Magic Ninja MNEStore.com has their own. Variant version of the cover as well. Oh, so is it bundled? Is it bu- I hope it's bundled. And you can purchase a bundle. Oh, thank there's God. There's one by itself. Thank and then there's God. a bundle with a t-shirt, which features another variant cover, which is only available in stores, one of one oh. out of five. It's uh, drawn by Kevin Eastman, who was the guy who drew Ninja Turtles back in the day. Oh, nice. So that's like huge for them. Fuck yeah. And then there's another variant cover that they announced that you can buy directly from Source Point Press, who's the people that put the comic book out. There's only 500, which is hand- drawn by Jamie Madrox. Ooh. So there's all kinds of dope that hotness. Bundles. 17 bundles coming at ya. Hmm. Well, so Twisted, Generation Nightmare, you can get the CD by itself. You can get a CD and a stencil, CD and a t-shirt, CD and a hat. A CD and a longboard, which is pretty fucking dope. That is cool. I haven't um, seen the longboard, but I'm, I mean, that's that's just cool. Yeah, and then there is a, a CD and a double picture disc vinyl. Um, and then there is a jersey package. It's a black-on-black hockey jersey. There's only 24 jerseys available, so it's like super limited. Until they repress it, and, and then already. they come back out with it. And then, <clears throat> and then there's a bundle where you can get Church of Zool and Generation Nightmare together if you choose, but... You can't do that because there's so many dope bundles for all of so many bundles to get. Do you like Forever Faces? Well, holy shit, we have two of them. There's a bundle right? of those. There's a bundle. There's two different bundles. Oh, yeah? There's one called Vile and one called Bile. Oh, okay. One's white and one's green, and they these are the first ever Forever Faces to have hair. Oh. Ooh. So get you that Forever Face pre-order bundle, each one of those. They do look pretty dope, too. There is dope. And you don't get both of those. You, I mean, you have, those are two different options. You only get one. I'm, you know what? I'm, it, look, it does look like you get both it of them. Is what, it is what, like 30, or like 40 days into the, or not even that. It's like 36 days into the, the new year, or no, uh-huh. 35 days into the new year, and I'm already tired of the word bundle. Bundle. Yeah. Uh-huh. Can we please leave that in, you know. Yo, can we just push that back no, to right. 2018? Well, uh, let's see. Alazulilu pre-order option two. You get a poster. Option number three, you get a glow-in-the-dark long-live evil t-shirt, which is super dope. There's also a super dope triple-headed horns embroidered hoodie. Yeah, that actually looks dope. It is dope. And then there is the bundle that I had to take out of my cart because it was way too much money with all the other things I had in my cart. <laughs> which you is should, a, uh, that cart should be empty, sir. Should be. Which one did you Capital get? One. The uh, 
a la Zulu Church of Zulu CD and custom jersey gray When, when is it black. coming? When is the April CD 26th. coming out? April 26th? You got a custom jersey with like your name on the motherfucking back. Ooh. Dope ass. I had to take. I had to be like. I'm nope. gonna get a jersey that says "Bundle" on the back. You should. Yeah. I'll bundle. Fucking bundle. Um. So all that shit is Ted available bundle. right now at mnestore.com. Peep all that shit out, as well as the, uh, like I mentioned, the abomination. Please the tell me there's edition. a bundle tab on uh, mnestore.com. There isn't. They need a fucking bundle tab. Why does that bother you so much? Because I'm tired of everything. Oh, it's a bundle. Oh, this box comes in purple. This also, they announced is the uh, blue. Twisted 7th Annual 420 show going down on 420 at the Crowfoot in Michigan, back in Detroit, featuring Twisted, Ritz, Blazer Dead Homie, Gmoski, Young Wicked, and the ROC. That is a nice bundle of artists. It is. You get the VIP packs. You can get the ultimate VIP. With the, I just want the poster because it's got the super dope. Little Shop of Horrors, fucking uh, Audrey. Yeah. So dope. Drawn by the fucking homeboy, Eight Legs. Anything by him is dope. That shit is super dope. Also announced by Twisted is the 10-year anniversary of the album Wicked. Wish I Could Kill Every Day. Man, that was a good era. It's fantastic. Uh, there is a re-release of the record. It's called the Red and Black Version. It's already 10 years. And it has all the other bonus tracks. Because if you remember when that came out, there was a comic book version, uh, some other version. Another bundle. They weren't necessarily bundles. They were on Psychopathic. Yeah, because they, they didn't have bundling did, yet. Psychopathic didn't bundle. They just put one song on different discs. So you had to buy That sucked, too, where it's like, here, here's four different albums. But then they became a bundle. Then they, they became they a bundle. A box set. Somebody Because somebody came up with it. I want to know did who you came. Get that? Did you buy one of them? Yeah, yeah. The gray hat? Mm-hmm. Are these new or these are the ones? Those were the ones that were pre order and they yeah. bought extras. Um, yeah, those uh, dope ass new era fitted caps. The green one looks dope. Is that the Frankenstein one? Yeah. Oh, no, that one. Yeah. Yeah, I, didn't, I didn't get that. I don't think I got I didn't get that one. Maybe I did. I don't know. But uh, in honor of not only do they have the re release of Wicked, there's three, three weekend only shows going down. Uh, I believe it's March 22nd, 23rd, and 24th. Dayton, Ohio, Milwaukee, and Chicago. So they will be performing Wicked in their in, in its entirety. So go peep that shit out. I'm sure we'll talk more about that as it gets closer. Fuck yeah. Um, What the hell else is going on, bro? So much shit. All kinds of dope-ass new music videos dropped. Uh, we played the track earlier, the Token and uh, Tech 9 That shit goes hard to tell. I fucking love it. Um, Whitney Payton's new project Keyed Up they dropped their video Tom McDonald put out a fucking phenomenal song and video I called wish. I Wish it's fucking fantastic it is pretty dope um, he even gets in the DeLorean he does <laughs> he does he does he does um, what the fuck else I can't read my handwriting but other stuff came out too apparently is that a really release the OG no that's the new one that's the new that's that, that's that new new bro We've played it on Replicon Radio before if you ever pay attention to the fucking show. I don't because usually I told me we take a break and then I take a break. Yeah. That Florida OG is that brand new uh, drive-by. John Kassir. All right. Cool. Perfect. Perfect. Um, so all kinds of shit. What else is going on? How about that? Uh, how about that motherfucking Super Bowl, Rip? Uh, yeah, uh, yeah. 
It was a Super Bowl. Was right. it? I didn't think it was. It was anything. fucking garbage. I didn't think there was anything super. I mean, it I don't like football to begin with, but I watched it. It was actually a great fucking game. Was it, it was terrible. It was like combined a 36% completion ratio. Come on. Get the fuck out of here. Really? Yeah, well, you for somebody that doesn't watch sports. I mean, I was pretty... I mean, like I said, I don't really like sports. I mean, for somebody that doesn't watch sports, I didn't want I the, see I didn't want the Pats to win. I, I, I kind of wanted the Rams to win, even though they I left wanted us. the Rams to win. But I wanted, but I, I it was annoying to watch them not catch a ball. I was really hoping that uh, they dropped like eight balls, and then that's like, what I was just they could have won if they would. You know what I'm saying? Like he dropped that <laughs> one motherfucker in the guy. You know what I'm saying? Like that yeah. was a touchdown. You fucking idiot. Yeah, no, that ball definitely should have been caught, but there's a flag on the play, so it would have been a touchdown anyway. Either way, they would have been on a fucking. And then the guy intercept like come on bro like I was getting mad at that shit like come on man like this is fixed like y'all ain't even trying nope let that one dude steal the ball and run right through you like what well he was like hello hey see ya like I said I wanted the Rams to win but I knew that I figured that this is the only time that I ever wanted the Pats to win but in all in all it was definitely a good game it was close I really wanted it to be a 3-0 Ending. That's really? a, I was re- I was really pissed when they scored that second that fucking touchdown. I was like, God damn it! <laughs> I was really hoping for a three zero fucking shit fucking garbage trash bag of a Super Bowl. Oh god, it's fucking stupid. Yeah, but yeah, it was a weak game. Um, like I said, for those who don't watch, hey, sports, I just because I don't, I don't watch sports I don't talking. don't mean I don't know about it. For those who don't watch sports, it was a damn good game for those who do pay attention and watch sports. For one, both defenses showed the fuck up, which really haven't seen that all season out of the Patriots. So it was good for their defense to get out there on that field and actually step the fuck up and actually win the fucking game. That's, that's, what, I saw somebody, that's who won the game was their defense. Somebody posted something, which I 100% agree with, like the three things. Or one of them was like a some team that they like. I don't know, so that didn't count. Um, essentially, the two things that were missing from the Super Bowl was offense and Andre 3000, <laughs> <laughs> which I 100%. I was like giddy in my chair. I'm like, he's coming. He's coming out. They're going to do an outcast track. No. And it was like barely even big boy. Like, yeah, for, that, like he, yeah. he rolled out and I was like hype. Like I was grinning. Like he rolled out and fucking the fucking I'll be from the A A you know what I mean I was like yeah and they all had the fucking AT Aliens jackets on and then even Adam Levine had a black one on yeah. and I was like oh this is that, so dope yeah, I was and then it was over yeah. and then Adam Levine came back and took his shirt off and I was like what the fuck <laughs> <laughs> like what the fuck is that come on man you're in Atlanta you got big boy at the Super Bowl for fucking 47 seconds like what the fuck bro yeah, that was a little dirty. But, I mean, they already had a hard time getting but it was people Mar- on the halftime show as it was. And then even when Maroon 5 was announced that they were going to be on it, they were trying to get other artists on with the, just like why? Them. What was the, what's everybody hating because on Because of the for? fucking all this knee-taking shit that happened in so what? earlier in the year and last year. And the whole Kaepernick bullshit. Which... Again, with this Kaepernick shit, look at the motherfucker's stats on the last year he played. Nobody's going to pick him up because he only played like a handful of games, and he sucked. Mm-hmm. I don't give a shit what he did his first year. All these all these quarterbacks are good their first year. There's no tape on them. After the, after the first year, then there's tape on them, and they're not as good as they were. It's a proven fact. But so, yeah, that's... that's Even the announcers said this was a shitty game. 
Like they, you, they were Andre making three thousand one there, man. <laughs> like, the only thing people were talking about is but fucking that, Adam Levine taking his shirt off. Like that was the highlight of the fucking Super Bowl. Yeah, that's, that's the only thing people were talking that's about. Who of, cares? People weren't into the game. I tell you of what, the though, two teams the only reason why they're talking about that is because Jan, Janet Jackson only took out yeah. one nipple and he took out two. Yeah, who cares though? It was a dude. But, it's funny though because I, I was watching it with my buddy. And he made a terrible joke, and it actually made me laugh, and he never makes me laugh. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's only funny in context. So we were talking, we were watching it, and he was saying something. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire. Huh? Ah. Oh. Sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. What about uh, Janet Jackson titty or whatever? And he was like, I was like, he was like it, was, it was Janet Jackson titty. Something, something. He said something about Michael Jackson. Yeah. And I was like, Michael Jackson's dead. That's fucked up. And he was like, yeah. So it's going to be an ashy titty. <laughs> He's like, damn, bro, your titty's ashy. And I was like, that's super fucked up, bro. But I was fucking rolling. Like, like damn, Michael, your titty's hella ashy. I was like, hella ashy, too. Like, that but that right, game bro, that game was funny. definitely a defensive game. That's Defense showed up, like I said, for both teams. And for the Patriots, only put up, what, 13 fucking points on the board? It's hella stellar for the Rams defense to even put them to that. Keller Stellar. Especially when you got a fucking... Did you say about Helen Keller? Helen Keller. That was Stellar of their defense. Helen Stellar. Helen Keller. And for them to stop Brady like that, I mean, that was... That's impressive. But then again, Miami beat them, so figured the Rams would have too. Not today or Mm. yesterday. Not today. That's funny. But yeah, yeah, the commercials were weak. There was an Avengers trailer. I missed it, but I watched it online. We shared it was it. like ten seconds. Oh, I saw it online and shared it on a replica, but I didn't actually see it live. My favorite commercial of the whole thing, the only one that actually made me laugh was the Amazon commercial. Really? You yeah. didn't you did did you see the uh what was that? The the Audi? Audi. The motherfucker was sitting there like Oh, when he was choking. asleep. Yeah, 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 he was yeah. choking yeah. and he was yeah, like that was seeing funny. the car. That, yeah. that was probably the when best. When he was in the car and all of a sudden you just like, <laughs> you see him in the office yeah. and he spits out the peanut or whatever. Yeah. My favorite commercial I saw two weeks ago. So I no, the Amazon commercial was funny as hell though, but then they cut it. Like It's funny because after the game, I saw the cut version like eight more times. Yeah. Like just with the TV on. I was like, okay, I'm already over it. But the first time was funny, and it was like the long version. It was like a two-minute commercial, yeah. not just the Harrison Ford with the dog. When the dog was just spinning, he had the Alexa collar. It was he kept ordering dog food. Yeah. He was like, you better stop ordering dog food. And it was like, <laughs> ordering gravy, ordering gravy, ordering biscuits, and the dog's running away. But the whole thing was like three minutes, and it was like other bad things, like other bad Alexas. Like one was a hot tub. And it started like shooting jets up like a like the in front of the Trump Towers. Yeah. And they, the people flew out of it. Right. And it was, it was fun. Like, that shit made me laugh. But other than that, it was fucking dumb. I definitely had a good time. 
Um, there's all kinds of shit. I I drank the most fucking uh, tequila I've ever drank. I think before in my life. <laughs> <laughs> Nice. I hate tequila, but this shit was fucking. I don't even know what what brand it was, but it was smooth. It was fucking delicious. That's why you were off today. Yeah, he was. <laughs> I'm off every every Monday after the Super. He's been sleeping Monday. all day. I'm off every Monday. I've been up since fucking five o'clock. Still, can't Dope. I can't break my fucking cycle on my. <laughs> otherwise, I wouldn't get up for work in the morning. Yeah. I agree. I agree. The commercial stuff. The only one of its enjoyable was the Amazon thing. Um, <clears throat> there's all kinds of the dope Budweiser movies. commercial was even weak, but it was cool. It was cool, but it was weak. It was just, like, what yeah, asshole drives the fucking carriage to a barley <laughs> field? What a dick! <laughs> What's everybody? Everybody's so concerned about goddamn uh, corn syrup. We got yeah. your corn syrup here. Yeah, right. Like, you should, this is, why are you traveling all over, bro? Just leave it. What are you doing? Make some soda or something, bro. Dude. Yeah, You're good. It was. I don't know. We had a good time. Nope. Got home at fucking midnight. That was fun. Um, yeah. Um. Definitely had a good time though. So. Yeah. No Andre three thousand. So it is what it is. Yeah, that did kind of <laughs> that did kind of suck. And I figured maybe maybe one track, but. I like the with way Maroon move. Maroon Five doing the show. I figured that it wouldn't happen. Well, what a lot of people saying about the the halftime show? It was Maroon Five with like yeah. like featuring uh, Big yeah, Boy and Twenty One Savage. Surprise! Twenty One Savage was on stage for like thirty seconds. Big yeah, Boy was on stage for like thirty him. seconds. And it was Travis Scott they, anyway, not Twenty One. Uh, whoever the yeah, f- uh, yeah that tra- Twenty One Savage is, is got deported by ICE. Anyway, yeah. but <laughs> um, no, I'm just saying that both of them were just features and they were just cameos and they you know yeah, but there's were, usually a surprise like yeah, you know what I'm saying like all that shit was a surprise. Justin Timberlake was a surprise. Yeah, we ripped that titty out. The titty was a big surprise. <laughs> it was a big. You know what I'm saying? But like, even Beyonce brought out Destiny's Child. It was a surprise. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, so if you already announced Big Boy and this other fucking idiot nobody cares about are both performing with Maroon Five, okay, what's the surprise? It's got to be Andrew Three Thousand. You're in fucking Atlanta yeah. with the Super Bowl with Outkast. I mean, it's not like they hate each other. They do like. Big giant festivals, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, one you could do one track, you know what I'm saying? They could hop out there and do fucking. Didn't we, didn't we talk about it last week that the artists that they perform, don't get paid? Yeah, they don't yeah. get paid. Yeah, but so, I mean, still, like you, you say, you could do at least like one song. Yeah, yeah, I'll just be dumb. Just for me, go go or? go pee. You're doing your little tinkle dance because I, I don't need you just fucking handing off the just throwing the phone at somebody. Say, oh, I gotta go pee. Oh, I gotta, I gotta. Well, he's gonna be calling, so I don't know. If I well, fucking take, take the phone with you, and go pee. What, right? Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no. I mean, it, I mean, it, the game did not go my way at all. I, like I said, I wanted the Rams to fucking win it, but it is yeah. what it is. And I, I, I knew that Brady would get that sixth ring tie to just to tie uh, Pittsburgh and. He'll probably get that seven one before he retires. So yeah, look forward to that. I'm pretty sure that'll happen because he's not he's not just gonna settle for a tie. He's gonna fucking take that seventh one. Did I? Uh, I mean, good for him. But that was the most boring history I've ever seen being made. Well, that was yeah, that was the first. That's actually the first Super Bowl that within three quarters a touchdown wasn't scored. Yeah, 
Uh, they, there was one. I mean, I, like I said, I can see how it's boring for people because they want to see touchdowns. They want it, but overall gameplay. I well, mean, it was a hell of a game. Well, I get what you're saying, but like even the announcers, like there was one part where, like, I guess there was like a long, the longest field goal was made or, or something like that, and and, he, and one of the announcers straight up was like, "Let's say it was that." And he was like, "Hey, and the longest field goal in, in full Super Bowl history is made." And blah blah blah, and he's like, "Finally, you know something." And, and and the other guy's yeah. like, you, you, you're just excited that something happened. And he's like, yeah, something happened, and it still sucked. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, that's fucking Tony Romo. He's a fucking, I don't, I, he is, they say he's, every time he makes a prediction, he's 66% of the time right. But he's a genius. I just don't like, I just don't like his sound. He sounds no. so horrible, but, and he, when he talks, he sounds dumb. But he, like I said, he's <laughs> a hell of a fucking announcer if he could. 66% of the time, right. Yeah. Just, you know. And he calls shit. He draws it out. And the next shirt is shit. The, that's the fucking ploy. So he knows his shit. That's for sure. Yeah. So, I mean, he's doing something right. And they just signed him again for like another four years. So we're gonna he's going to be around for a while. Which is cool. And then well, who else was with him? That fucking Al Michaels? He's a fucking character. Wasn't Andre 3000, too. He was real salty about that one. He is real salty. Yeah. I mean, it just said Big Boy on there. It didn't say nothing about Andre 3000. He was supposed boy. to be the surprise. Big Boy. Big a surprise. He wanted a surprise. This is probably another Super Bowl that made history with no surprise in the halftime show. Yeah, that is true. That is true. Probably yeah, not. See, even there, everybody's mad about fucking nipples. Who cares? Nipples. Nipples. Is that a titty nipple? Get it off the screen. That's a nipple. Taking poop. <coughs> we'll be live at Astronomicon this weekend. We pay, we taking live poops. Stinking poop. He probably will. Oh, we're all gonna take poops at Astronomicon. He'll probably go live in the fucking shitter. Yeah. Hey guys, look at me! I'm taking a shit at Astronomicon. Hell yeah, astronomical, astronomical poop. <laughs> hey guys, guess what? Freaky P stands for this time. It stands for freaky poop. Hey, astro- hey y'all, freaky P in the lobby taking a shit right now. Hey, freaky P taking a poop. <laughs> freaky poop. I don't poop in the lobby. <laughs> Not yet. Um, for anybody out there that's listening to the show, though, and you know, want to help support Replicon Radio, buy a motherfucking shirt because everything is on sale right now. Uh, actually, until Thursday. Yeah. Three more days. Yeah. 15% off everything on our entire store. Just use Fucking. the promo code REPLICON when you check out. Just buy Including this. the super duper exclusive Jamie Madrox t-shirt. Buy that motherfucker. Hand drawn. Hand drawn. And I mean, signed. if I make one and I go to buy it, I can put REPLICON and say 15% on that? That doesn't work. Fucking bullshit. <laughs> you could order one off Heather, the store. Heather, I only watched it because nobody was ordering food, so I had no work. So I said, fuck it. Well, wouldn't. yeah, because super. I mean, that's probably the worst day to do. Well, like, I knew uh, it was going to do that. And it was service. also one of the nice, nicest be, weekends that we have had in How was weeks. it the worst day? Everybody orders wings. Usually people go and pick them up like, on their way like to the party. All the pizza That's places what, and shit. You have to well, I thought I thought Delivery. I thought people were gonna cater like to order catering up until the Super Bowl, and then it was gonna be dead. But because it was so nice, everybody felt that they were entitled to go outside, and it was fucking garbage. Well, yeah, and like when you have a Super Bowl party, everybody brings something out. Yeah. So I mean, that, that's fucking bullshit. Probably one Karen. of the worst days. Fuck you and your stupid green bean casserole. <laughs> we had fucking barbecued brats and hot dogs and chili hot dogs, and 
We did have some whiteies. We had some sausage <laughs> cheese dip. We had, I had nachos fuck, and we had oven them, wings. I'm we had them little ham sandwiches. Ham sandwiches. Ham sandwiches. Like Jay's mama made us that one time. Oh, man, those are so good. We need to delicious. get him back on the show just so he can bring those. <laughs> we'll interview him. <laughs> Tell him that, that he's got to bring those every week. I mean, we had a shit ton of food, man. There was all kinds of shit. We had meatballs, fucking meatballs. You name it, I, think I had it was meatballs. There. Yeah, we had some fucking chocolate chip cookies that were fucking delicious. I had some. Yeah, the guy that makes the chocolate chip cookies on the gramophone, he made those out. Her brother, and so we had a big old plate of those. Big old plate. Big old plate, real good. Big old plate. We had a lot of tequila. Yeah, I was drinking scotch. We some, had a lot some of bottom beers. shelf scotch, which is actually pretty good. I can't drink no scotch, man. Oh, I love scotch. You smell that shit. It smell like a fucking Christmas tree or some Ooh, shit. I love it. I love the scotch. Scotch. A lot scotch, of people scotch. love it though. I'm not. I like my whiskey. I like. I like. I like. Sm- I like it's basically like smooth whiskey. I like my whiskey up until this fucking tequila I just had over the weekend. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that shit didn't even wake up with a hangover or nothing. I woke up feeling like a fucking champ. Go buy a Mad Truck shirt. Go buy a tequila shirt. Go buy uh, a I woke up Go still feeling a, a little bit of it. Go buy really? some leggings. Yeah. Fuck, I had about... What did we drink? Fuck, I, we had about 10 fucking shots. I had about 18 fucking beers. I'm, I, was a fuck, I was feeling good. Yeah. 50% off right now. We were fucking just Three pounding minutes. fucking beers. And I busted my ass trying to go take a piss around the side of the house. <laughs> Motherfucker, <laughs> he just moved into this house and he's got where the drain is. It's buried from the front <coughs> all the way to the back, except for like another six foot. I'm like, that shit's supposed to be fucking buried, bro. Which it is. It's supposed to be. Buried. He's like, yeah, I haven't had time to do. That. I said, you shouldn't have to fucking do it when they built the fucking house. It's supposed to be like that. They're supposed to fucking haters bury it and fucking drain it. Yep. It's supposed to run all the way out to the creek, and they didn't run it out to the creek. So now you got to do it. You got to dig it up and fucking make it run all the way out to the creek. The crick. Yep. Run it out to the crick. I just took a knee. That's all. I didn't, I didn't <laughs> he fall. Kaepernick, I, he I, Kaepernicked it. Yeah, I Kaepernicked it down to a knee. Everybody was fucking rolling. It was funny. I was laughing my ass off. Dude's like, you all right? I was sitting there laughing. I couldn't answer it. Another dude was like, yeah, he's fine. He's laughing and taking a piss, man. He's like, what? <laughs> <laughs> Ruth was just over there laying on his side, just was no, dick hanging out, pissing up. on the ground. Just ha, ha, ha. No, I was standing up rolling, man. He does that. He does he, that. Well, I ain't never because down he pissed on his pants. He he went to RepticonRadio.com and saved fifteen percent and bought himself a pair of pants. Yep, got him some leggings. <laughs> I got some leggings. Yeah, leggings for fifteen percent off. It's in steel, bro. Look at that. It's those are ma- dope leggings. You gotta get those Madrox shirts, man. That's the that's the deal right there. That's the deal because they no, that's not you, nobody else can sell that shit. Nobody else can you know. <laughs> If, nope. you don't, if you don't want to wear it, frame it. Or buy two. Buy one to wear, buy one to frame. Yep. Buy six. Yeah, you got like to buy colors. two of them so you can frame the front and frame because the Because we're not allowed to sell prints. So your print would be the actual shirt. They make t-shirt frames. Yeah. Buy them at Michael's. Yeah. So if we're not allowed low, to sell low. a print, can we, send a, can we sell a canvas? No. No. That would be a print. That's a print. <laughs> would it? Yeah. Can we sell flags? Yeah, about flag. That'd be a print. <coughs> we're allowed to sell shirts. Okay. No one else has ever been allowed to sell shirts, and we're allowed to sell shirts. Just calm down. So buy the fucking shirts. We just need people to buy them. That's all I'm saying. So hit up replicaonradio.com for the next three days. Use promo code Replicon and save fifteen percent. That's a hell of a deal. Because I can tell you, I can tell you something. You guys want to know a secret? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. When that sale ends, yeah, on the seventh, 
and we're at Astronomicon, and Astronomicon officially starts. Yeah. There's going to be a bunch of new shit. There is going to be new shit, yeah. I already seen it. New shit. I have not seen it, and but I, I know even, what I it is. I can even give you a clue. You guys want a clue? They're shirts. They are shirts. They're shirts. I'll give you a clue to what these particular shirts are. They are new, brand new designs you've never seen before. You want to tell them who? Um, I've seen them two, before. Two Astronomicon guests. Ooh, yeah. You want to you tell them? No. No? Mm-mm. Well, you're we'll, no we'll fun. Tell, we gotta tell, we'll tell them after the Astronomicon. Yeah? Yeah? No. Two, two, uh, two Astronomicon guests. So, Yeah. You one's wanna, Jamie Madrox. That one's available. That one's available right now. So we'll have three shirts available. They'll still be available. It won't be on sale. I don't know who the sec- the, so the we'll second have, one is. Who's the second we'll one? Have is three shirts. Um, I know the I know the one. Oh, it must have been the one that you just uh, got. Ah, but I, I can't remember who I that go is. Resave them. No, but I have a bunch that are on there, right? Yeah, yeah. These are all yours yeah. on here, all the way down to the one that I was designing. Well, that's what I had a bunch. I saved them on purpose so I could just be like, boom, live, 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 live. Yeah, yeah. No, I got bam, you wanna, bitch. You want to you get a preview of yeah, one? Yeah, fucking do. I'm coming over there. It's coming out of the booth. Also, as I mentioned earlier, if you are at Repl- uh, Astronomicon, we will have. Uh... Why is that so small? Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Oh. Because uh, you designed it I didn't so know. I, I thought it was by itself. I'm like, what the hell is happening? What's that um, front look like? Ooh, what was I saying? If you are at Astronomicon, we will have uh, posters available no, that, that we will sign for you guys. Happily. I have to resave these, don't I? Um, for five whole dollars. So and... Well. Oh, we there's got another a, one on We got here. some new motherfucking stickers in the house, too. Stickers! Boop, 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 I know, right? We're running late tomorrow. I'm gonna, we're going to, let's, uh, to take a quick break and we're going to come back with Crip Keeper because he's, uh, he's getting ready to hit something out. Okay? So stay tuned to Replicon Radio. Share the motherfucking shit out. Tell your friends. Tune in because it's just about ready to go down and then, uh. There you we'll, go, dead we'll body be man. Back Watch in just this a few minutes, one. okay? Okay. This was dope. I like this one, but I think there needs to be oh, more. Yo, yeah, you gotta put them on. Put, tell them we're going on break.
No, we're hot. We ain't waiting for nothing. Hot. We're hot. It's, it's go time, guys. It's Who's go time. Who's hot? What are you talking about? It's hot. Who is? We are. Who is? It's a little, we. Getting a little chilly outside. It ain't hot. Is it? Today was warm, though. It was fuck, wasn't it? Yeah, it was. Felt so nice out oh, there today. Yeah, yeah. Preparations. Anyway. I told you it was going to be a super short break. A super short break because we got them. Super short break. Fam. Quit popping shit. Bring on the ambiance. Anyway, so we're back. We're live. We're doing it. We're fucking doing it. This is Replicon Radio. Replicanradio.com. Live every Monday, 6 to 10 Central. Um, but yeah, we do have a very, very special guest. Our second one of the evening. You may know him as the voice of the Crypt Keeper and many other things that we will speak about. But the legendary John Kassir... How you doing, man? Hello, creeps. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> there it is. <laughs> yeah, that's what's up right there. That's the way to start he it did, off. He did it right. He just came out the gate. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. I didn't even have to ask him. <laughs> what's up, man? All right, so, so, so who am I talking with? Uh, let's, let's start with names. Well, I'm Freaky P. I'm Big Rue. And I'm Dead Body Man. Okay, cool. Uh, where are you guys? Uh, where are you guys broadcasting from? Your bathroom? Yes, sir. <laughs> yes, absolutely. <laughs> we so lather. I, hear, uh, yeah. I, have, I have a bit. Of, I have a bit of an echo. I don't know if you guys are too far from the from the microphone or something. Oh, it's, yeah, it's because we got uh, the other two. It's like I'm right here, but the other two guys are kind of away. So, so we got to talk a little louder. Yeah, we yeah. got to talk louder. We're sorry about that. No, you guys got to get chummier. It's the echoes. I can't hear you. You're loud enough. It just. Yeah, there you go. You guys got to like, you know, uh, 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 for your audience, I'm just making them feel uncomfortable. Absolutely. You guys got to be like sitting in each other's laps. There we know, go. Okay? There we, we go. We <laughs> just, you're just starting them with a good time now. Okay, that's what we're doing. So we usually do that when we're off air. Yeah. Like don't, don't spoil our secrets okay. here. Personal bubble. Personal <laughs> bubble. Okay. That's awesome, man. Um, well, yeah. First of all, I want to say thank sorry, you for sorry uh, I was late. Out. Sorry I was late. I know we wanted to talk earlier, but, uh, you know, I live here in Southern California, uh, Creekside, you know, one of these really cool uh, canyon uh, homes. And, uh, you know, my neighbor's tr- uh, giant oak tree, it's got to be like a 200-year-old oak tree, came down. Damn, and uh, damn. so I had to give him a little bit of a hand. Um, you know, not getting rid of it, mind you, just getting <laughs> gasoline for a chainsaw. <laughs> <There you go. laughs> and, and then I came home and I have a puppy. He's, uh, he's like five months at this point in Border Collie. We oh. took him down. Yeah, I have a little place where, you know, I set up for the dogs to go do their business and stuff. And, you know, at Smart that age, they eat, a, they eat a lot of, uh, you know, cloth and towels, whatever they can get a hold of. <laughs> so they, they got like a chain link of poop coming out their ass. And, you know, <laughs> and they're like freaking out, like, you know, like their legs on fire or something. You know, walking around going, Dad, help me, man. Help me. I got, I got this thing coming out my ass and it won't come off, you know. So uh, otherwise it would have been a little earlier. There you go. That's I know. Right. Talk about personal bubbles, right? <laughs> you know, poop happens. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, it does. Freaky yeah, poop. poop happens. Freaky poop. poop. I, that's, that's like such a – that would make such a great T-shirt. Poop happens. <laughs> right? So clever, you know, or like a uh, you know a thing you know when when people carry their their kids and their little um, you know their snugglies or whatever you call them their uh, 
you know. There's swaddles or whatever the fuck it's called. Yeah, and it should say poop happens on it, you know. Oh, imagine. Imagine how much money you can make on such a product. I know. Everywhere. It's a, I was just talking to my neighbor today. We were, uh, you know, as we we're going to get gasoline, we were talking about how, like, you know, social media has become, you know, just a, a wasteland of, of uh, I mean, there's obviously tons of talented people out there and very inventive people. And then there's, there's just a wasteland of, you know, like his kids have been watching these shows where these kids are, the people they're watching are not talented. They're talking about nothing. And I was like, well, you know who made more money on YouTube last year than anybody else? On the internet, period. The kid's like eight years old, and he made like $500 million. Holy shit. He has like, if you've heard of this kid, I don't know his name. I just overheard like the end of the conversation on the radio about it. But he, evidently, he, um, he uh, does uh, reviews of toys. Oh, yeah. And... And he got so, you know, such a big following that, of course, you know, all the kids are following. Then, of course, everybody wanted to advertise their toys on his on his channel. And then, you know, then the toy companies are paying him to review their toys. On top of it, the kid's like a, a billionaire almost already. I wonder if we were listening to the eight. same show. I heard that, too. Yep. <laughs> He's like eight years old. Yeah. He's like eight years old. That's crazy. Ryan, yeah, Ryan's toy review is eleven million dollars testing. And toys. you guys are, <laughs> you guys are. Uh, what the hell are we doing talking to the uh, crypt keeper? <laughs> you guys are, you guys are broadcasting out of the bathroom. One of you sitting on the toilet, the other ones in the two, the two of the guys in the tub. Well, our knees are clacking together right now. You know, it's funny that I've actually seen. Uh, <laughs> I've seen podcasts that legitimately do that. Like, I've yeah. actually seen there's, there's, oh, there's one have. guy that used to always interviews people in the closet. Oh, yeah. yeah I, I, I heard that. about I that. Yeah. That's funny. I, I love that. But, yeah, that's great. I saw the this. What does he call the show? Back in the closet? Something like that, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, those, it's the kid stuff, man. That's really. There's a. My niece watches this show all the time. It's a lady called Miss Hands. She's not even on the show, it's just her hands. She's playing with <laughs> toys. And like talking, you know what I'm saying? Like, oh my god, I'm this guy, and I'm this guy too. Like, just like you did what when you were a kid. She makes over six figures just doing that. Like, uh, oh yeah, I knew a woman that called herself Miss Hand too. <laughs> <laughs> we'll talk later. Yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> yeah. So, um, well, this is you know this is a, you know more original conversation and talking about the Crypt Keeper anyway, but. Um, fire away, guys! It's uh, really great to talk to you guys. You yeah, know, absolutely. Uh, just starting the whole season of uh, conventions, and you know, um, getting busy. I'll be in Detroit, uh, Chomsburg for the um, Astro Comic Con. Yeah, yeah. Astro Astronomicon. Right? Astro Astronomicon. We'll That's it. Yeah, we will be all. We'll all be out there, man. We were there last year. We're. Uh, we're big supporters of Astronomicon and everybody over at Magic Ninja. It was a wonderful time last year. I'm sure it's going to be even better this year. So we definitely look forward to Yeah, they're to awesome it. guys. And they're yeah. associated with the Misfits, which are really great guys. So that's yeah. really cool. Uh, yeah. Are you are you a big, uh, big Misfits fan? You know, I didn't even know about them at first. You know, I mean, they were just coming on the scene some years ago. And they approached me at one of the conventions and said, Hey, dude, can you do like an intro for us for our album and i was like well i can't really because i don't own the character you know i you know i mean if it was something you wanted to just have me introduce you for a live performance or something 
you know, I could do something like that. Of course, I did a little thing for them, and they unbeknownst <laughs> to me, they recorded it and then put it on their website, introducing <laughs> yeah. the album. And I was like, but that's not, it's not your fault at that point. I was like, right. a, yeah, I said, you just did that at your own risk because I, you know, it's like if if the Tales from the Crypt people come and like, you know. Sue you is not my fault. Yeah, absolutely. Because <laughs> I told you. That's awesome. But it's, it's got to be the most ripped off franchise out there. I mean, I go to every convention yeah. and it's just like slews of it. But that's just, I mean, that just has to do with how popular the show was. Oh, you know, Such a great show. I collected the comic books as a kid and I couldn't even believe they were turning it into a show. It was so, I was like, oh, it'll only be for like freaks like me. It'll, you know, it's HBO. Um, was just, you know, I had done their first series first in 10 years before, and then it worked on Dream On and some of their other shows and comedy specials and stuff. And uh, when they approached me to come audition at Kevin Yeager's studio for Tales from the Crypt, I'm going, you're kidding me, I love those comic books, you're turning it into a show? They're like, yeah. You know, and then not only did it become a great show um, and popular for its time, but also, uh, you know, its longevity has just been incredible. It's just oh, been incredible because who knew kids were sneaking down and watching it? I was one of those, I, kids. I I was one of those kids, too. We were, all, we were all one of those kids. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. It's yes. one of my favorite shows growing up. Especially, like, I don't think I've ever missed an episode. Yeah, you know, I'm saying, like, especially back then, it was like, I mean, it's, you guys were, like, nowadays it's common for all these networks to have their own programming and stuff like that. Like, that was a brand new thing back then. Yeah. And then right. with, with the kids... There was, you know, what I mean, it was you don't get nude. It was nudity and everything else. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, right. It was it was Tales from the Crypt and Joe Bob Briggs. Like that's what I watched. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, so that, yeah, well, it's definitely. funny because um, you know, uh, first in ten, this first series that I was on for them, I was on that show for six, seven years, and that was about a football team, and OJ Simpson was the general manager, and Delta Burke on the team, and. They had, you know, guys like Chris Maloney as the quarterback and Jason Begay and all these different people on the show. And then real football players, you know, Lawrence Taylor and, uh, you know, I mean, uh, each week they'd have somebody different. And Joe Namath was on the show a couple of times. They had <coughs> Joe Montana as a, as a commentator on the show. Oh, yeah. And I played uh, the Bulgarian field goal kicker. I could kick 60-yard field goals. And it was just a hysterical <laughs> character. They used to write me so much fun shit. <laughs> But, you know, I mean, literally, uh, it was, that was their formula for HBO when they first started. It was working well for them. It was, you know, comedy, sex, and sports. Absolutely. And this show, um, you know, had plenty of all three. And, um, you know, people go, oh, I used to watch you on First and Ten as a kid. Zagreb Skanuski, right? And I go, yep, that's that's the name of my character. And I was like, you, I was like, come on, you watched it for the titties, right? And they're like, yeah. The had no idea. <laughs> yeah. I'm just watching this football show, Mom. <laughs> yeah, you know? absolutely. But then I kind of started to like it. Yeah. 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 I mean, and that's uh, but, uh, for sure. But actually, I wanted to, before we get too ahead of it, um, like, let me just hold on. I'm sorry. So yeah, generally, like, you know what I mean? Like, obviously you're known for that, but like you didn't really start in that field, right? Like you were, you did, uh, the, uh, well, I, you, you know, doing, I like, mean, I started as and, an actor. I got my, uh, I got my degree in, uh, at Towson university in, you know, in theater and I'd been studying acting, you know, and I had, there was guys like Eric King, who, you know, is dokes from, from, uh, um, Dexter and, Charles Dutton, who you know uh, had his own show Rock and all, and was, was such a great actor, um, was at school with me when I was there, and um, 
John Glover came from that school, you know, studied awesome. at that school, and Dwight Schultz, you know, uh, from uh, the A-Team, uh, oh, and then yeah. Murdoch, you know. Um, and so, you know, I had some really good training as an actor and, and got my first off-Broadway show in New York and quickly found out how little money you, you made in the theater and how hard it was to make a living, even if you were working. Um, hell, I was making more money street performing in front of the Metropolitan Museum than I was making in the theater. So, uh, you know, I had been working with a comedy group for many years that started in, in uh, we started in college. It was kind of like Baltimore's version of Second City that we had going on. And we kept a small group of us together and did some tours for the USO doing comedy and that kind of thing. So I had dabbled in some, a little bit in some stand-up, but I really hadn't done any any professional stand-up. And uh, but I had gotten uh, an off-Broadway show that was a big hit off-Broadway. It was called Three Guys Naked from the Waist Down." <laughs> um, <laughs> and uh, no, we weren't actually naked, but uh, the. Uh, the metaphor is kind of like how you feel in front of the audience when you're bombing. Like, you know, you feel like your your trousers are around your ankles, you know. Full mom, yeah. Um, <laughs> and uh, starred myself along with Scott Bakula and oh, yeah. uh, a guy named Jerry Coker who wrote the piece. And uh, Michael Rupert, who was a Tony Award winning actor and, and composer, wrote uh, wrote the music. And uh, think Dream Girls, but for stand-up comics. And so we, it was just the three of us. We did, you know, three of us were like the whole show. We played the agents and the, you know, news reporters and all this stuff. And it's like three misfit comics who come together and start their own kind of three-guy act. And uh, they become a big hit. And, and you know, then, of course, the spoils of television and movies and stuff kind of, you know, uh, goes through that whole thing in the second act. And... Um, while I was doing the show, uh, some talent scouts from uh, Star Search, which was brand new at the time, came and saw me in the show, and they go, hey, we want you to be on Star Search. And I was like, as what, a singer? I go, I'm, I'm a pretty good singer. I'm doing a musical here, but I wouldn't, you know, I can't compete with the likes of Sam Harris and, you know, these people that were, you know, singing their hearts out on a thing. They go, no, we want you to come on as a stand-up comic. And I go, well, you know, I'm not really a stand-up yeah. comic. I'm just playing it in the show. They go, well, you can win $100,000. I'm like, fuck, I'll do it. <laughs> well, give it go, a shot. Yeah. Have you seen my act? <laughs> <laughs> I'm working on it tomorrow. Well, yeah. And uh, so I went on the show and, you know, haven't done sketch comedy all those years and stuff. I, you know, I didn't really have jokes or a routine. I would go on and I'd like do the Wizard of Oz in two and a half minutes, and I had created this persona of this guy who could like change channels on himself with a remote control, and I was addicted to television, so I was kind of like a, a TV addict, and I could, you know, I would channel TV shows and and do all this fun stuff, and uh, I just kept winning, and finally found myself in the semifinals where I beat Rosie O'Donnell, and I found myself in the finals where I beat Sinbad. And the next thing I know, I went went $100,000, and they're like, okay, you're opening for Tom Jones in Vegas. And I'm like, what? (laughs) Everybody's like, congratulations. I go, I can't open for Tom Jones in Vegas. They go, why not? I go, I got no fucking act. (laughs) I was like, the only only material... The only material I have is what I did on, you know, uh, you know, the seven, eight 
spots that I did on, you know, on Star Search at two and a half minutes each. I was like, that's not long enough for an opening. And they go, well, you can open it. As an opening act, you're only doing 20 minutes. So, yeah, put it, put it together, get it tight, you know, get into the clubs, work it up, you know, which I did in a very short time. Next thing I know, I'm opening for the Temptations and the Four Tops on their TNT tour. Jesus. I'm opening for Lou Rawls at Michigan State in front of 5,000 people. Um, you know, I opened for Rodney Dangerfield in his club. I opened, oh, yeah. you know, I'm doing, I'm doing uh, some uh, improv with Robin Williams on stage at the Improv, oh, and my, my buddy Rick Overton and some other people. You know, this kind of thing. And you know, I'm doing, uh, you know, getting parts in sitcoms That's and uh, TV shows, and you know, making a real living as an actor. Uh, of course, I moved, you know, left New York. Then, you know shortly after because uh this is where i needed to be to make a, a living and um uh and while i was working for hbo i got a call and they're like hey you know we need somebody who's a comic an actor and can create these fun person you know characters and uh I remember going into Kevin Yeager's studio where he was just recording people on a boombox, you know, um, <laughs> trying to find somebody that that would match the puppet that he was working on. And they had some some of the top voice actors in the business and some other comics and stuff. I can see them looking at the puns and the and the material, going, "Be careful what you ask for; you may get it." And they're <laughs> like, "This is terrible. Who says this shit?" <laughs> you know. And, and I'm laughing under my breath because I know, you know, having read the comic books, this is the Crib Keeper. He loves saying this shit. Yeah. This is like Shakespeare to him, you know? And the alliteration is actually quite clever. I mean, it's not... From all the all the stuff we've done over the years for, you know, advertising and Bud Light and all this stuff, you know, some of them were really good at coming up with stuff and some of them, they just... they didn't know how to make it scan right you know, the puns were really bad you know and that kind of thing and we always had great writers writing great stuff for the for the crypt keeper and then eventually i got good enough i uh, got a knack for it myself to be able to improvise as him and they would be oh we're using that you know i love a girl who give you head and then let you keep it <laughs> <laughs> and they're like oh we're we're using that <laughs> that's golden that's awesome you know so it was uh you know so i mean and then when i started doing that voice you know for for uh kevin yeager he was just like he was like he was laughing so hard not trying to ruin my recording yeah. that I started laughing and and I was and I kind of kept that because it was you know the trip keeper laughing at his own jokes you know that's how the I was laugh like, was everybody's born. in on the joke everybody's in on the joke this is perfect you know so it was working the way I wanted it to work right there from the audition that's awesome and I think it was just like the very next day he had me doing it for Joel Silver and Dick Donner in their office you know the two of the biggest producer and director in in freaking Hollywood that's crazy and uh, they're like okay we'll see you on the set and I was like wow this is the coolest easiest job I've ever gotten and yeah. people don't even know how cool it is you know this was say, like, um, how was that like I would love to do voiceover I was trying to think of that like this time like you said you, you, you read the comics growing up you essentially kind of accidentally became a stand up <laughs> you know what I mean like yeah. they, and then they, they heard oh, totally. your voice and like were you a fan of horror? Like, I mean, you're, you're in the guy's basement who created. Oh, I love horror. And Universal horror monster movies were my favorite. My my to this day, my favorite. You know, 
movie as a kid and you know comedy horror was Abbott and Costello meets Frankenstein I mean I loved that movie and I loved you know they had they used to in Baltimore where I grew up they used to have uh, what they called Twilight movie and uh, it came on maybe like four o'clock four thirty in the afternoon and my mom would be making dinner and you know I had done my homework <laughs> not really I never did my homework uh, but um, <laughs> you know I'd be sitting in front of the TV set while my mom was you know making dinner or whatever and they would have anything from most of the time I'd, I'd not wind up not watching because it'd be like anything from a Doris Day movie to you know musical to you know but then they'd they'd have the sci-fi stuff they'd have Attack of the 50 Foot Woman and they'd have Mothra and they'd have you know Ultraman uh, I mean uh, yeah Ultraman movie you know all these all these kind of things and then um, and they'd show all the universal horror monster movies you know, and I was just like, you know, I'd be sitting there imitating the theremin. I'd be, going, <laughs> you know, my brothers and sisters would be going, "Shut up!" <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> now I make a living doing it. You know, <laughs> perfect, right? So it's, you know, I mean, the voiceover work has been really a blessing too as an actor. Um, you know, on top of my other work, because and now it's you know, become my main work, and I love it. A, a I love it, because it's just so much fun to do, and B, you get to play things that you would never get to play on camera, you know, you're limited, they limit you by how you look, or, you know, mm -hmm. um, what they expect of you to, to be able to play, and um, I mean, that was the original Deadpool, you know, obviously they're not going to yeah. hire me over Ronald, uh, I mean, over uh, um, Ryan Reynolds to play, you know, um, Deadpool, yeah, but yeah. I get to play him. I get to play, you know, originate them in, the, awesome. in the games, you know. That's awesome. And um, so, you know, that's, and, but then also as you get older, not that I'm an old, old guy, but I'm, you know, in Hollywood, you know, you know, you hit a certain age and there's just not, they don't write as many parts for you. There's not as many parts for you. And they hire the same actors over and over again for everything. Yeah. And, and not only that, they don't want to pay you as much because, they're like, you know what? There's a lot of there's a handful of really good actors in your age group, and I can offer any one of them the part, and whoever is willing to do it for the money we want to spend on it, you know, that's what we're going to do. So you're like, okay, and then you don't, you know, after a while, you're like, really, I want to fight for a part where I get like three lines. You know, I used to, you know, I used to have my own show on TV. Now I got to fight for a part where I got three lines. It's like who cares? Yeah. You know, it's not. I'm not really getting to do my craft. I still love doing theater, although it doesn't pay very much. I met my wife in the theater, Vanessa Waters, and you know we uh, have a lovely relationship together. And we love doing theater. She's out directing a show right now. She's not getting paid for it, but she loves it, and she's an artist, and she gets to do it. You know, awesome. and we, you know, so the voiceover work is kind of you know age proof. You know, I mean, you know, the proof is in some of my favorite voice actors that were probably doing it when I was a little kid are still around doing it and I get to work with them. That's awesome. You know, I get to work with some of the biggest actors in Hollywood, um, you know, who come in to do voice work and I get to work with the best voice actors in Hollywood and, you know, we all enjoy each other too. When somebody's cooking and doing a good job, we're all laughing and having a great time and, you know, it's, it's, uh, I feel, I feel blessed that, you know, I mean, certainly been doing it. I've been making a living as an actor, um, let's see, since 1980 is when I got my first off Broadway show in New York and moved to New York. And really that's 
that's when I started purely supporting myself as an actor. And um, so that's 39 years. I've been making a living as an actor for 39 years. That's incredible. And uh, since I moved out here after winning Star Search, making, you know, a living that actually wasn't poverty level, you know, and, uh, you know, also making enough money each year to get my health insurance and making enough money to, you know, where it's a real job, you know, where I, I have, a, you know, I've been, been able to put money away for a pension and the whole deal, you know, it's like, you don't think of these things when you first start out. You go, well, I'll either be really poor and I'll be given tours at Universal Studios <laughs> or um, <laughs> like Robin Williams used to say, you want fries with that? <laughs> um, or, uh, you know, or I'm going to be I'm going to be super rich. You know, you don't think that there's actually a place for you to make a real living in between and and uh, have your, you know, to me, the joy is in having my characters known and popular that's all awesome. i don't need to have this i don't need to have the fame i don't need to have you know to hide out when i go to a restaurant and have paparazzi take my picture i don't need that you, you know don't want I mean? to be like kim kardashian where you can't go anywhere <laughs> you know the only thing i envy about kim kardashian is her ass i yes. wish i had an ass like that. oh i would like, like, uh, a little I'd never wear my pants. old age I'd never you know, wear pants. My back is getting <laughs> breeding hips. Yeah, <laughs> but you know, it's like who needs that? You know, but Kim Kardashian is not an actress. She doesn't have what I have. She doesn't have the opportunity to do, you know, to express her talent. To well, she has a talent, obviously, and it, and she made herself rich off of it, and that's. The ability to be popular. It's yeah, not yes, an easy yeah. talent to have. You know, the Madonnas of this world and people like that, it's not a, not an easy thing to maintain and keep reinventing yourself over and over again and staying in the game. It's a really difficult task. You know, now they expect everybody to do it with social media and stuff, and who cares? Yeah. We're, we're bombarded with social media. You know, there's, a, there's an eight-year-old kid who's a billionaire because he reviews toys, you know, which is great. I love that that kid did that. I love that it happened for him, but, you know, it's probably going to ruin his life. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> I hope it doesn't. I hope it doesn't, you know. That's crazy. Yeah, you know, I had the opportunity. I did a... a I had my own kids show on the USA Network years ago. It was really, really psychedelic. It was really bizarre. It was, it was really, it was. We aimed it more at stoners than kids, but it was. But the the network loved it for the you know, their kids programming. Uh, but it was originally supposed to be a show, you know, um, aimed at at a, you know adults who loved everything from you know the stuff they grew up with, like Howdy Doody to Pee Wee Herman. Was that but the, it was uh, even more Johnny Time show? Think, think, Yes, Johnny Time, exactly. Yeah. And that was, uh, you know, think Mike Myers with his own kid show. And this was before Mike Myers was even on the air. So it was, you know, the characters were, you know, original and different than what other people were doing. And, you know, I had like 80-something characters. A handful would show up every episode, and we'd pull some kid through the TV set, and they'd have some problem, whether the kid had, had lost her braces or something. And we'd go into the couch. I'd take her into the couch, and, and there would be all these crazy characters, you know, there and all played by me, you know, and awesome. um, we'd shoot all the characters separately and put it all together. And it was really fun. I got to hire all my friends and it was really, really great time. But it was, a, uh, you know, after that, you know, I got an opportunity to do some other 
programming aimed towards, you know, children, young adults, and that kind of thing. And I was asked to do the Amanda show on uh, on Nickelodeon. Um, and, uh, you know, and seeing how talented a kid, you know, Amanda Bynes was, and, you know, seeing how, how much she had her head on her shoulders at the time and all that stuff. And you see, you see though, with these kids, uh, you know, things are put in front of them and everybody like blows smoke up their ass like you're so fantastic and you rule the world and blah 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 and then you know then the kid realizes at a certain point it's all hype and you believe your own hype you're lost in the water you know it's not about that it's about you continuing to do what you love doing and doing it well and if you're popular enough to be able to keep that going you know and then they these other kids see like the Lindsay Lohans of the world getting popular by, you know, getting themselves in trouble and stuff. And they're like, wow, wow, my career's like not doing really well. Maybe if I get, you know, get caught drunk driving, everybody will know about it. And, you know, and then before you know it, these kids become very self-conscious. And, it, you know, I mean, they, they don't really yeah. have any sense of reality anymore. What the world is, is really like around them, you know, it's only what they think people perceive of them. And that's not healthy. No, absolutely not. So, like, if, if I had kids, I, I don't have kids. If I, was, if I had kids, I would, I would never, you know, I would never put them in the industry at a young age. You know, it's just, it's not, not healthy for them. There are a lot of kids that have done really well for themselves doing that. But you know, can you imagine? It's few and far between, though. Yeah. Yeah, just living your whole life insulated from everybody else and only, only knowing what it's like to grow up in the public eye yeah you know it's that living a normal life as a kid's hard enough nowadays oh yeah forget it you know when i moved out here to la the first thing that i noticed that was different from back east was that you know kids and well at first i noticed it was like kids college age and stuff you know when i was in high school and college it was all about trying to fit in these kids all already and you're talking about the 80s they were already at that point where there was all about standing out and now with social media, that's trickled down to the youngest kid. It's like, hey, look at me. I'm tap dancing, uh, you know, and I got like, you know, 100,000 people saw me do it. Yeah. It's like, you know, it's not even important anymore. Who cares anymore? Yeah. It's crazy. like, you know, if you, make, you know, my my wife teaches as well. as she, she has, you know, very young students. And the, she goes, what do you want to be when you grow up? I want to be a YouTube star. It's like, really? Oh, no, yeah. What are you going to do? I don't know, but I want to be one. It, it looks like it would be a fun way to make money. It was like, well, if it's still around and you have the opportunity, good luck on you. Yeah, good luck. Yeah, you there's know, a lot of YouTube stars. I don't want to ruin star. anybody's dream or judge anybody's dream, but come on. Yeah, there's a lot of YouTube stars that are going away from YouTube because YouTube is you know, kind of basically shooting themselves in, the, in their own foot, you know, because they're kind of screwing yeah. over a lot of people. So who knows if we're even going to have that in 10 years. Oh, I know. It's it, everything, you know, comes and goes. You know, there's popularity, everything. And now, because everything is put right out in front of you, um, people get bored so quickly. They 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 have the attention tension span of a gnat. You know, these kids don't play with each other. Kids don't play with each other. You know, face to face. They play. They go home and they get on the computer and they talk to their friends on the computer and play games opposite each other and stuff. I mean, I used to go home and I'd like my mother would go, just be back by dinner, you know, and, you know, we'd take off and go do whatever we did and had a great time. Of course, we were lucky to still be alive, but, you know, 
you know, I thought there's this commercial where there's um, kids, you know, they're challenged with physical disabilities and stuff like that, and they're, it's, uh, I guess it's a um, commercial for a special um, game pad where they can, they can, you know, play with each other and compete, and it's really moving. I mean, it's really wonderful to see that there's opportunities for kids to do things that make them feel good about themselves that they may not otherwise, especially kids that that um, felt feel like outsiders. You know what I mean? And if they if they have if there's that kind of thing, so I'm not I'm not judging those things, but you know if that's all kids are going to do and they're not going to have the opportunity to get out and have some kind of you know. It's so funny. Social. I was trying to think. Yeah, there's no. They have no social skills. Yeah. You know, I'm sitting. I'm sitting, at, and I'm like, I'm not complaining. I'm just, you know, talking observationally about the way things have changed. And I think one of the really great things about horror that continues is that they use practical effects. You know, and I think that a lot of people I meet that come to the conventions and stuff are like, yeah, I'm, I, I love doing effects, and I love doing practical effects and stuff like that. I was like, well, this is the genre for you then. That's great, you know, because, you know, stuff like CGI and those kind of things change on a weekly basis, you know. So you'll yeah. go see a movie that's all those kind of effects, and you're like, oh, boy, they look terrible compared to today's effects. And it's not really even that old. But you look at the, yeah. the you look at the practical effects. I mean, Walking Dead didn't do any different effects than what they did in Night of the Living Dead. Yeah, true George that. Romero. There's nothing different about it. You know, yeah. and George Romero's was more effective in black and white than what they did. You know what I mean? It's, 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 uh, you know, it's basically a bunch of people, you know, that, it, you know, if you wouldn't even know, <laughs> you wouldn't even know it was that different if you didn't hear all the wet noises in the background. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I work a lot with some, some of the actors. You like I worked on Ghostbusters, you know, the new Ghostbusters and, uh, with the women, uh, uh, female actors in awesome. it and that kind of thing. And it was funny because a lot of the other actors that I work with were all people that make they do all the background do the noises. noises. For, yeah, for for uh, Walking Dead. Oh, that's funny. I was like, oh my God, you poor people, man. If that's all you do all day, I don't I'm surprised you have vocal cords. Left, Wet noises but... <laughs> and grunting and Yeah. <laughs> You're like, oh my God. That's but hilarious. you know, it's really cool to see, you know. Like, I, there was a big fascination with steampunk. And I'm like, what is the fascination with steampunk with these kids, you know? And then when I thought about it, I was like, well, you see all the gears and the belts and the things, and you see how things work, and that's kind of cool and why it's such a great throwback for people because everything kids use these days, they don't even know how it works. You know, you put up an iPhone in a kid's hand, he, doesn't, he knows how to work it. He really knows how to work it well, but he doesn't know how it works. He goes, oh, well, there's a chip in there. Yeah, well, how does a chip work? I don't know. It holds information. Well, yeah. and, you know, there's no little rat on a wheel making it go. Yeah. You know, it's like there's, there's no pistons firing. There's no, you know, even cars. It's like people don't know how to work on their cars. They're all electronic now. Absolutely. It's like, I, you know, when I was in high school, we used to take apart my buddy's car and put it back together, you know, when it, when it wasn't working. You know, uh, and it's so it's you know it's times are different, and it's uh, times are quick, and it's like entertainment is uh, is hard to put a handle on what'll work and what won't work. And 
I, I really love the new genre of um, of miniseries on cable on Netflix and uh, uh, Prime, uh, you know, uh, Amazon Prime and, and um, the cable networks and stuff where they're doing, you know, instead of a movie, they're doing, you know, eight, mm-hmm. 11 episodes of something and really taking their time telling the story and they're getting yeah. the best actors they can get, even if they're not necessarily the biggest box office actors and, you know, this kind of stuff. And, and but hiring good people and you know they're not paying them the best and you know the, the amount of money they'd be making on a network show um, unless they're a big star or that kind of thing but um, but hell yeah I'd take one of those any day of the week and, and spend all my time doing it if it, you know because it's what we really love it's doing really, is yeah. doing something like that yeah that's actually that's you been know? a great thing to see with all the with the Netflix and the Hulus and even even networks like HBO and stuff like that the series and original yeah. programming has gone a long way since, you know, yeah. when well, you started. The features sure. have kind of gone out the window because they can't really make money with them, you yeah. know. I mean, truly, they there was a second life for those kind of things because, you know, they uh, they need to stream a lot of content, you know, when you turn on a thing and you're looking for something. You're going, no, 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 no. Oh, that looks interesting. Who's in that? I don't know any of the actors, but it looks interesting. Well, the poster has a naked woman on it. Let's watch that. You know, like, you know, whatever makes people turn on something. But then when you hear about something, you know, the cream rises to the top and somebody goes, oh, well, you got to watch, you know, you got to go watch Bird Box. And you're like, well, what's that? What's Bird Box with Sandra Bullock? It's like, really? They got Sandra Bullock? Well, no, she actually put it together and it's really kind of unique and different and you know, and at first we start watching it, we're going, you know, this I'm not believing this or whatever. And then all of a sudden you go, you know what, this is kind of disturbing in an entertaining kind of way. And then you're like, wow, they were right. This is kind of pretty wild. I can't turn away from it. You know, it's, you know, um, I'll probably have nightmares, but it was really cool to watch. <laughs> you know, and then Ozark or, you know, whatever. You get to see yeah. these people doing their best work. And you know you get a you get a great actor like William H Macy, and he winds up doing ten, eleven seasons of a series because he's having such a great time doing it because it's such, you know such great stuff that writing for him, you know, and, and the rest of the time, you know, he gets tired of getting some bit part in some movie that doesn't use his talents, you know, and we, and you know we get to appreciate them at their best. Yeah. So it's. You know, you know, I mean, you get to, I get so bored with the, you know, I mean, I've won some, a few little awards here and there in my time and been nominated for some Emmys and, you know, as a voice actor and, and, uh, you know, I was close to getting an Emmy nomination for Reefer Madness, but it didn't happen. And, you know, you get disappointed when that kind of thing happens, but then you're like, really, do I really care? There's like 10 award shows during award season, and it's the same friggin' people that they give them to yeah. or they hire. I'm really glad when I see somebody new. Well, don't worry. You'll you know? be and up it for... Does, and, and I'm especially happy to see people of all kinds of colors and races and came from other countries and, you know, this kind of stuff. I'm so happy to see all that diversity and all those things, and not just because it's racially diverse, because it's different, because I'm tired of seeing the same people over and over again. That they did a great job, but the reason they did a great job was because they put asses in the seats, which is to their credit, you know, and people pay them the most money, and they get the best parts because they can get the best parts because, you know, they become the most popular. But, you know, there's so often that I see something that I'm going, 
you know, this would have been so much better if they didn't hire a star in it. It just would have been so much better. Yeah. You know? Well, don't worry. You'll be... The- You'll be up for another award here uh, next year for <laughs> for best <laughs> inter- radio it'll, awards. Yeah, it'll be a Replicon <laughs> Radio Award. Oh man, I couldn't believe it. He talked about his puppy's dog shit coming yeah. out. Of his ass. <laughs> yeah, that's the type of shit. Sausage man. links. That's... I lost it, man. I lost it. That was that's what he opened with. That's what he opened the conversation with. It's unbelievable. He called it that we were sitting in a bathtub together. He fucking knew it, man. That's the shit that wins, though. So you might. <laughs> you called the shit dominated. poop. I can hear your voice. I can hear your voices bouncing off the tile. What are you uh, talking about? That's he our... called the shit poop. That's the sunroom that we're in. <laughs> Uh, awesome. Hey, listen, I, oh, yeah. you, you know, you guys are a lot of fun to talk to. And um, if there's, uh, you know, uh, I'd love to open it up for, you know, your specific questions. I know I, I talked a lot about just what was on my mind at the yeah, moment. I do have a question. But, which is, I think, a lot, sometimes a lot more fun than, than people asking the same questions that people mostly know the answers to. But um, well, we love doing that, doing it that way. Do we? Do, we just like it to fucking flow. You know, we don't. We don't like to ask the normal questions that, you know, like you said, everybody knows the fucking answers to that you've answered a thousand times. It's, you know, we already know that. Right. You know, it's like, well, we just right. sit here and have a conversation. You know, we'll touch base right. on things and just, you know. But we'll stick those questions in the middle. Yeah, we'll stick the questions, yeah. you know, throughout it. I do have a, <laughs> I do have a question for you. Uh, sure. I've noticed that you've done a lot of anime voices and video game voices. Which, which uh-huh. ones, which... Which one do you prefer to do voices for, or does it a lot of anime and and uh, and video games? Yeah, or all different and or all different voice work. Well, do you like do you like doing uh, voices for video games more than doing anime work, or? Are you know, the same? I like the stuff that has narrative to it. You know, I mean, there's a lot of stuff that we do. That is, it's hard work, you know, because you're sitting there screaming and yelling and it's, you know, literally it's like there's lists of lines that you need for this character and they go, okay, uh, give me three takes of that line and give me three takes of that line. Give me three takes of that line. Okay. Give me three takes of that line and you do it. And it's, it's challenging and I'm grateful for it it comes out really good when they're done with it you know um it's hard on the voice uh you get paid for it no residuals even though they're making crap loads of money on it right um and then i go and do stuff for illumination who are just like on fire with their projects you know doing um pets and minions and the grinch and you know and they bring me in along with carlos alice rocky you know who's Rocco and the Taco Bell dog and Jim Cummings and Lori Allen and you know um, and all these you know some really good people um, and uh, and we come in and have a blast doing you know bringing voices to all their additional characters and you know back in the day we may used to do maybe used to do a lot more of the lead characters and that kind of thing um, and those, of course, are now a lot stunt cast a lot, um, meaning they're cast with whatever celebrity they can get in. Yeah. Them. It's understandable, but yeah. you know. But then we get to you know every once in a while we get to do some, get to do some character that's really a standout character, and we're like, oh, this is so much fun. 
And the material is great. We have a great time doing it. The product is just a number one. And, you know, we also, they also reward us with our work by, if it does well, we, we make some money on the side with our, with the royalties and oh, stuff, awesome. which is, mm. which is really awesome. We can actually make a living doing this and, and have fun doing it. And, and, uh, also, you know, they pay us to come in and deliver. They know if they bring in that same group of people, we're going to give them everything they need. Right. You know, they're not going to have to finesse it out of us. They're not going to have to, oh, we didn't get it. You know, we got to go back and we'll just go get somebody else. You know, none of that's going to happen. And, um, you know, but then there's, you know, stuff like anime. I mean, you know, like you did uh, Afro Samurai, um, you know, and it's a lot more fun if the other actors, at least one of the other actors in the other room. I, you know, I expected to show up and do my bit and leave. I showed up and Samuel Samuel L. Jackson's in the room with me, and I'm doing my scenes that's that are with Samuel L. Jackson in the room. We're having a freaking blast. That's awesome. And I'm yeah. like, this that's is cool. awesome. This is yeah. cool. So I, I'm pretty sure that answers your question. But that you know, oh, I enjoy the narrative stuff that that plays out more like, okay, this is kind of a Raiders of the Lost Ark kind of thing, and you're playing a really fun character. He's kind of a slimy little guy. Whoop! They dropped the phone. Plug it back in. Bring something to it, other than just doing, you know, a voice of a thug. Hey, Batman! You know, hey, uh, hey, the, the, you know, the bad guys after his boss, you know, and <laughs> and that kind of stuff. Which is, you know, we we always make fun. I mean, we we always make our own fun in those situations. We have a good time, and the people in in that part of the industry are just the best people to work with. They're so awesome, but. You know, obviously you want something challenging, you want something fun. I was, I had been doing Pete Puma for uh, the new Looney Tunes, and it was just like one of my favorite characters as a kid. And, you know, it was, it's not an easy character to nail. And he, because he was only in a couple of episodes, like over the, the all the years of the Warner Brothers cartoons, you know. Right. And so he kind of come in, and then they also want to do something a little different with it. They want me to put a little more Tommy Chong in there with it and that kind of stuff. And, they, you know, and you're having fun. And the other actors are laughing their asses off, you know. Bob Bergen is doing, you know, Bugs Bunny and, you know, uh, um, uh, I mean, uh, Bob uh, Bergen is, do, uh, uh, Bergen is doing um, Porky Pig and Bob, Bob Berg, Bergman is doing, uh, <laughs> you know, uh, Bugs and, and uh, uh, D, D. Baker, uh, D. Baker is doing, uh, you know, uh, uh, Daffy Duck, and, and we're all laughing. You guys are all together. Yeah, that's char- awesome. Yeah, these are characters that we loved, we grew up with, and then to see them come to life in a different way, and we're all doing it. And I know you. <laughs> you know, I'm doing that, and I'm like, oh my god, you know, because you're going, oh, he's doing, he's doing the character I can't do, or he's doing the character I can't do. You know, and that's it's awesome. A lot of fun to watch each other work, and we have a, lot, a blast doing it. Yeah, I'm saying so like show. your list of uh, like voice is you know I mean it's, it's insane. insane. It's There's insane. No way. Um, kind of a random question. I would say to me, this is a fan um, of the characters. My standout, obviously, besides the Crypt Keeper, would be like Buster Bunny. Yeah, and uh, like that's like I love that. You know, I, I felt. I felt honored to do Buster Bunny, although I, I never really brag about Buster because I didn't create him. You yeah. know, that was uh, that was Charlie Adler. And, you know, I work with Charlie all the time. He directs a lot of cartoons. And uh, he's so talented. He's so good. And, and um, 
you know, when they said, hey, uh, we want you to come do Buster Bunny, and I was like, Charlie Adler does Buster Bunny, and they go, yeah, Charlie's Charlie's directing now, we kind of had a little thing, you know, he doesn't want to do it, and so I called Charlie, you know, I through my agents, I called Charlie, and I said, you know, what's going on, and he goes, yeah, welcome to it. Go oh, get it. And people are like, you know, bah, you know, whatever, you know, and that's that happens with you work for people for a long time, and you know, you expect to get paid, whatever yeah. it was. Um, but I wasn't gonna. I don't go in and like audition for a part um, under somebody you know is because they're in the middle of trying to negotiate their contract or yeah. something. You know, that's that's that kind of sucks. There are oh. people that'll do that all over the place, and you know, if they're not working, you can't blame them. But at the same time, I wouldn't do it. I yeah, don't need to do it, and, uh, sure. you know, and I wouldn't want somebody doing it to me. Mm. But, um, you know, but it's such a f- great character, and he he brought so much to it. And, you know, they let me do a little of my own thing with it, but it was really more, you know, trying to channel Charlie. And the reason they thought of me was because there was an episode where Buster Bunny does the Crypt Keeper. And oh, that's <laughs> awesome! Like, yeah, he opens up the book and the whole deal, and it's like a Halloween episode or whatever. And they were like, "Oh, well, that was funny." It was like Buster Bunny doing the Crypt Keeper. So if Charlie could do Buster Bunny doing the Crypt Keeper, we should be able to get the Crypt Keeper to do Buster Bunny. <laughs> so they just they <laughs> called me. I didn't even audition. Yeah, I didn't even audition for it. Andrea Romano, the director, just called me and said, "You know, we want to give you this part." And I was like. Okay, <laughs> Charlie first, Where but do yeah, I you know, and I, you know, so I wound up doing it. It was a lot of fun to do. That's awesome. Really, a lot of fun. Those scripts were so mm. fun on so many different levels. You know, Steven Spielberg stamped, hand stamped every one of those scripts. It, it didn't get made if he didn't read it first and like it. That's awesome. You know, love it. So there were, there were. I mean, all those episodes they did were fun. I'll tell you, one of the most fun shows that I worked on was Cat Dog. <laughs> I love that um, show. That was so much fun and. And we had such a great group of guys and and and, and ladies and um, uh, yeah, it was it was me and Jim Cummings and um, and uh, um, sorry, my brain's not firing on all cylinders. Talking mm-hmm. about firing on cylinders, um, Tom Kenny, um, Carlos Alizraki, Billy West. Um, a character that came and went was uh, Dwight Schultz played this uh, this uh, nasty little squirrel. I can't remember the name of the character. Um, uh, Maria Bamford, uh, I think I said her name right. She's so talented. She's a great stand-up. Yeah, you and said all it these, right. You know, great actors that would come in and do these characters, and we had a blast. Every they're like, okay, every t- we're, you're booked every Tuesday to go work on Cat Dog, <laughs> and it was like, and Sweet. we would just be cracking each other up the whole time. They go, okay, guys, if we're gonna get through this. It's like, oh, it's okay. If you go into overtime, you don't have to pass overtime. You know, we were like, because we were having so much fun, you know? Yeah. Um, and uh, obviously, uh, you know, Jim Cummings and Tom were so, uh, Tom Kinney were so good as Cat Dog. And then all these supporting characters were just freaking great, you know? And, we, and to this day, I have relation, you know, really great working relationships with all those guys from that, uh, people from that particular show. We had a lot of fun, a lot of laughs. I don't remember how many episodes we did. It was a lot of them, but we That's sure awesome. had fun doing it. So, I mean, you've definitely done a lot of iconic characters like, you know, Buster. And recently you got to do Scrooge McDuck, which is awesome. Um, oh, I can't believe it. And and in the vein of, of Paul Winchell, you know, uh, I mean, not Paul Winchell, uh, 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 Young, um, 
from uh, um, Mr. Ed. Uh, um, that was his first name, Young. Uh, I'm not sure. I'm really tired. That's all right. I can't believe my brain. You remember is. a that's lot of names. Of yeah, that's a, I, could, I can't even <laughs> remember that's always a, what. That's always the first thing to go, though, when you're, when you're tired is names. You're like, uh, um, yeah, you know, he was, he was, uh, he was Wilbur and, and Mr. Ed, but he was, he, he originated the voice of Scrooge McDuck and they wanted somebody who could bring that, that version of it to life. And, um, was a lot of fun. I mean, you know, to do classic characters is a lot of fun, but to also create Alan Young original ones. Alan Young, thank you. And you know, I mean, to create your own is you know just an amazing you know opportunity, and you take great pride in it. And so I'm not putting down having done Buster Bunny contra contra. That you know, I uh, consider a great honor that I got to you know um, uh, following Char- and Charlie Adler's uh, footsteps. But um, but there's something about you know uh, create getting to create the voice of a character For on sure. your own. That's really that's what I was going to ask. Like awesome. what's like what's the pro? Like obviously you know when you're creating the voice, you know I mean you you have you think of what the character would be. What's the I mean what's that process like versus like I can't even imagine trying to just recreate like that would seem like that would be even harder than the couple of the original ones your idea so I mean yeah recreating could be harder because you know you're trying to not only nail it you know sometimes they don't want an exact voice match sometimes they just want you to make it your own but they they want it to to really emulate the spirit of what it what originally was and so in that sense you know you know you're either going to nail it or not and then but when you're doing an impersonation there may be 20 guys that can do that impersonation and it's whoever they want to pick in either somebody they've worked with multiple times or you know and they know that they'll deliver every time they come in or they'll pick somebody who maybe did a version of it that has a little life to it or a little funny to it that wasn't expected or you know that kind of thing um you know, and so the process, you know, would be like, well, if they really want you to nail it, you're going to go listen to the, especially to the, you know, a lot of times they'll use lines from the character that originally came from one of the episodes of something that, um, from the original stuff. And you'll listen to that and you'll try to nail it. And then you throw all that away and you just go put it down. You know, you put it down uh, um, as yourself doing it and so that it's alive and you do your own acting with it. But, um, you know, creating a new voice for something uh, has become harder over the years because now you do it all at home. You know, it's like I have my own setup here where I can, they send me the material as opposed to walking in with a director there or somebody or casting director, whoever who's listening to you going, you know what, what you're doing is really great, but we want to make them a little older. You know, we want to make them a little less charactery you know use a little more of your voice in it that kind of stuff and that helps you get the part but you know when you're recording they don't want you to do 10 versions of it they want you to do one or two versions at the most of it and send it to them you know and so there's a little bit of pissing pissing in the wind on that because your version of it's going to be different than somebody else's version of it sometimes they even yeah, sometimes you know what the character's going to look like and they've sent you pictures, and sometimes they don't. Uh, sometimes they send you no art, artwork at all. That's crazy. And you're just trying to create it. And if you know the style of the animation, 
you know, like it's somebody who's who's done other stuff, and you're like, okay, that's going to be, you know, a classy chupo kind of show. I know that the characters, you know, have a certain amount of fun to them. It's like, you know, when I did Ray Rocket for Rocket Power, mm-hmm. I was just doing an impersonation of the surfer dude dad across the street from me. <laughs> <laughs> totally. He doesn't. He doesn't. He doesn't know it because he'd probably want his cut. But you know. <laughs> Nobody tell. But you know, it was. I was just. I just. You know, because I used to imitate him all the time for my other neighbors, and they'd crack up. They'd, hey, Johnny K, how you doing? You know, and, I, and so I just went in, and you know, when I saw the pictures of him, I go, God, it even looks like my neighbor. You know, so I did it. I, you know, funny. when I went and audition for it, I just did it. And you know, I know, it's you know, it, it became more alive because it was you know something that I had already you know had. Uh, created life for and I was based on somebody it wasn't just a voice you know it was a real acting part you know and um, and I had fun with it and that's contagious you know wrong so that. you know for anybody who's who does voiceover you know it's it's like you know you can have confidence you know in having fun with what you're doing and, and the character if you're not having fun with the choice you've made then try something else sure. <laughs> even if you don't get it you have a better chance of getting it by, you know, doing doing a version of something that that you shine to, that you really enjoy. Absolutely. You know. Absolutely. Yeah. Oh, that's yeah. Amazing. I mean, I go to these horror conventions. It's funny, and I get to you know sign autographs for the Crypt Keeper. I have so much fun with the Crypt Keeper, and I I so enjoyed the project, and I so enjoyed the history of it and the whole thing. But I see other people, they come to the conventions and they're signing autographs for a character they hated doing it or they, no. didn't, they didn't have that much fun doing it or they didn't really even have that much history with it, you know, or anything. And it's like, you know, of course they're going to please the fans. Of course, nobody's going to turn down money if you're getting paid to do it. And it's it's what we do. We do make a living at this. Mm-hmm. So I never judge anybody for, you know, making money at this in the way that they can. But... Um, you know, I I feel lucky that it's one of my favorite things I've ever done. I get to I get to go promote that, and uh, it's still popular after all these years. I mean, you know, obviously we'd all be happy if it was back on the air and the rights were reverted back to the people I did it with, and they could use the Crypt Keeper that we did and all that stuff. You know. Yeah, I was going to ask you that's somebody. something a lot of people obviously have talked about, and people were asking in our chat about all the possible reboots. I know you were trying to to do something with that is there any progress on that or is it just a run into walls well with the you know i mean there's only one scenario where they could have the crib keeper that i did and that's if you know the partners which were joel silver richard donner walter hill bob zemeckis and david geiler yeah. you know who were the big producers on tales from the crypt the one that i did um get the rights back because that crib keeper was one that they created specifically for their version of tales from the crypt Mm-hmm. Anybody else got the rights to tell from the crypt? They they certainly can make their own crypt keeper. He was part of the original comic books and part of the licensing, but they couldn't use that version of the crypt keeper. Yeah, and in the same vein, they own you know the guys I did tell from the crypt, but they own that version of the crypt keeper to be able to you know do things with here and there but they can't use him as the crypt keeper uh without the rights to tales from the crypt anymore they still own the rights to all the episodes that were made and the movies and the images and all that stuff but 
you know, the, it's the Gaines family, uh, William Gaines's family, who inherited, uh, right. you know, his legacy. Um, you know, it's up to them. And, you know, you can't blame them for one of them if they're going to put it out there to do it, make money. But at the same time, you want to do it with the right people. Yeah. You want to do it mm. in a way that the fans are going to love it. So, I, you know, I think they do well to do it with our guys, you know, whether it's the best money-making situation for them or not. Because it's not just an annuity. It is a legacy. Absolutely. And, it's, you know, that it's <clears throat> it's a better situation for them to 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 continue that legacy and let it go on and on than to do something that's a flash in the pan and goes away. Yeah. And doesn't have the cool licensing and the cool image of the of the I mean the crib keeper is the thing that you see everywhere. Absolutely. You know, you don't see, <clears throat> you know, I mean you see the comic book images, those are great and you see all these different things and the EC comics are awesome. The artwork that were done in the EC comics influenced everything you see in horror. Yeah. Everything. We used to use the comic books as the actual storyboards for the episodes. Like if there was a shot, like the frame of the comic book had, you know, you're looking at it from a point of view that's about the guy's waist and he's holding a head in his hand. And in the background is the person running away with no he head, you know, yeah. and all you see is the guy's hip and, the, you know, the, you know, that's the way they would shoot it, you know, and which was really cool. They were really tried really hard to bring the comic book to life they didn't just make their own thing and that's why i think there was a little bit of fans that were like oh wow not don't let that person do it they're gonna yeah. make it something that's not tales from the crypt they're just kind of using the franchise name and you know and yeah they'll use the stories from the comic books and yeah they'll you know maybe they'll make their own version of the crypt keeper and the witch and Oh no! What are they going to do? Put Steve Buscemi in a in a shroud? What are they going to do? You know, it's like you know, it's like uh, you know, it's it's a it's a responsibility that they have to you know to to keep it alive, to keep a little dead guy alive. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, you know, I mean, we're hoping that we get the rights back. You know, sadly. Um, uh, I mean, is that you know, is that like a is that something you guys are actively pursuing and trying to do? I know I know well, you've talked I'm about it a few times. I'm not involved in it at all. I'm not a producer or anything. You yeah. know, obviously uh, Jack Wall, who was who was uh, whose job it was to do a lot of the merchandising and stuff for Tales from the Crypt, uh, um, producer, writer, uh, advertising man, really a great man, um, and uh, I've. I've, I've been told that he, he recently passed away. I haven't seen anything that said that. I, I have to find out. I've been, I've been avoiding it because he was such a, a dear man in my life. And he was, and he constantly called me, Hey, Johnny, baby, we're going to do, you know, the Crypt Keeper is going to be doing Bud Light commercials. And, you know, <laughs> and he was always trying to work on trying to get it going again. But, you know, it's tough because people want what they want. And if they own the rights, it's, it involves lawyers and it involves yeah. this and involves that. And, so he'd be like, hey, can you put this down for me? We're going to use it as a little promotional thing to help try to get the rights. And I go, sure, I will. Of course I will. You know, and in the meantime, you know, nobody's been keeping this franchise alive more than me. No, Going to conventions and, you know, interviewing and, you know, having, uh, having somebody to talk to about the show. Absolutely. There's nobody else to really talk to. You know, uh, <clears throat> 
certainly Kevin Yeager's still around, and, and he's very great to his fans who contact him about stuff on social media and that kind of thing. And he's, you know, I mean, he's so talented, and he's still working in, in, in the best projects in Hollywood and stuff. And, um, and then there's... Uh, um, you know Todd Masters, who did all the effects for the actual episodes, you know, and he's he's one of the best in the business, and he's still doing practical effects, and and he's certainly, you know, I'll go do a, um, uh, they'll have a screening of Demon Knight, and um, they'll invite Ernest Dickerson and myself to come talk to the audience or whatever, and or Todd and, and that kind of thing, which is really cool, and keeping that that alive, and um, so it's kind of a really uh, cool kind of thing. Exactly. You know, so <laughs> let's keep the little old dead guy alive, titties. <laughs> Absolutely. That's something I can get behind. Yeah, I, I definitely. Well, I hope something happens wrap it up. for sure. Thank you. Um, I really appreciate uh, you guys. I, uh, I hope that a lot of people come uh, uh, come see us at... Uh, Astronomicon. Um, uh, Astronomicon. Astronomicon, thank you. And because uh, we're going to party our asses off. Oh, uh, yeah. I know. I'll, I'll stop by and say hello. When I'm, and I'm sure the other two will Absolutely. as well. We'll be, we're we're be there all weekend. A, we're at least going to have a drink together. For sure. Yeah, for sure. We'll do some karaoke. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs> Absolutely, man. Yeah, we're, Hopefully, hopefully it won't be. Uh, hopefully, our our faces won't freeze off like it like it was there last week. Yeah, hopefully you know? not. Oh, right, well, last year was pretty bad with the snowstorm, but it was still a great time. From uh, my understanding, yeah. I heard it's going to be you pretty know, good this people, year. Though. The snow is melting. So I mean, we'll all be inside, uh, toasty. If people show up, that's all. That's all that matters. So. You know, we're we're you know, there's a lot of great people coming to this you know convention for people to meet and party with. So, Amen. you know, the, the the kind of group that they they hooked up to to show up are the kind of people who come out and have a good time with the fans. Absolutely. You know, I've been to a lot of conventions where people don't even come out. Like I'm the only one part, partying with the fans. You know, or you know, me and, and Kane Hodder or whoever. But there's there's a good group of people that all come out to have a good time. For sure. And so uh, show up. We're going to have a blast. Be there. Yeah, absolutely. We'll be out there. It was a pleasure talking to you, man. We could probably talk all damn night. So <laughs> right. um, we'll have to have you back on again. Pleasure's all mine, kitties. <laughs> <laughs> all right, brother. Well, yeah, make sure you guys stay tuned. Check out uh, John Kassir on all his uh, – he's on social medias even though he hates it. well be careful what you ask for kiddies you may get it (laughs) awesome man well welcome to the replicon radio family you're always welcome here brother and it's definitely a pleasure talking to you thanks raptors (laughs) awesome man ciao we'll take it easy have a good one we'll see you in a couple days yeah, it just kept getting better and better, man. I, uh, yeah. I could have kept going and going and going. For sure. Oh, oh absolutely. Uh, all my shit is dead. What, what, what are you doing? Huh? That was awesome. Yeah, that was, was an awesome interview. Probably my favorite of the year. Uh, yeah. And we're, and we're, well, hell, we're only you know, we're just uh, over a month in, month so two. who knows? Hey. He'd I mean, definitely be a nominated. So a, as far as from the past, it's definitely, you know, favorite up there you know there yeah, it is yeah. oh we're gonna listen to some crib yeah. keeper rap yeah we'll take a quick break. we're gonna take a quick break we're gonna come back all you have to do is come to the crib keepers party a monster bash if you will come on down 
Schizophrenic, see my brain is always waving Cross between Stephen King and Wes Craven Your worst nightmare, we take it right there Project Demon got you running like a bomb scare Michigan, the murder glove, all the mitten Color what you want, wicked rhymes spitting Bodies flowing in the Great Lakes Streaming loud, watch the dead wait Watch the murder victim's body shake A homicide ain't no thing to us Eject the CD because the shit is too dangerous Flow through your mind like a migraine Heavy screaming through your soul Suicide on the night train Crash and burn, explode and blow Reload, see you inhale as the story was told Goodbye
Yeah, that was fucking dope. What happens? Well, we uh, we had uh, the the great John Kasser on. I don't think that's how you pronounce. I don't know how to say it. Kasser, Kasser, Kasser. I don't know. John Kasser. Kasser. Sound it out. Kasser. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that was dope. Um, we like I said, it was too dope. We could have went on forever. And we and then before that we had uh, Adam awesome, William Ward, super cool. Yeah, make sure you guys go check out Adam William Ward. Uh, Wally got wasted. It's a funny ass movie. Who got wasted? Wally. Wally got Wally. Wasted. Super funny. I think it's Wally a, got wasted. I think that's a a double meaning right there for wasted. Wally got wasted. Wally got wasted. Not in theaters. Go check it out. Um, tag tag these motherfuckers and let them know you heard them on Replicon. Absolutely. Tell them how much you enjoyed it. Go go up to John and go check out the uh, the other interview that dropped today as well on our YouTube or Spotify or iHeartRadio or iTunes or uh, right here at RepliconRadio.com from uh, Taja V Simpson. Uh, it's a short little short little interview, but it was fun. Bloop. When did you do that today? Uh, I got uploaded today. I oh. did it on the thirty first, which was what Thursday? Yeah, I believe so. Yeah, yeah, Thursday. Yes, sir. Where'd you do that at? Um. The front seat of my car. No shit? No. That was uh, nice. Because I wasn't allowed to come to the studio where we host a radio show. Because that was too much work for someone to do. To nothing. unlock the door is yeah. too much work. But luckily we won't have to deal with that so anymore. I learned, how to record, I learned how to record on my phone. And I recorded it on my phone. And then I uploaded it today and added background music to it. Did you listen to it? Does it sound good? It sounds Quality alright? Yeah, I wouldn't say it's top notch, but it sounds alright. 
It's good enough. Sounds a lot better with the background music and everything. I mean, right. it's a record, literally a recorded phone Right. Call. No, I got you. But it's yeah, it's, it's good. It's not. It's not bad. Check it out. Comment on it. Let us know if it sounds okay. Yeah. Yeah. And I was uh, just a little curious on how yeah. it worked out. Just short little interview. Right. It's about uh, nineteen minutes. Um, also. Yeah. So if you guys are at Astronomicon this week, February eighth, ninth, and tenth, definitely Sterling Heights, Michigan. Hit us up if you don't. If you don't see us, you can't find us. Hit, hit up one of I'm sure we'll media. all be Tag wearing Replicon Radio shirts. Tag us or something. Be like, hey, oh yeah, I'm, that? that's basically all I'm packing. Probably with our <laughs> names on the bag of them. I definitely tell John that you heard us. Yeah, yeah. Go up, talk to John because absolutely let him know how much you enjoyed him on our show. Because I definitely want to have him back, and I definitely want to talk to him some more. I mean, yeah. th- we basically covered about ten percent of his career. I wouldn't even say no. that. Really, not even ten percent. No, I didn't. I've seen the list. <laughs> seen oh the yeah, list. there's no way we could talk about all that. But no, just the big stuff. We didn't talk about Three Stooges, bro. We played fucking Champ. Like that's huge. We didn't talk about the Crip Jam, which we played twice, and that shit's dope. <laughs> <laughs> How do you not feel? You know saying like, bro, you did a rap song. You did a <laughs> rap right. song as the Crip Keeper. I'm pretty sure it was like Boys to Men or. I think it might have been the boys, actually. The like, boys. Like heavy D and the boys, but it was just the boys. Like, I'm, not, <laughs> I'm not really sure. But, yeah. Oh, that fucking creepy werewolf, baby. Oh, Jesus Christ. Oh, no. Don't do that. Oh, God. But, yeah. Yeah, you see him there. You tell him how much you enjoyed him on uh, Replicon. Replicon. And do the same thing for fucking Kane Hodder. Kane Hodder, too. Yeah, we. Yeah, that dude. Shout out to him. Shout Go out tell him that you heard him. On the right. Replicon. And all the people that are at Astronomicon that you didn't hear on Replicon Radio, tell them how much you'd like to hear them on Replicon Radio. Basically, because I promise you we're going to hit all them motherfuckers up while we're there. Basically, tell all the artists on M&E that you enjoyed them on Replicon because yeah, we pretty much had them all. Every all single but person one, except for two. 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 Except for two. Matt Monoxide and... Matt, I don't know who the fuck Matt Monoxide Matt is. Matt Monoxide. <laughs> yeah, right. I was going to say Matt Jackson and I said Monoxide. Uh, but, so that, that's... Yeah. Thanks. Fuck face. And Brian. And yeah, the ROC Monoxide and the ROC are the only two mini artists that have not been on the show. So let them let them know how much you let want to hear know. them on the show, especially Paul. Brian will be on the show. We've already talked to him. He's down. Essentially, we're just waiting on the right time. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. When the next record drops or the Zodiac, whatever you know what I'm saying. I mean, we could have it on now, and then it'd be like six months from now. He'd be like start announcing a record. You know what I mean? It's like it's got to wait. It's got to make sense. Um. But yeah, you should, you, everyone should tell Paul you definitely sense. want him on the show. We definitely want to get Paul on the show. Absolutely, yeah. He's a hard one. We could probably get George. Well, back because on. he you we know. can get George back on before we get Paul on the show. But shout out to George. Shout out to everybody, man. We'll see you guys at motherfucking Astronomicon. I think next week on the show we have uh, Chris Paxton. Um, I don't know if you know who that is. Do well, you? Why don't you tell us? He is. Uh, where's Joe Wiggles? Is Joe Wiggles in the chat? Joe Wiggles. He's he's in he there. He was. He was. Because Joe Wiggles will tell you because he's excited about it. He's excited. Um. Well, last time he was really excited about an interview was Mr. Fucking Dibs, and that one went over very well. It did. Shout out to it? Wiggles for that hookup. Um. But he he does he does he's a producer. He's a big time producer. Um. He's done a lot. Of, he does a lot of stuff with Kung Fu Vampire. Um. He's his Kung Fu Vampire's drummer as well. Um, and he owns a big, huge drum company called Paxton Drums. Oh, that's a big one. He, uh, Wiggles is telling you, telling you all about him. He's yeah. dope. He said he he says I'm stoked, and he's <laughs> and dope. dope. 
That is, that is that is all you need I'm to stoked. know. We don't even need to talk to him now. Yeah. We know everything about him. That's it. I'm stoked and he's dope. Yeah. But yeah, he's a, he's a, Good he's job, a, Buckles. He's a big engineer. He's a big drummer. We are a few seconds on a delay, so I'm sure he's probably typing stuff. For now. sure. <laughs> um, it's about a 45-second delay. Is it? Yeah. 45-second delay. Why is it that Joe long? Wiggles. It just, We've got it a sale is. at Replicon Radio. It goes on for three more days. 15% off. Oh, and he's a super cool guy. Everything. So there you go. Wiggles is stoked. Paxton is dope. And he's a super cool guy. And he's most likely going to be on Replicon Radio next motherfucking Monday. Most likely. I thought it was locked in. Yeah, it is. I mean, I guess a lot of shit could happen between now and then. That's a long drive. Because we're, yeah. leaving, we're leaving yeah, to we're, come back. We're leaving Astronomicon Monday morning to come back. Yeah, I got to And drive. we're moving to a brand new studio. All in, oh shit, that's right. So it's gonna be dope, but everything will work out. Because and no time to prepare. Nope. Well, that's how we do things. We on the fly. It's gonna that's be the second doing. best show ever. Yeah. So the first show there, you might hear dogs barking. Oh. <laughs> we shot a show from that kitchen table before. Yeah, so. we did it on YouTube. Yeah, we did it on YouTube. YouTube. So yeah, just tub. Make sure you guys are. Uh, the sale ends on the seventh, fam. I can't change it; it's already done. No wiggles. It's, yes, it is another new studio, but it's gonna be—it's the final studio. Final studio. <laughs> Fucking fine. It better be the final. I'm tired of doing this every year. It's like every every first of uh, the year. It's like it's the first of the year. Time to get the fuck out. Yeah, right. You know what? Since it's you know, what I mean, we're it's our last day here. We're going to a new place. We're going to Astronomicon. We got a sale going on. Everything's fifteen percent off. We told you there's going to be a bunch of new dope shit coming out right after that. Um, should I tell them who drew it? Yes, Hold I up. think you should. Yeah, go ahead. I mean, well, there's two of them. The first one is from an artist who is attending Astronomicon, who did a whole bunch of twisted T-shirts in the past. Uh, you may have bought his prints in several different places. Um, dope. I think we Indiana. should. I think since we only got a couple of days left, we, uh, we should up that to twenty percent off. Terrence Muncie um, is the name of the artist. He uh, he's done a bunch of twisted shit. He has. We have a brand new dinosaur logo. New shit, y'all. New shit on Friday. And the other one. This one's super dope. I've been sitting on this fucking dinosaur for a while. Like before like, eight legs. Yeah, we got it like a week or two before eight legs. Oh, you telling about that one? Yeah, yeah. Let them uh, know because no. it's like because it's a, we're dropping it now in honor of Astronomicon essentially because as you guys know, Haunted Hions, the brand new Twisted comic, is dropping at Astronomicon. VIP members get a VIP cover. Well, the illustrator for that entire fucking comic book, Mariana Pescasta. Drew us a dope ass Replicon Dino, and it's definitely a different rendering than what you guys have been used to seeing. Yes. You know, all the other drawings besides the Michelin it's Man, and a little and a little bit of history on that. It was her first ever drawn dinosaur. Ever, she's never drew she's a never drawn a dinosaur before in her life. Yeah, until she's now. like a big time comic book. And even better, we didn't pay for it. <laughs> yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like, I don't think we had to tell. Well, I'm saying because it's dope. Because I mean, obviously, people. Are artists and they draw things. You yeah, know what I mean, like we pay them for the design, and you know what I mean. She just donated. She it. did it out of love. She was like, "I love you guys." Right. I've never drew a dinosaur before either, so it was like a double awesome for me here, and yeah, gave she, me a fucking. She so even said that she had a lot of fun drawing it too yeah. because she's never drew one before. 
Yeah, so that was uh, super dope. The OG Dino ain't ever going anywhere, fam. You ain't down with that? What? 20. I can't. I'd have to make a whole other code for uh, 5%. Like, yeah. it's, yeah. Um. No, the OG Dino ain't going anywhere. We just get new dope fun designs and we give you all different options and all kinds of stuff. OG Dino's forever, bro. It's just there. <coughs> now, we might have to bring them but back yeah, for a limited the, time I'm, only. I'm but really hey. excited about the Mariana one. I can't wait for you guys to see it. I've been sitting on it for a long time. It's different. But if anybody has kids. We almost dropped it about, what, several three, times, four bro. months ago when we made that kid shirt? Yeah, like if anybody to has don- kids. Donate to the kids. Super dope for kids. Like, Not that it's not good for adults. Like, I'll be wearing. You'll see. I got. I made myself two shirts with that design on it. I'll have it at Astronomicon. Um, no, you can't wear it. Yeah. Fuck yeah, I can. Not until we drop it. It's going to drop that day. When? You better not be wearing it Thursday. Yeah. Better be wearing it Saturday. We're fucking fine. I'll wear it fucking one. I'll rip. I want I'll people to talk about it. I want people burn to see that it talk about it. Actually, I'll tell you what. <laughs> I got a shirt that none of y'all are going to get, except for maybe someday in a Patreon or something, because it's a fucking mashup mix-up. I got the new eight legs design on the Mariana Dinosaur. Yeah. What, ho? Yeah, y'all, didn't, y'all didn't even know about the new eight legs design, bro. It ain't in there. Mm-mm. But that ain't a new dino, though. That's just the. A... Oh, you're talking about the. Yeah, that's just Rebelcon Radio. Yeah, what's dope? Yeah, you gotta send that to me, by the way. Yeah, there's gonna be. Yeah, we're gonna, yeah, we're gonna put some kids. Yeah, we're gonna some kid stuff. <coughs> kid stuff. I mean, the other dinos are kid friendly too, but this one's. Just seems a little more friendly. Like this one it. they can actually wear to school and nobody's gonna get frightened. Yeah, that's dope. So all that shit's gonna be dropping. So if you want to get some dope shit that's available now, get it now while the sale is popping, and then the new shit will drop. And we got a, a studio to pay for, so buy that shit. <laughs> buy that shit for real. We'll like have I posters. Can't. We'll have posters and stickers at Astronomicon and T-shirts, black and white T-shirts, or the. Inverted black and white T-shirt, so we're gonna have all that shit. And uh, and I'm working, it. I'm working on bringing some more freshness. And we're gonna have, and we're gonna have some uh, Bud Light and some Scotch and some Scotch. Bud Light. I'm gonna have some Bud Light. You are, yeah. Why? You have pomegranate, fucking yeah. I'm gonna, nasty I will shit. have some of that too, but not a lot. I can't. Oh, fuck, <laughs> here we go. <laughs> Normally, right. I go to something like that. I take like three handles with me. Right. Well, I took two. I'm not handles. saying I ain't getting. I took two handles time, with me last time and come back die. with a hat. Yeah, that's probably I, a I good thing. I still can't to walk me. all the way. Like it might make it feel better. I'm sure it would for the time being. <laughs> you know what I'm Just don't fall down again. But anyway, much motherfucking dinosaur love. We yeah, gotta we wrap. Gotta get we gotta wrap this shit here. up. We gotta fucking. Take it we literally that. gotta wrap this yeah. shit up. We gotta put it in the car. So, thank you for tuning in, y'all. Listeners. We appreciate the support. Follow Chat us, rumors. share it, we tell people you, you want to hear Do all the things they're saying to do. Yes, do it. Tune in every Monday, 6 to 10. Central. Central time right here. Replicanradio.com. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. 
Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.